Welcome yeah, you to like the that? Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Monday night, May 23rd, 6 o'clock Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. I can't believe this show. People really like it. I take photos of people at the races and shit. People want me to talk about the show, and they say they love it. It's awesome. can't believe it. Thanks, everybody. Two pairs of Nitro Circus tickets given away tonight. Nitro Circus... Tonight, NitroCircus.com, we're going to give away two pairs, two tickets, actually, just to a Nitro Circus coming near you. Email contest at PulpMXShow.com. That's it. We're just going to take a random winner at contest, uh, or contest at PulpMXShow.com. You can go to Nitro Circus nearest you. NitroCircus.com, back in the U.S., and traveling around. Pastrana, Sheen, Adam Jones, Bilko, Camp Sinclair, and more. Lots to talk about tonight. Davey Millsaps coming on the show, talking about Canada and KTMs. Joey Savacci talking about going 1-1 and bitch slapping everybody else in the, in the 2 class. Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Oh, God, it's been too long without having Filthy on. Looking forward to having Filthy Phil Nicoletti. JT will be on, of course, at some point. Eric Perinard from Junior Moto X will come in, check in, talk about the event that was in Oklahoma City. We'll take your calls at 702-586-PULP. 702-586-7857. This show brought to you by BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Guts Racing killing it right now. Best seat foam out there, seat bases, seat covers, anything you need for the seat area, anything that your ass touches, uh, Guts Racing can uh, help you out with that. Uh, they've got uh, the RCH guys and the PC guys, so Guts Racing went 1-1 at uh, Hangtown as well. KTMPartsExpress.com. Please check them out. Use the code PulpMX16 to save yourself money at KTMPartsExpress.com. They've been with our shows uh, for a little while now, and uh, they've got a, a terrific guys in business. They've been in business for a long time. KTM Power Parts, KTM OEM Parts. They've got it. Uh, please check them out and uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Also, Gear Alloy and, and uh, sorry, Gear Alloy also. Uh, Roost Graphics and Ride Engineering on board with us. Ride Engineering. Engineer your ride. RideEngineering.com. Uh, we're also going to give away two pairs of tickets to Glen Helen, courtesy of the folks at Hot Cams. We've got the BTOSports.com tweet at Travis segment, the X-Brand goggle tear-offs, race tech emails, NFAB JGR check-in, NFAB question of the day, and the, uh, wait, what else did I, did I miss one? Gear Ally cold call. On a Gear Ally cold call, we're going to, got a couple ideas for that. Um, Amazon purchases, go to Amazon uh, banner on pulpamex.com. Click on that, make your Amazon purchase, purchase the swings and the lube, everything else you need, and we get a small slice of that, and we're able to keep it, keep this show going, keep the lights on. And uh, new Pulpamex show shirt on Pulpamex.com. Go to uh, shop on Pulpamex.com. There's a brand new, I just want to hear the motocross stuff, uh, show shirt on there. And um, 
we thank you guys for uh, for doing that. They're almost uh, sold out. So get them while you, get them while you can. Or I just until, want to hit a motocross stuff until we get the. Uh, until we get the uh, next run going. Uh, also, uh, Stitcher, you get the show on Stitcher. You can get it on iTunes. Steve Mathis show as well. The Fly Race and Moto 60 show on Thursdays at noon. One hour, noon Pacific. Please check them out. Uh, one hour of, uh, of uh, your talk and your calls, and we give some stuff away from folks at Fly Racing. And NFAB is a big part of that. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. So, Gear Alloys, uh, the number one wheel company in the world, I, I think, pretty much. Uh, the Gear Alloy guys, besides doing a cold call, they are a huge part of the uh, NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team. Uh, they, they supported Jessica Patterson forever. GearAlloy.com. Uh, they have, uh, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, the Gear Alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from. Designed, engineered, and SoCal. Uh, these things are sweet. They're bitching. It's an awesome prize. We're giving away a set of wheels. So that means four. Four gear alloy wheels. Hopefully you don't drive anything else weirder than that. Um, it's really simple. Go to pulpamexshow.com, and right underneath the show, you'll see the latest post will be the contest. It's a trivia contest for people who are longtime listeners of the show, or if you're new to the show, start at number one. Keep going. Uh, if you answer the six trivia questions correctly, submit the email to contest at pulpamexshow.com. All the right answers We'll go into a draw, and we will draw out the winner, and that guy gets a set of Gear Alloy wheels, which is really an expensive prize if you think about it. So thanks to the folks at Gear Alloy for doing that. And like I said, go to pulpamexshow.com. See if you know the trivia questions. We've got about 30 answers. There's one semi-trick question in there, and out of the 30 emails, I would say only six or eight have the the answer correct on the one trick question. It's uh, Check it out. And uh, so thanks to Gear Alloy for that. With me in studio to, to, to talk uh, Hangtown, uh, dirt bikes, perhaps some relationship questions. He's Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com. Chris Kiefer, what's up, Keith? Hey, Steve. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Everything's great. Thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, it's awesome to have you here. It's been a little bit for you to be here. We had no show last week, so we're back. And you're coming in next week, too. Uh, double double duty. duty. I like that. You're stuck with me for two weeks. I like that. That's fine, though. Uh, Chris Kiefer, what's new with you, Kiefer, before we talk about Hangtown? What is happening at uh, you with Dirt Rider? You got a promotion, as we talked about last time. Yep. You're now senior test editor. That's right. And That's did, right. Did it come with a raise? A little bit, yes. Mm. A little bit. Mm. More work than the raise. Yeah. As it always is yeah, nowadays. Right, right. Um, but yeah, we're busy. Actually, 2017 season is here. Starting June 1st, the intros are starting. So the new two-stroke KTM, we're going to start them on June 1st. Who's up first? Yeah, KTM two-strokes? KTM, and then we'll go do Husky on June 7th. Uh-huh. June 8th is the Cowie 450. And then after that, um, we have the Kawasaki 250 at Zaka. And that's all new. They debuted it this weekend at Hangtown. It yeah, was I saw that. I mean, it's, it, they took the 450 platform and, right. and gave it to the 250. Lost some so. weight, did some things. When's uh, Yamaha's coming up? I just got an email today. I know we're going to have a reveal for us media guys uh, first week of June, but I think there's an embargo on the unit, so we won't be able to you know, show it to everybody out there until, I think, end of the month or so. Okay. And Hondas? Suzuki's? That's see, Honda's going to be a little bit late with the okay. earthquake in Japan. All right. So... Originally, we're going to see Hondas, you know, maybe in September. Probably will not be until maybe October. Okay. So. And Suzuki's. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Those guys are always quiet. 
Nothing's right. really going on with them either. I think. <laughs> no, I don't no. think anything's changing. Not much has happened <laughs> on the guys. race front or on the production front. Ah, oh, poor Stu. Oh, poor bad. Mike Webb. Poor Blake Baggett. Poor Stu. Um, There's a black cloud over there. Okay, look, Hangtown has just passed. Let's talk about it before we get into our guests and before we get too far into the show. Oh, and uh, you brought your janky friend Mike, yep. uh, who uh, thanks for coming in, Mike. Appreciate it. Hang out. Enjoy the show. He listens, well, shit. He says he listens to all of my stuff. And then I said, Paul Pocky, and he goes, no. Yeah. So He's not Canadian. He listens to that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's not quite a super fan. No, it's nice to have you, Mike. And Mike made Nick Way an award. Uh, Travis, let's get that on our Twitter if you can. Uh, yeah. You can't leave to go take a photo. Oh, you know what? We did it on Instagram. Hi, Travis. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Producing the show, handling your calls, uh, Travis Marks. I almost forgot about me. I did. That's I good. did. Well, fuck, you're never here. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. So, seriously, you've missed two of the, the last four shows. The app's late. app's not here. <laughs> the app, this guy, he's building our new app. <laughs> I saw the skeleton of it. It looks bitching. Yep. And then the guy says, oh, yeah, two to three months. Two to three months. He's just, he's just luring you in right there. Here's, here's the skeleton. Hey, and how do, you, how do you know, like, at two months and three weeks, he goes, oh, dude, I just need a bit more cash. Yeah. Just need a bit more money to get this thing going. He knows how to work it. Yeah, that's what these guys I'm do. I'm doing this pretty cheap. Nah, You're super, getting a good deal. Super nerd. It's a nerd, it's a nerd strategy. <laughs> like there's Yeah. Is there a Bible somewhere oh, we're not yeah, reading? Yeah, 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 yeah. How to get more more cash. I'll get you a copy. I need one. <laughs> uh, Travis Marks, taking your calls, handling everything behind the scenes. Uh, you have some questions for the show later. Tweet at Pulp Mech Show, uh, and he'll pick the best ones to ask myself. JT's coming up later, of course. Uh, Tony Berluti. Gonna come in uh, studio. Good to see him. Gotta love Berlut. Berlut's yep. coming in, and uh, so that's gonna be good to see. He's terrific. Great radio. And uh, all right, so uh, Travis, let's get that. Mike made the achievement award for Nick Way. So maybe you can run downstairs, take a photo of it, put it on our Instagram. Uh, it's fantastic. Great job on that, Mike. It's awesome. I don't know if Nick. Nick, I showed it to him. He seems to love it. It's very symbolic of Nick Way. His lifetime achievement <laughs> award. He likes changing suspension. There's a couple of things on there that Mike, really Mike made the made the award appropriate for Nick Way. That's right. So, all right, Hangtown, let's go. Um, Kiefer, you watched it. You weren't yep. there, but you watched it. I was there. Um, Savachi went one one. Yep. Kenny Rocks went one one. But I would say both of them shocked the hell out of me a little bit. One, not the fact Kenny won. That's not a surprise. But man, he passed Dunge in both motos. That first lap of that first moto was go back and watch that. He was like fucking 10th place, and he just blitzed to the front. Second moto, beautiful pass on Dunge. Yep. And what I like about that is you know Dungey's like, okay, he got me. I'm keeping up. I got to stay with him. Right. I got to pressure him, and Dungey couldn't. And Dungey's winless streak at Hangtown overalls continues. Never won there, which is really weird. And Kenny sprinted away like a little German rabbit. <laughs> See you later. Uh, Joey uh, only had the eighth fastest lap time in moto two, but... He obviously is in shape. Obviously, his lap times were all very close. First moto, see you later. Qualified fastest, too, as right. well. Yep. Um, which one was more surprising to you? Well, I knew Ken was going to be good because yeah. he's been doing good in Supercross right. last I mean, few he's races. A, he's a world-class rider. Right. We know that. He's you know past champion. Um, obviously, Savachi, I knew he was going to be decent because he did pretty good in last year, too. Podiums, mm -hmm. yeah. doing stuff, but... No, he won a Unadilla with a 2-2 last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's good. And... Just the speed he showed as far as, you know, even if he only got eighth fastest lap in second moto, yeah, he has more speed this year. Obviously, he has more confidence, mm -hmm. and it's one of the questions I want to ask him when he's on is just, you know, what has what's the difference between 
him being there and not being there at the goat farm? Like, what's one thing he wouldn't learn otherwise, you know? Yeah. So something's there that's clicking to making him go fast and believing he can do it. You didn't answer me. I, I just, just did. What was the biggest surprise? Savachi. Did you actually say that? Yes. Oh, that's right. You're drinking coffee. Attention. You're not listening wasn't, wasn't to me. Wasn't paying attention. Um, both guys were terrific, though. Fantastic. Dungey goes 2-2. Alex Martin goes 8-2. I thought Martin was going to win that second moto. Oh, he was coming. He, dude, you can't stop Alex Martin. <laughs> he's a train. He's a runaway freight train to the front. Right. That's phenomenal. And then he, he plowed Jordan Smith. Did you he see that? He did plow Jordan Smith, and Jordan Smith would like some words with him. Yeah. Uh, I asked. I, I sent uh, D- Davey Coombs sent a, put, took a photo of it, Yeah. Um, and I sent it to Alex and said, you know, Jordan Smith would like to talk to you. And he goes, I know, bro. I feel bad. He goes, uh he even said that in the post conference. He's like, man, oh, he I, he's like, I feel bad. Yeah. He's like, but I had to get around him quick. Yeah, and and he goes, it's the first guy I ever took out in my life. Really? So yeah, he was uh, he was not so pumped on that. So here's I just showed you Coombs's photo. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did it in a little half pipe. That's yeah, right. Yeah, the little half thing. And so. no one was really making passes there. No, but time. Alex was ducking to the inside. It was really good. Oh, it was that's a great impressive. move. So Alex was great and terrific, and um um. Dungey was good. Tomac goes third overall with a 4-4. Yeah. Third overall is good. Good. But passed by Blake Baggett late in Moto 1, which right. is weird. Yeah. I mean, Baggett's good at that track. He's an outdoor warrior. But this is Eli Tomac. Right. And then second Moto, like, he couldn't catch Anderson. Anderson's, again, a great rider. But when you looked at Tomac last year, I, we all thought he kind of turned a corner late in Supercross. And so 4-4 four, four for third overall. That's good. But he wasn't happy, man. No, 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 no. He was pissed. Oh, no, no, no. He wasn't well, very talkative. No, because I think when you watched him there, you were like, okay, this isn't, this isn't that good. You yeah, know? and you know what? When I was watching the, the race on TV, I was looking at the times, and you know, third place was back 15 seconds. You know, they were a ways back. Like yeah, where, yeah. where no, Tomac no. was yeah. was 30 seconds, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So. No. And so, like, on paper, you're third overall. Good. You didn't lose too many points, uh, blah, blah, blah. But on when you're at the race, you're like, ah. You know, and it sucks for him being because he dominated so so crazy last year. So everybody's holding him to that, what he did last year. Well, we all know his injury, new bike, all that. But everyone's setup is always, besides the winners, everyone else's setup is always off in Sacramento. There wasn't anything good in Hangtown, be like, hey, my setup was perfect. It felt really good. Set up, set up, set up. You sound like JT. You set know, it's always, it's always a little bit stiff, you know. Well, this, they thought the rain was coming, so they didn't yeah. really groom it or rip it. It was a hard-packed Hangtown. Not old school. Old school is really bad. Have you ever, did you ever rode there back in the day? Yeah, really? I've ridden some local races, but okay. never. One national in 2005, that's it. On a big board or no? Uh, no, 250. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it was hard-packed, and it was, it was rough, but it relatively didn't get the rolling sand right. bumps that it normally does. Um, so every, nobody liked the track. It was actually kind of funny. Nobody really liked it. Um, but they kind of, it was done on purpose because they thought the rain was coming. It did rain in the first moto of the 250s for a little bit, but it didn't come nearly it as It soaked as it up far. really good yeah. because, shit, it was dusty the second motos. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Forkner, Cincerello, Charbonneau, what'd you think? Well, I was impressed with Cincerello's qualifying time, which was second, yes. and I thought he was on there. I was like, oh, here we go. He cost gonna... me $100. Really? Yes. I bet two industry people $50 that he would be in the top six overall. Overall. Yeah. Yeah, well, him being, you know, coming off of what he's come off in last week, you know, or last couple years is uh, it's still pretty good. You know, he's going he's gonna to build. Um, I was impressed with Charbonneau. I've seen yeah. the kid around SoCal. Well, I've ridden around, you know, ridden with him. Okay, wait. Let me stop you there. Yep. 
I, not to bag on the kid, yep. but you're going to tell me right now he was eh. No, I'm going to tell you that I was impressed. Oh, okay. Why? You're going to say eh? I I don't follow amateur motocross. See, I do okay. a little bit. Uh, I think it's dumb and ridiculous. I got enough stuff to busy to right. follow. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to hear, I don't want to deal with these parents and all that kind of shit. So yep. anyways, people who follow amateur motocross tell me like, ah, I don't know if the kid's ready for that ride. Right. More than one person. Yeah. Even the Geico guys are like, Hey, we don't know how he's going to do. We're going to give him a shot. He's going to work into it, which is code for, we don't really know. Right. Six place. Yeah. What do you get overall? Do we know? You have the sheets right in no, front of you. No, it's both 450s. So uh, I don't have the sheets. No, so, it's not. Yeah. There's two 450 sheets. So anyway, I out of from the hype from Forkner, Charbonneau, you know, I would put Forkner ahead of Charbonneau for sure. I was like, for sure, Forkner's going to be. If Forkner hadn't fallen in the first moto, that would have been a fifth or a sixth. I thought for sure he'd be third, fourth around yeah, there. Yeah. And Charbonneau maybe I would say tenth, eleventh. Yeah. So he exceeded my expectations. Yep. Um, and Adam, Adam got poor starts. You can see uh, Adam came around the first lap, uh, twenty-one and eighteen in the two motos, shitty starts. And people haven't noticed Adam's size lately. He's a monster. 6'1"? I don't know. I think he's 6'8". I don't <laughs> even know. But th- starts could be an issue for this kid all summer long. Yep. A la Plessinger, a la Mookie, or whatever. Bigger dudes, 250Fs. He better get used to... We'll see. It's early. You don't want to draw conclusions right now. Right. Yeah, because you know he's going to be good because obviously his qualifying time show it. Yeah, it's just no. the starts are going to kill, right? Yeah, exactly. So he better... Um, Better be used to that, maybe. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I'm also impressed with Jesse Nelson. You know, even though his first moto kind of wasn't so great, his second moto was good. You know, and he was good last year. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, he's good. He's good. He's good at these open tracks. Um, let's quickly, uh, let's do the NFAB question of the day. We'll get to that. The NFAB question of the day. Did you see Filthy Phil Nicoletti on the NFAB Yamaha? I did. Killing it. Yes. He's coming on later. It's fantastic. NFAB. He's always good outdoors, though. He is. You're right. Uh, N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas. Customize your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the market-leading design and style from NFAB. 150,000-square-foot facility in Houston, Texas. Tom and the boys down there at NFAB, absolutely killing it. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts at NFAB, Inc. on Instagram and Twitter. So check out some of their creations on there. The NFAB question of the day It's very simple. It's for you, Chris Kiefer, from Dirt Rider, Dirt Rider Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh... Who should, who should we be more worried about? Who should be more worried? Okay. Adam Cincerello, mm-hmm. Zach Osborne, or Eli Tomac after one week? Who should be more worried Since about how they were going to do and how it went? Well, that's a tough question. Well, that's why we, we, we were here. Well, for me, it's going to be Cincerello just because of what he's capable of doing. You know, um, there's a lot of pressure coming with that, that name, that kid. He's had a lot of injuries. He needs. To, this is his year. He needs to make or break because if he has a mediocre year, I don't see him getting a ride with Mitch again. I'm sure he'll find somewhere it's, to it's, go. His deal's up next year, the end of next year. Next year, not yeah, this year. Not next year. Oh, well then. I still think it's him. I still think he needs to show that he can win races consecutively mm-hmm. and show that he can be a championship contender for the following year. My second, I'm going for a second Are choice. Are you going off the board? I'm going off of a second choice here. Zach needs to do something this year, too, because is he pointed out? No. Okay. He's re-signing with those guys, as a matter of fact. It's probably done already. This is all of a a nil subject, then. He was the fastest guy on the track, second moto. Fastest lap. Fastest lap. Yep. He got fourth, second moto. He came from 20th to fourth. Right. Yep, which is awesome. Good job for Zach. Um, See, to me, 
Sacramento means nothing. It's like going to Anaheim one. You know, it's like it doesn't really mean anything until you start well, going to that, Colorado. That, that's that's a very valid point. Yes, it's a, it's round one. Calm down. All right. Jason Anderson won a one. Calm down. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And also, too, the California tracks are different. Yep. They're different, man. Um, so you're right. But we have to talk about it. I know. Should we not just have a show? <laughs> Fuck it. We're done. Because you, 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 know, you think that the opening round is no good? <laughs> so we'll just stop a show? Where was Alessia at? They're going to Canada. They're going to Canada, bro. I thought you were getting Tony on. Are you, are you really saying that to me right now? I told you what Tony would come on. Happened? No, you did not say that. I said you Tony said, would come on. You if said, I, I think Tony will, will come on. I think Tony, no, I know Tony will come on if I ask him all the questions. I don't think he, he wants you to ask the questions. What the fuck are you doing? So can we do that? I'm not allowed to talk? No, you can't talk in the segment. I kind of feel like I should talk. Nah, let me just take it over for 20. Travis, <laughs> can we have Tony on and then I don't talk? That's uh, it's iffy. I still think it's I think good, we though. should start a Twitter poll and say that. Start a Twitter poll. We'll, we'll reach. Okay, you start it, and then I'll retweet it, and Keith can retweet it. Yeah. Um. All right. Look, we got to talk about JS Seven. So before we do that, though, raining yellow. <laughs> welcome to the show, um, dude. I condolences to you. I'm sorry for your loss. How many lives you got, I man? I just got back from Home Depot. They had a sale on rope, and the guy there was uh, nice enough to teach me how to, to tie a noose. So. Yeah, you know, I, I I think it's probably time for you, bro. I mean, it's been a good life. Oh. You're, you're a janitor. Uh, you got a custom um, uh, garbage can. Yeah, hey, yeah. that was cool as hell, though. The whole, the whole, all the kids know seven now. They had a whole, like, appreciation day for me. It blew me away. And they had a, okay, they well. took, I thought, I thought they stole a trash can. I thought someone took a trash can in the. They put the big seven logo on it. Cool as heck. Well, I lost the trash can. Maybe you what are you? It. What are you? What's 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 your? Where's your mindset right now? What's your state of Man. panic? Well, I was there. I looked for you. I never found you. I'm like a ninja at those races. I'm very hard to spot. I know, um, but uh, I the vibe around around when James I was I had the all day pit pass. I watched him go out for the first moto and. The guy didn't seem too enthused to be there. Did you speak with James? Oh, of course I did. Okay. Does he know who you are by oh, name? Oh, no, no, James knows. Yeah, no, oh, he knows. No, no, yeah, they're in. Okay. Oh, Randy, yeah, Randy I'm in with the crew, man. Rado, Roger. Okay. So, yellow. He, his mood seemed, seemed down. Yeah, no, he didn't. I mean, obviously, signing autographs, you know, he was smiling. I had the guy laughing. But as far as going about business... I, I didn't get a good vibe whatsoever. Uh, Mike Webb never really seemed to to check in with him. I remember in years past, you know, you'd see the whole team huddled. Never really saw that. Just, uh, yeah, not a, not a good vibe. Red, red. Well, yeah. yeah, no, they said his hand came off in that in that thing. It was an ugly crash. It was a big berm, probably six or eight feet tall on the backside of it. Mm. And he just went off the berm and dropped the front end and just... And well, did you see in press day that he was in that same spot? I yeah. saw a quick video yeah, of I it. saw the video. Yeah, I saw the video. Yep. He, um, I, I saw the press release, too, that said he's day-to-day. I mean, give me a break. His shoulder came out. So let me, let me ask yeah. you this, this question, Rain and Yellow. If you yeah. were him, would you say, would you call it for the year and just say, hey, man, let's heal up, let's get this thing going. Absolutely. Try to reconfigure my contract, maybe switch brands if yeah, you're not, no, if you're not happy. 
So at the, at this point, I think not only James fans, but just I think everyone in general is concerned for the guy at this point. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like I I wasn't I wasn't there to watch the show live, but I was looking at my social media and I just saw James down hurt out, and I just like felt so sick. I was like, dude. Every time the guy comes back, first race, he gets effed. Every time. I just, I wanted him to put yeah. two motos together, 10, 10, 10, 9, eight, 8, 10, put two 30s plus two together and build on that and mm-hmm. get better. And you know what? Yep. Until his crash, he was just kind of riding. There wasn't flashes of brilliance, but that's what he needs to do. Get race right. time under his belt. Um, there wasn't any crazy ball stew. I, I don't know anymore now, man. I, I don't know. Like, it's not funny but it's almost funny how bad this is going. It just sinks deeper into this spot where you're like, no, 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 that couldn't happen. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. And you're just like, oh, my God. Like, and here's the thing. This is us. Hard. We're not even him. Imagine being him right now and every time getting taken off on the fucking mule. I, I already – well, yeah. I said I would step away from Supercross and take time and come back outdoors. So now that this happened, if I'm him, you're still getting paid. Step away again. Just, just, just come back next year. Seriously, right? You're, you're, you're James Stewart. You're going to make a lot of money. Fans love you. Um, you have a lot of money in the bank. I, I the thing is, too, if you come back in two weeks, you're you haven't ridden. You're going to be in worse shape. Your shoulders now hurt. Like, how's that going to help? And just, I, I don't know. I think something. Uh, there's something going on in his life or with him that none of us that he's obviously not said. Because it's just too damn bizarre at this point. Uh, there's yeah. got to be more to the story. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Why don't you try to get in there and speak to him and really help him out? Hey, shit, I'd love to. But, you know, I'd love to. Uh, I stuck around after uh, after he came back on the mule and stuff, but, you know, I'd imagine he was hunkered down in his bus. So yeah, he, I wanted to try and say some words, but. Well, say them now. Say them now, Reading Yellow. What would you say to Stu right now if you had a chance to? Oh man, I just have to check in with him and see where he's coming from, and uh, and just try and try and be positive and 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 you know see what his overall goal is, you know, and uh, you know I'm assuming getting back to the top and going out like that, but uh, got to look at the current situation and whatever we're doing right now is not working, so so make some changes. That's what you'd say to him. Well, I mean, without hearing from him, it's it's hard to say, but. You know, I, I just try and be as positive as possible and, and help him uh, try and, you know, get to his, his goal that he wants to reach. Well said, Randy Yellow. Well, right? Hey, hey. I'll, uh, I'll let you guys go. Okay. Obviously, I'm bummed. But uh, say hi to Tony Berluti to me. That's my guy. He's coming in later. We will. All right. Yep. All right. Say hi. See you, buddy. All right, guys. All right, see you. Uh, Matt, what's going on? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. What's, what's on your mind? going on, Matt? What's going on, Keeper? How you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for calling. Hey, so I've been hearing uh, you guys talk about uh, Roxon's switch to the stock triple clamps recently, and uh, I just kind of wondered over the weekend while I was watching the race, what exactly is he feeling like different by switching to the stock clamps? Well, I talked to somebody at RCH today, and they're they're getting a kick out of me and other people in the media talking about these clamps. It's not just the clamps that Kenny changed on his bike. Uh, That's the most noticeable thing. I also reported that he changed a link a little while ago, which he did. He changed the linkage uh, ratio and put stock clamps on. Now, the clamps are a rigidity thing. So you're dealing with aluminum frame. And I said to the guy, 
why don't you just make clamps that are like the stock ones? Like, that they look, but so no, all of us idiots stop talking about it and stop looking at it, you know what I mean? And he's like, well, yeah, maybe down the road, but, you know, with webbing and constructing new clamps aren't easy, I guess. You know, we used to make all of our clamps at Yamaha here in, in America. Uh, CDI? What is that guy? Is it CDI? SDI. Uh, no. Not SDI? SDI? I thought so. Chuck! Oh, Chuck. Metal Tech? No! Chuck, Chuck. I don't know. Then. Chuck, everybody knows Chuck. Okay. Okay. Keep, keep the show All moving. Right. <laughs> Chuck in America used to make clamps for Factory Yamaha and for many teams. And Chuck would make us clamps in, uh, you know, we'd have to turn around in three days. But apparently Suzuki is from Japan, and so they can't turn them around that quick. So, anyways, Matt, they changed the, the clamps for rigidity purposes, a little bit more flex, which we've seen before. Remember Langston in his title run in 08, 08 when Langston won? 07? 07? 07. 07 when Langston won, went to uh, uh, production forks, production clamps, and everything for just for, for flex issues. Um, so we've seen that before. So Kenny did change the clamps, so more flex. He also went to a different linkage. Frank and fork. also to, uh, no, he's on air fork. Again? Yeah, he's back on air. <sighs> I know. I, we had him on the show. We asked him about it. He's, he's back on air. I guess he's been on air for a while. I can't keep track anymore. I know. I tried to, I actually got some news later on about that, if you remind me. Um, not about Kenny, but about Aaron Spring. Okay, I'm going um, it down. So, uh, and also, too, but the, the, the people I spoke to, um, uh, Matt, said, too, they added, a, they found some horsepower on that Suzuki. Uh, and you know what? That makes sense when you look at rocks and starts since Santa Clara, when they kind of found the changes. So, mm -hmm. the, it's motor and clamps and a linkage. And just from a rider's point of view, I mean, it is tough to match rigidity balance from a stock uh, clamp and you know more guys even if you see privateers now you know just don't go look at the factory guys a lot of guys are running stock clamps too just because of that reason and uh well um it's funny like people are quick to change all this crap on right, exactly. uh, on bikes guess what the japanese they're pretty smart they do a lot of testing and uh um i this was also classic two-stroke days Kiefer. Stock pipes work pretty good mm -hmm. a lot of times. And same thing today. Too. Yeah, yeah. And, and and clamps. That's why when these guys put two-stroke 500 motors in these chassis, I just shake my head. I'm like, you guys have no idea right. how much work and R&D went into that aluminum frame 450 chassis four-stroke motor. Right. As far as flex, straight line <laughs> stuff and everything, and you slap a 250, 500 two-stroke motor in yeah, there. Yeah, it's so Good bad. luck. Yeah, right. Please wear the rose. Is it rosary beads? What do we really just... Yeah, what, exactly. Put some rosary beads on and go ride. <laughs> but... um. Anyways, Matt, yeah, so the clamps, like, it's uh, it's something that people need to think about, for sure. And it's tough. People just go buy clamps and to say, oh, I got some new clamps because they're shiny and new, they look pretty. But there's only a, a few companies that I've tried that actually can match rigidity balance from a stock clamp. It's tough to do, and some companies take the time to do it, and some don't. Well, Adrian at Ride Engineering is one of the guys that studies that stuff. Well, yeah, he's very techie when it comes yeah. to that. So, um and and it's it's funny because if you're if you're a guy you got a new bike and you go buy a bunch of shit and you put it on, I always try to tell guys, buy your shit, ride your bike stock, and then piece by piece build your bike. Don't just slap everything on at once because you you're gonna chase your your tail, you know, so to speak. Yeah. You need to know what you're changing, you know. All right, Matt. Anything else? Hold on. Uh, not really. Oh yeah, one more thing. Uh, when I subscribe to Race Direct this weekend, so you guys don't stop doing this. This show. Oh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, we. What about Dirt Rider? You, you know what? It's funny, Matt. Oh, is, uh, subscribed. Oh, perfect. Um, first of all, Dirt Rider is cheap as shit to subscribe to. Um, you guys do like ten bucks. Yeah, like you guys have a different sort of philosophy than than Racer X does with subscriptions. 
what's yours? Nineteen bucks? Or something? I don't know. I think we want to make money on it. Where you guys are like, we're going to sell tons of subs, lose money, but show our advertisers that we have tons of subs. It's a different like yin and yang thing of selling magazines. Right. Do you know what I mean? I think your advertising is is less than ours. Our advertising dollars are a little bit more. Yeah. And then our sub rates are lower. Yours are higher. Right. It's yeah. It's, yeah. it's up and down. Anyways, thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. It. Uh, it works well, uh, and we're, we're pumped that people are actually subscribing to the mag. It's not just race results. People think it's just race results. We don't talk about that. That's all on the Internet. We do stories and in-depth features and everything else. So, Yeah, will I get to see the awesome troop story if I subscribe in, at Glen Helen on Saturday? Yeah, will, yeah, will it's out, yeah you'll get the new issue right there. And tell them, tell, them Math, tell them Mathis told you you can if they don't give you one, and then they'll give you one. Deal. Sounds okay. good. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Later, later bro. Uh, Nate, what's going on? You want to talk about James Stewart? Yeah, I was, uh, I kind of just started listening, so maybe you guys already covered this. But, uh, you know, Brandon Yellow says they need to make some changes. Is there anybody that would be interested in picking up James Stewart if he wants to leave Suzuki? Have you heard anything? Or No, I haven't. I mean, I, I mean I, I, there's definitely talk of Stu and Mookie forming their own team together. They need to get oh, works. Boy. They need to get works bikes from somebody. I would think Seven would be a sponsor. Maybe Red Bull would want to come in. Um, right. You know, something like that. Um, it wouldn't be hard for a manufacturer to help them. I don't think. Oh, I do. Really? Do you think it's a uh, well? They, if Mookie's they, along with them, okay. okay. No, I'm riding Mookie's coattails into that deal. It's, yeah, Mookie would come along with them. I think the thing yeah. would be like they would have to buy the parts. They're, I don't think any team is going to give them factory stuff. But if they want to buy it, you know, any of these teams will be like, sure, we'll sell you, like just like Chad, mm-hmm. we'll sell you wheels and motors and you build your, you know, ECUs and you build the rest of the bike and suspension and, you know, that part's pretty easy. Right. But to give them to them? It's uh, tough. If Mookie's coming off of a title, I don't just see, like, hey, I'm bringing Mookie along with me and I'm James and I still have a possibility I can win races. I know I haven't showed it. But to me, I, I still think that they would give it one last, you know, one last shot, especially if James is saying, look, I know I could win another other other product. So, I don't know. I think James, I mean, I don't know how, like, again, if I'm an OEM and it's not cost me much, I'll give James stuff because right. he gets fans, man. He has fans. He sells stuff. Yep. You know, so. And, but. and having James on a different, if it happens, having James on a different color, you know, obviously he's going to sell bikes for sure. All right. Thanks, All right. man. Thanks for the call. Hey, Kiefer. Yeah. How's, uh, how's Gary doing? Uh, G- Gary's doing good. He's back at home. He's actually helping. Uh, I haven't really talked about this much, but I want to mention it. Just um, he's helping Destry stuff out. He's helping him uh, get his his uh, fundraiser and stuff going. But uh, yeah, they took his spleen out. His spleen's gone. But yeah, he's healing. He's doing good. Um, uh, I uh, raced him and grew up with him in Montana. Tell him Nate Davis gives him a you know thumbs up. Keep up. He's you know, uh, up, which Gary is. I will. He's, always, he's a good uh, guy. He's X brand. Yep. X brand athlete. Right. Um, all right. And, guys, all right thank show. you. And quickly, uh, Destry Abbott, of course. I don't know Destry at all, but uh seems like a really cool, awesome dude. He's got leukemia. There's a GoFundMe page for it. They're hoping for 50 grand, but it shows you the power of Destry and the industry. Everybody loves the dude. If they had this for me, we'd probably raise about $12. <laughs> but if you're Destry Abbott, you get almost 100 grand in, in 24, 48 hours. And, uh, and he's got leukemia. He's got a hell of a fight on his hands, but uh, we wish him well. Like I said, I don't even know the dude, but. He's a great guy. He's been a family friend for years, and uh, he's one of those guys you could just go up to the track and talk to, and he'll bullshit with you like a normal guy. But you know, can rip on a bike. He's a he's a he's a family man, and 
you know, he, he's a good guy. And like you said, you know, they were raising 50 grand. They, they made that in 18 hours. Now they're doing a hundred. So he's, he's doing a chemo right now with the leukemia. There's a ride day slash fundraiser at Canyon Motocross Park in Arizona on June 4th. And, uh, so if you guys can make it out, it'd be cool. Yeah. Awesome to, awesome to, uh, to see that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome to see. Yeah, you like that? We do like that. Roost MX, Pulp Nation saves you 20%. Where is Heather tonight? She's at home. She's yeah. probably listening right now. Yeah. No offense, Mike. She dogged me out. Better to have Heather here. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Roost MX, custom uh, products, T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. These guys have been in business for 17 years. A cycle trader, Rock River team of Reslin and Tommy Hahn use these graphics. Tons of amateur guys use these graphics. they got a huge section on the website, Pulp Nation. Pulp Nation code saves you 20%. They got Pulp Mix uh, stickers and shirts and, and bike graphics and everything else. And uh, we thank those guys for sponsoring us. Please check them out for your graphics and numbers and, and all sorts of things like that. They're happy to bring you our first guest of the night here on the Pulp Mix show. He's coming off a junior, a hugely successful junior Moto X in Oklahoma. The guy's a, a dreamer, a planner, and we'll see what's up next. Eric Bernard, what's up, Eric? How are you? Hey, guys. Chris, Steve. So pumped to be with you guys. You Thank know, you. just uh, greetings from Austin, where we dodging uh, bad weather to prepare X Games, but uh, yeah. all good. You know, it's just uh, it's what we do. Yeah, no, really, the X Games is coming up. I, when you called me today and you said you were in Austin, I'm like, what the hell are you doing there? But then I remember X Games is coming up. Yeah. Um, so the Junior Moto X, this was a brainchild of yours to look amateur motocross guys. Uh, you know, Supercross is more and more important. You sort of wanted to give them an experience of riding a, a Supercross track, tame down to help them with their skills and kind of you know it's a different discipline than motocross. It's your first year. How did it go? Like it went very well. It went very well. It was very hard. Uh, a, a lot of work. Uh, Got a great team, great partners. You know, everybody is so committed, and and the idea was just to bring the kids in uh, an indoor environment. You know, this uh, this arena in Guthrie next to Oklahoma City is mm-hmm. fantastic. It's 400 by 200. You know, lap times were 40 to 50 seconds a lap. Uh, really good, good track. The track was done by uh, Jerry Masterpool and uh, with with Shane Schaefer as well. And uh, we had uh, we, we just had a great time you know it was not not the giant turnout we were dreaming about but the, the reality it was a reality check and uh, we still managed to uh, to run 24 hours of riding i think it was i mean 25,000 riders laps which is, which is yep. ama- amazing and not a single injury so you know after after a sad moment like we had a few minutes ago talking about what's happening to to our friend Destry and all those things you know every time every time we can be away from an hospital and a doctor is a great day mm-hmm. and uh, it was very successful in in that level that we really kept everything safe and fun racing was exceptional everybody was pumped you know a good 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 vibe I uh, I saw some video uh, from a Kiefer. Did you see any video? I saw some GoPro. The, yeah, the dirt and track looked mint. It yeah. looked it looked really fun. It looked like a fun track. And that that was the idea. Yeah, no, not by accident. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looked, looked like a good job there for sure. Um, and then also you had a good turnout. Team Green came out and uh, lots yes. of, lots of support from the from the OEMs, and it worked out so well. Eric, you guys were already stamped doing the next one, uh, Junior Moto X two next year. What are the dates of that? 
Uh, it's going to be same weekend, the weekend after the Supercross final. So, okay. you know, basically riders can go to uh, the Vegas Arena Cross and then drive back east if they mm-hmm. live on the east coast and stopped in Oklahoma and have a couple more days of racing. So it's, you know, it's trying to fill in that empty weekend where we can have a, a lot of attention from the media and uh, and people. It's so busy right now. I'm, I'm sorry it's busy, but that's the way it is. You yeah. know, it's just uh, everybody's trying to carve his little niche in the schedule. But at the end of the day, you know, we're trying to do good things for the sport and uh, so far so good. And uh, McGrath was there? You had some heavy hitters. Yes, out. Jimmy MC. was there. Cool. Uh, very gracious. He had a lot of fun. We had track walk. He was very engaging with the with the participants. You know, it was it was low pressure. It was not you know it was not crazy mm-hmm. uh, busy, but it was great. We had a good time. The participants were feeling really good about everything, and that's what matters. You know, it's a right. sometimes you have to you have to do races. You know, sometime in a in a big way, sometime in a, in a more friendly way. Just a, it's kind of a you know what what my group and I do. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Plus, he had Dinah Dahlgren there too. That was the ringer right there. <laughs> Shit, I'd go to that. Yeah, she was actually more popular than Jeremy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Imagine that, right? Well, anything you the any- kids. She signed more autograph and had more selfies than Jeremy. Maybe not. I don't know. But it seems like it seems that way. <laughs> yeah, anything you do, Eric, you and your guys over there, and, uh, of course, Shane Schaefer is a big part of the people that you bring along, and whether it's Endurocross, whether it's uh, Mini Moto, whether it's the U.S. Open, you started that back in the day, uh, whether it's the, the, the Bercy Supercross you've always helped out with for a long time. Uh, everything you do works, and so I'm not surprised that Junior X went well, Junior Moto X, and that uh, you're doing it again. Again, I'm not surprised. Thank you, thank you, Steve. I, but you know, it's it's nothing nothing more than the, the right people, the right time, exactly. and 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 work. I mean, it's nothing. It's no it's no secret. Just like you show sure anything, we all do. It's just a matter of you know being committed and working. Mm-hmm. Anybody and, uh, and trying not to be too too dumb. <laughs> anybody, anybody. Well, there's some landmines, as you know. There's different landmines in this industry. Oh yeah, you got to work around. Yeah. Um, any uh, any pulp fans come up to you and uh, and and talk about this at all? No, no. I mean, it's maybe it was too young, you mm. know, because uh, yeah, uh, Junior be. MX didn't have anybody over eighteen. It was kind of a, right. one of the pure factor we had, and um, I I suspect your crowd to be maybe a little bit older mm, than yeah. that. Well, Kiefer scares them away for sure. Yeah, my um, crowd definitely is older. <laughs> <laughs> um, so X Games, how are we looking for X Games? What's uh, what's what are you working on there? Uh, we have a lot of freestyles. You know, I mean, it's going to be, uh, it's all freestyle this year. Yeah. You know, not much racing. Um, you know, ESPN decided they wanted to give uh, freestyle a big chance. So uh, here we have, we have, um, you know, Step Up, which is part of freestyle. We have Best Whip, which is part of freestyle. We have Best Tricks back at X Games. Mm-hmm. We have FMX, which is freestyle with several jumps. And we have a quarter pipe. Oh, uh, best okay. Tricks, oh, cool. Which Shit. Is, uh, which is pretty gnarly. We have all the best guys in the world. You know, I mean, yep. from Jackson Strong, Sheehan, you know, Paget. I mean, everybody's coming. You know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be gnarly. Have you seen a quarter pipe like a legit one? No. They have one at Paula built in the yeah. back. Yeah, dude, it is gnarly. It's like, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, gnarly. We, we did that. We did that with Paula. It's the official uh, training ground for X Games. So what you see at Paula is exactly what we're building. You know, here and and today we were building the wall, the 18 foot tall wall, where the quarter pipe is going to be 
stuck to and i'm mm-hmm. telling you it's like wow jeez wow yeah that's, that's awesome <laughs> yeah. um, and chris knows about wow yeah he's not <laughs> scared but that thing is scary <laughs> it's scary it is we need to get you know Kiefer here works with the uh alter guys the electric bike guys we got to do some electric adx games some sort of electric yeah. showcase you know and, yeah we, we actually it's funny you mentioned that because uh, that was kind of a in the talk, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a couple riders testing the bike for step up, and they really liked it, but it was too short, too short notice. About you know, I mean, okay. they take it pretty seriously and rightfully yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. And uh, we we got inches away or few volts away <laughs> from uh, from having yeah. uh, a couple altars at X Games. You right. Know? So That'd that, be that would cool. have been cool. Yeah. Maybe next time. You know, next um, time, just a matter of time. Right. The, the bike has enough snap. To be taking you very high, I, I think. You know, I just rode one in the parking lot. I think Chris can help us better on that level. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, what's your thoughts on Hangtown, real quick, Eric? What'd you think? Um, I mean, obviously was, you weren't there, but I mean, yeah. it was phenomenal. I was watching it on my on my smartphone. You know, while while I was I was uh, dodging the rain in uh, in uh, Austin, and um, I mean, Ken is is on fire. There's no question. He seems to be uh, the guy to beat right now. And I was really pumped for Savaji because yeah. he started uh, the outdoor real well. And, and you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Pro Circuit yeah, and uh, yeah. pumped for for Mitch. You know, he's been uh, he's been wanting to have a couple of wins under his belt for a while. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. Um, you're always the guy with the off-season Supercrosses over in Europe, uh, whether it's Geneva, whether it's uh, Sofia, uh, whether it's Lille. Uh, you and uh, Xavier working on that. What's the latest that we got for overseas? What do you have any commitments? Do you have anything you can tell? Yeah, I mean, we just confirmed the date. The first European Supercross will be uh, Bulgaria, October 2nd, uh, the weekend after Motocross of Nations. So for fans, if you want to see some good racing, go, go to Italy and then maybe, you know, spend a few days in Italy and go to Sofia for the Supercross. That would be that would be a good one. And uh, then we have uh, Lille, what we call Bercy, mm-hmm. which is not Bercy anymore, uh, but Months later, uh, we have Justin Barsha already committed. We have few top guys in in on the edge of confirming, so right. it's too early to say. Yep. And then we have Geneva uh, first weekend of December coming up as well, and uh, we have a lot of good good name riders coming up to all those races. Tell me, Nicoletti is going to go to Bulgaria. We got to get filthy. Yes, yeah. he is. Okay. Yes, he is. Don't don't tell him. Okay, yeah, I won't. Kind of excited already. He was he was great. The way he was crashing and then complaining. Know, and, yeah, yeah, you know that's that's his race, and I, I'm gonna do the best to take him to other races. But uh, yeah, you know it's 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 not always easy nowadays. You know hey. nowadays the, the the scene has changed drastically over the years, and and mm-hmm. Steve, you've been you've been witnessing witnessing that with us. It just ten years ago. We could take any good Americans, and the crowds was going crazy. Yep. And over the years, when I say ten years more, like twenty years ago, right. And nowadays, it's they require big names, and and it really bums me out because we we are we are losing the chance to take younger riders to go and and experience, you know, what yeah. it is to race internationally. But, you know. You uh, you never bite the hands that feeds you. Yeah. So that's what they want. It's what they get. But that's that's a bummer that we don't have the chance to bring younger riders again. You know, Are like the uh, we're doing without getting without getting too specific? You know, we it's well known McGrath Villeman, a hundred k for Bercy back in the day for three nights. Are we anywhere near that level for these top guys? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much yeah. you know that's pretty much uh, the ballpark. I didn't know yeah. if if the economy had gone down so much so that those those fees weren't getting getting any start money. You're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the economy yeah. went down, but the writers' fee went up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how does that how does that figure right? How does that work? Yeah, and uh, and the euro went down too. Right. So you know it's 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 really it's really hard. You know the top five guys are pretty much unapproachable nowadays. Yeah. Uh, it's just like. They make way enough money, and and um, you know it's great. It's yep. great. Yeah. They, they don't have the need for that. So the top five guys are becoming really difficult to get at any price. Yeah. And then you you pretty much enter the five to ten guys, which are usually a little bit more flexible right. with the schedule. The uh, yeah, it's like. Um Hey Dunge, we got a hundred grand for you to go to Lille. He's like hundred grand. Be like, eh, we'll stay with my wife. Forget it. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy when you think about it. You know, but yeah, yeah, and it's yep. you know, and I'm sure we would do the same if you were in issues. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. Hey Eric, I've been hearing rumors, and I don't know if you can talk about it or if you even know. Is I heard this is the last year in Austin, even though. It's supposed oh, to be there. It's not a rumor. It's it's official. Oh, it is. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's it's fully official. No, no. It's been announced about a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Uh, we we're moving somewhere else. We don't know yet. Um, but uh, there was a four year four year commitment, and it's turned out turned out to be three. Okay. And um, you know, can't tell you we we really got beat up by the weather in Austin, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if it's a reason why. Uh, honestly, it's it's way above my pay grade. <laughs> it's above above your pay grade. Um, yeah, it's interesting to uh, to hear what you're up to. You're a guy with uh, a, a sort of a, a finger on both sides of the Atlantic, and uh, and what's going on in the MXGP series, what's going on over here, and of course all your other events going on. So we hear Tim Geiser, Geiser of the uh, of the Honda team. He wants to come to America. He's got sort of a blanket Honda contract. Do you think? Well, first of all, two questions. Do you think we see him here next next year? And do you think he can be good in Supercross? Um, the the kid is so talented. He's the best thing that came out of Europe since Erlings, you know, clearly. And, you know, we haven't seen Erling in U.S., but the difference is uh, Tim wants to move to U.S. in the worst way. Oh, he does? And, okay. Uh, for, yep. For, uh, absolutely. For what I understand, it, it, it seems like if he's world champion, he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. So I guess he, he has to win the world championship, and then he can make a decision to move to U.S. The door, the door would be wide open if it's the case. Okay. And, and uh, I, you... I really hope he does come because he's he's definitely the next good European guy. Can you ride Supi? Can you ride Supercross? Yeah, he's been he's been doing it as a track at home for what I understand. He's, okay. He, he has the right, you know, he's kind of like a Ken Roxon. He's mm-hmm. he's he's rightly tuned for that. You know, he has he has the ability. He's not somebody that has been sticking to pure motocross. He's been always toy, toying with the idea of riding Supercross. Interesting too from Slovenia. I don't know the last Yeah. Rider was yeah, ever. It's a really, really interesting story, and yeah. when you have a chance, uh, go deep. It's uh, it's really a, a tough. It's a tough story. Yeah. Uh, it's not not an easy one. You know, you 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 can have some tears listening to the story of, of his well, life yeah. and his family and stuff like oh, wow. that. It's it's pretty it's pretty gnarly. I'll check into it. Yeah, I went to a Kropovich years ago and got the tour of Ljubljana, uh, the capital city there, and everything, and. Yeah, they were always like, "Yeah, we're looking for the next motocaster to come out of here." You know, the market—it's just not that strong, you know. And here's Geyser, yeah. and he's killing it. So, um, 
Eric, thank you for coming on. Uh, Junior Moto X next year. People, please check it out. Please go there, support it. It's just something that's going to grow and grow. Just one last thing, Steve. Sure. If you want to see Geyser, most likely the two GPs in U.S., Charlotte yeah. and Glen Helen. That's where we're going to see Geyser in U.S. first. Yeah. You know, and maybe, maybe we can see Geyser against Cooper Webb or whoever. Yeah, know? that's going to be exciting to see. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to see the U.S. rider turnout for those two races. It should be interesting to see which teams go where and which ones want to go to each coast. But, I mean, we saw guys here last year wrap up the MX2 title, and uh, he was great. He was fantastic. And uh, although I didn't like when I, Eric last year, I went up to try to talk to him after the race, and one of his handlers went up to me and went, no more interviews, and, like, pushed me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. All oh, right. Jesus. It may, may, uh, yeah, I don't All know. Right. It may have been family. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, really? I'm like, really? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll go. But uh, yeah, it should be good. Charlotte and uh, and Glen Helen. Uh, I'll be at the Glen Helen one for sure. I don't know about going to Charlotte, Eric. You're going to have to. You're going to have to really try to entice me to go out there. I know. You know. I I'm going to go. Are you really? Yep. Should, I like watching. I'm, I'm a big fan of MXGP. Yeah, maybe we'll do a pulp show out there. Yeah. There. I'm yeah. going to go, so I already okay. have plans to go out there. Tell Giuseppe, okay. tell Giuseppe so to fire Chris, up a we'll jet. we do one without Steve. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't come, we'll do one without him. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Why not? Tell Giuseppe <laughs> to fire up the jet. I'm coming if I get a jet ride. That's it. So um, I, uh, He doesn't have one, so we'll have to, he's going to have to buy one for you. <laughs> uh, fantastic. <laughs> thank you for coming on, man. Congrats on the success hey, of Junior Moto X. Me. Always fun to talk to you. Uh, I will see you when. When will I see you next? What? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to a couple GPs in June in Europe, and uh, July... I'll be taking some time off, okay. and then, man, in in August, it's. Uh, well, I'll see you. We'll make him go to Enduro Cross, Enduro and Enduro Cross, and Charlotte GP. So we're gonna have to cross each other we'll somewhere f- in the world. Yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out. Thank you, buddy. I'll Thanks find for a way to get you to uh, one races in Europe like that. We can hang out. Uh, I yeah. always, you know me. You got my number. I love that. So thank, <laughs> thank you, man. See you, Eric. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much. Have a great show. Bye. All right, Eric Bernard, everybody. Great guy. One of my favorite people to talk to in the industry, and I hope that Junior Motor X goes well. Quickly, Chuck, what's happening? Uh, you got a question about Stu? Yeah. How you doing, Steve? We're how good. you doing, Kiefer? Um, I just, do you think Stu will ever win another race? Yes. Yes? I do. Uh, Kiefer says yes. You, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Dude, huh? no. I, I, how does he get back into shape and get back in the speed and beat Dudes like Roxon, Dungey, and Tomac. Oh, I like, know. Those guys are on fire right now. I don't know, man. Ah, well, I hope so. I was just... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I was just raining on raining uh, yellows parade. Anyways, uh, one more question. Uh, do you think the X Games is going to last much longer, or is it peaked and uh, Freestyle Motocross has hit its peak? Or I mean, honestly, me, I don't watch them anymore. I'm I not into Freestyle, either, but, but... I mean, they must draw ratings. We were talking must... about this the other day. It's just... Growing up watching X Games, like I stayed home on purpose so I could watch yeah, it X was Games. Yeah, cool back in the day. Yeah. Now it's just like I'm like, oh shit, it, X Games is on. I don't even yeah, know it's no, on. No, I feel like it's as low as it's ever been. But then again, I'm into Moto, so I'm not watching the well, the FMX yeah, stuff. Yeah, me too. But I mean, I'm into anything Moto too, though. So, yeah. You know, best whip. I mean, cool, whatever. I, I wouldn't Step be up is rad. I wouldn't I mean. be surprised, man, to see in a couple years, as like we were talking about earlier with Eric, is to have some electric bike kind there of motocross races cool. happening because ESPN is a real green company and I could see oh, yeah. them I can see them doing that so well, uh, that's cool Kiefer hey I live up here I'm gonna live up in Victorville I'm in the high desert with you nice you, desert hey, life he got his garbage hey, hey, I did. he got his garbage can stolen was it you 
No, okay. I didn't steal that one that he painted up with the seven thing or whatever. No, is that he was. A, is he a janitor at school? It's raining yellow. That's not Kiefer. Yeah, no, I'm talking about oh. raining yellow. Is he, is he a janitor at a? At yeah, a, like, yeah, up school? in up in Sac, Texas, NorCal, somewhere oh, up there. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, That's my rad. trash my trash can got stolen. I went out. Oh no! I went I outside, left my trash out. Yeah, I didn't jack your stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> left my trash out. Came in and got a cup of coffee. Went back out. One of my trash cans are gone. The fold up ones where like the top comes down. Yes. Oh, that's janky. Yep, it's yeah. bad. All right. Hello, Jay. Hey, tell Mike, Janky Mike, is that his name? Yeah. Tell myself, what's up? I don't even know him, but. Oh, what's up, Janky Mike? <laughs> um, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the call. All right, later on, you All guys. Right, Have a good night. Uh, RoostMX bringing you Eric Pernard, by the way. RoostMX.net. Please check him out for your graphics. Anything else you need? Commercial break. Joey Savacci coming up. 1 1 at Hangtown. Uno, uno. Fantastic, Rod. Incredible. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be back. Myself, Kiefer, Travis, and Janky Mike. Please stick around. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey, guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 
22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally, you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, 
Um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting traction handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8-pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed Dyno 
proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pope listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's, unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. W USA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. 
WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungy, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Pulp MX Show. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, 
Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Actually, I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's all right. I like the Chili Peppers back in 95 when they were under the bridge. Hoop Nation. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, uh, do you need some tires for your bike? Yes. Michelin Starcross 5. Brand new tire pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. No matter the conditions or terrain, four versions, hard, medium, soft sand. Michelin Starcross 5 contained a completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning <laughs> Tread design, durable yet flexible sidewall, and a more pliable bead, Kiefer. What's the more pliable bead for? I'm sorry, I'm talking to your wife. I'm not listening to you. Easier mounting. There you go. Easier mounting, always a good feature. 
MichelinMotorcycle.com. They can be purchased anywhere. Michelin Motorcycle Tires are sold. Kiefer helped develop this thing. Yes. And it's been working well. We have, we have a promotion to announce next week. Yes. A very exciting promotion. If you buy a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires, you get... We'll leave that for next week. Okay. Uh, Randy Richardson from Michelin coming up into the show next week. He's my Remember last time he came, partner tomorrow? Next, or were, you next in, week? were you here the last time he was in? Yes. Remember all the tire questions we got? It was crazy. Well, that's he, one of the key ingredients. People loved it. People loved to hear from, from Randy. RR, our buddy RR. 702-586-7570, Tom. Uh, give us a call. Uh, we've got Joey Savacci is postponed till after 8. Oh. Joey is on after 8. But what we are going to do... If you want a pair of tickets to Nitro Circus, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. If you want a set of gear alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, uh, go to pulpamexshow.com. Follow the rules there. Answer the trivia questions. And we've given away two pairs of tickets to Glen Helen. Uh, if you want one pair of tickets to Glen Helen, courtesy of the folks at Hot Cams and Pivot Works, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. We'll randomly pick a winner for Glen Helen, uh, courtesy of Hot Cams and, um, and um, uh, Pivot Works. The other winner... The fourth caller right now, fourth caller, Travis, wins a, a pair of tickets to Glen Helen, courtesy of the folks at Pivot Works. Fourth caller, Travis, get their email and uh, their address and all that, uh, courtesy of Hot Cams and Pivot Works, and we thank uh, those guys for coming on. Uh, let's go to emails, Race Tech. Kiefer, if you had a set of air forks on your production motorcycle, yes. would you call Race Tech, and uh, if you had a set of the show attack forks, would you call Race Tech to uh, get them changed from air to coil? First thing I'd do. First thing you would do. First thing I'd do. Okay. I wouldn't even put a pipe on. I would take the air out of that son of a bitch. And put one of these in. guys from the show, uh, show or KYB are going to beat the shit out of you with a fork tube one time because they really like their air forks. I'm sorry. And they are going to find you and beat you down. I see them all the time. And do they say things to you? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Race Tech. Racetech.com. They'll take your show attack forks and uh, turn them into air forks, or spring forks, I should say. Turn your air to spring. They've also got uh, quality precision engine services over there at Racetech.com. Please check them out on at Racetech uh, su- Suspension. Racetech S-U-S-P on Twitter and Instagram. Am I, is that right? Susp. Susp? Yeah. That's right, right? Yeah. Yes, so check them out. Uh, they got some photos of what they, their dynos and their flow benches and everything else. 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. And if you want us to sp- uh, code it at Racetech, Pulpmex16 is your code. Please check them out. Um, get your suspension oil changed. I mean, Jesus Christ. How many people probably don't even... What's the hour mark do you think they should get a change done? Well, okay. I think if you get a new bike, you should ride it... 10 hours. No. Two to three hours. And get it changed then? Yes. The oh, stock wow. oil is, is garbage. Okay. It's full of aluminum particles also. It's full of crap from, from you know. From I thought it was like eight to ten. But. No, no. Two to three. Get it changed. Um, if you are heavier, faster, get it revalved for your weight. Uh, check your sag. Sag's you don't need race tech. Right. You, check your sag, people. Don't use race tech. You don't know how many pros don't even check the sag. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, but you hey, listen. Go on... Go on Racetech.com. They've got a whole suspension Bible to help you set your bike up and everything else. Do we have our winner? We have our winner, everybody. Stop calling. Four, uh, <laughs> fourth, fourth ticket for pair of tickets to Glen Helen. Um, get your oil changed. Get your revalve. Get the right spring rate. Yes. Check your sag, which is free. Sag's important. That sag's the first you, thing you should do. If you love your suspension, it will love you back. Right. Okay? All right. Here's the best emails of the week. Even Janky Chris gets his suspension done at Racetech. Uh, Chris said this and love the show. Uh, in regards to the fellow that emailed all the sponsors, he doesn't have balls. He's a coward. It doesn't take balls to email and try to interfere with someone's livelihood. If someone doesn't like your show, they can turn it off. 
When you complain about free content, it shows how much of a pussy you are. I personally think it's hilarious. Love the show. Keep them coming. I agree, Chris. That guy's not happy. I emailed him back, and he emailed me back. Oh, you did? Yep. Yep. He wants uh, more info and in, more sponsor contact info. What? So he can, he can keep complaining. He feels that we are influential to 16 to 24-year-old men. Okay. And therefore, they're picking up bad ideas from the show. I, th- I don't think they're bad. I think they're great ideas, and they're not ideas. They're facts. Is, this guy is not, not happy factual, with us. Pete. The good thing is all of our guys, all of our guys that sponsor us and help us and, and support the show, they all got the guys' emails, and they most of them uh, wrote me back and want to know what it was about, or some of them were laughing or, or whatever. So uh, people were um, very Just uh, turn it off, helpful. man. Yes, turn it off, bro. Don't listen. We're fine. All right. Mike sent this in. Let's keep beating a dead horse, but one thing about the chase that isn't being talked about is the fact these riders are entertainers. They get paid to win, represent their sponsors, and put fans in stands and viewers in front of TV. I don't get why people are saying it sucks for the riders when they are there to entertain, just like pro athletes. I agree. Stop feeling sorry for them. I don't think Dungeons and Reeds feel bad for us at our regular jobs when we have to make some sort of adjustment to keep up with the economy or certain dynamics of business needs. It's our job. is what we do. Paid to do. Beating a dead horse. Chase. Hashtags are stupid. Rock on Mathis. I agree, Mike. We need to be entertaining. We need to keep people entertained. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in now. And uh, the chase and, and maybe a couple of main events and the Joker lane, all that kind of shit will be entertaining. And uh, the sport of Supercross badly needs a facelift. Lucky for me, though, some of the folks at Feld sort of agree with me about yeah. a facelift, about things needed to change. Right. So when are we, some, are we some, get an announcement of that uh, anytime soon? Not that I know. No, not that I know of. Um, there's... Um, New people in charge at the very top of Feld, and I, I've been told things are going to change. So, Also, um, they, they mentioned the, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series a couple times near the end of the year. That used to be forbidden. Right. Summer series, remember? Yeah. Or nothing at all. Like I remember one year at Ralph in Vegas, Vegas Supercross was like, well, Jeff, what are these guys going to do all summer when we see them next to the Monster Cup? Like, really? Are you serious? What, he's like, ah. Uh... fucking assholes. <laughs> they race a 12-race series. They'll be in Southern California in two weeks. Right. Let's all help each other out. Help super motocross. Motocross helps supercross, and let's grow this thing together. No, we can't do that. Fucking jerk-offs. Anyways, new bosses, new attitude, I've been told. Good. So, uh, okay. Justin sent this in. These guys are that come hauling and complaining about using nicknames are ridiculous. Listen to the show, and you'll figure out pretty quick. Or it's really bothering you that bad, take 10 seconds and Google it. I just Googled J-Bone Motocross. And the first thing that came up is Jeremy Albrecht. The effort these clowns spent reaching out to you to complain, they could put that time into answering their own questions. Ah, I get it. I, I don't totally agree with that. We do. Um, you maybe use a, assume that you, you people know something. Um, wait, that's for JT later. Write down in your stupid notes there that uh, to ask JT about the jerseys. Just say JT jerseys. Okay, Chris said, uh, Kiefer, this one's for you. Let me, ask, let, let me get your opinion on this. Chris said, Steve, love the show. When it's not on, my commute sucks. Steve, could you elaborate on what the difference is between what is a racing incident and what is dirty? Seems to me the guy on the ground says that rider causing his fall was dirty, and the guy still racing says it's a racing incident. Do you have any guidance on this? What do you think, Kiefer? What's dirty and what's just a, a racing incident? Let me hear what you have to say. Well, one thing that's dirty is cross-jumping. That's 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 dirty, no matter when. You can't cross jump when you know someone's next to you. That's dirty. A racing incident is a guy taking a middle to high line and you taking the inside line and cutting his line off and he crashes. That's a racing incident. Like that's racing. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, we're on dirt bikes. We're not we're not in cars when they actually take someone out and it's more serious and they spin out and they're totally done. You know, and in, in, in motocross you have time to get your ass back up and get back in the game. So 
you can't do anything to endanger someone's life. Like you know, life. It's mm-hmm. no cross jumping. Okay, let me ask you this. Don't come in and T bone like you know. For me, back in the day when Alessi came in to t- tickle, that was gnar- That was yeah. really bad. So, uh, Anderson on Brayton in St. Louis. <sighs> I have to go with Brayton. I have to say that was that was dirty, and that that move was dirty. And the fact that he's done things like that in the past. Uh, that P- Pike and Stew in St. Louis. <sighs> to me, that had that. Uh, that's that, a racing incident. Thing. That's a racing incident with a little bit of Pike with his head up his ass for me. Okay. Um, also, to to me, a, a dirty ride. Uh, freeze on Pike at A one. Freeze's front end, not even pointed to the exit of the turn. Yep. So dirty to me. Yes. If you can't make the turn, yep, that's if you dirty. can't make the obstacle right. because you're so intent on making the taking the dude out, right. that's dirty. On the flip side of that, Just, yep. Freeze and God, who was it? Uh, at uh, New York, when he came in and and on the oh, inside, uh, um, Bloss. Yeah, Bloss. Racing. That racing incident. Yeah. I don't think that was dirty. Nick Way on Al, uh, Clayson. Dirty. Dirty. But that's necessary, <laughs> and that. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. It's the last term. Dirty, but understandable. Okay. You know what? It is funny. There are two sides to every story for sure. Uh, Scotter sent this in. Hey, Steve. I know you have talked about this subject before, but what the hell is going on with Justin Barsha the last three years? The consistent digression that continues with him is one of the strange things I have seen in the sport because it would appear he is trying he is trying his balls off to go faster. Is Justin leading on a persona that he isn't or isn't the talent that just literally leaving him more and more every year? That he is that he isn't or is it or is his talent just literally leaving him more and more every year? I'd be curious to hear JT's waffle free opinion on this is all. Thanks for the content, Skyler. Barsha. Well, Barsha, yeah. yeah. Well Barsha waffle, won't do waffle, waffle. Barsha only does the other radio show, he said. He won't talk to me right now. Barsha will not talk to me. It's awesome. It's hilarious. I have no idea what I did. He won't even talk to you at the races? No, no. He's got nothing to say to me. He does not like me. I don't even know what I did. You know, like Marty Davalos, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I've mother- I don't remember you saying anything about Barsha anyway. I've motherfucked Marty. Right. So I understand if he wants to light me on fire. Right. Same with Porcel. I get it. Barsha, I have no idea. Yeah, I never heard you say uh, shit about it. I mean, he's, he rolled like crap at Supercross. I wrote that. Right. I mean, no one would think that he set the world on fire. So anyways, um, it is interesting. He's highly paid. He's one of the top five, probably highest paid riders in the sport. Wow. And good good on him. So he hasn't delivered on what he's being paid. And I don't know. It's been a long time. Last summer, he caught fire, started winning, challenging Dungey. That was awesome. Can he do it again? I don't know. Yeah. Is he more of an outdoor guy? I don't think so. I felt like in two, he's a two-time 250 champion. Remember that year he beat RV a couple times on a Honda? Yeah. Like, he looked like he could ride Supercross like no other. Right. Is he turning into a an outdoor guy? I think just he lets it, when, the way his style is, loose and fast and a little bit free, I think that fits outdoor better than Supercross when Supercross has to be more timing controlled and you can't be scrubbing the shit out of everything. Do you subscribe to, like, Villeman's theory on him that he doesn't know how to ride a 450 properly? Do you is that something that you've ever thought of? Yeah, no. I listen to him when he rides, and it's he, he still revs his bike out a lot. And then you listen to I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this to the extreme. You look, you look at Stu, even though he crashes a shit ton, he rides a gear high and smooth. So it's it's tough to say. You know, Stu's riding it the right way, but yet he always crashes. Barsha's not crashing as much and revs the shit out of his bike. Right. right. So and and to me, 
that's what the team comes in. You know, how, how does your rider ride? The team going to build your motor around how you ride. That's why I feel well, it should be. They've done everything with this bike. They, they ran stock, stock motor for a few rounds. Uh, cams, everything, you know, because Yamaha's pretty fast, yep. stock. Um, they've done that, and then they noticed, like, his starts weren't there, so they started bumping up compressions, bumping up power. I think the JGR guys have been all over the map with his motor settings and trying to fi- make him happy, you know? So, yeah, I don't, it's, a it, curi- it, it, it's a curious case. Is he on his last year or the next year's last year? No, next year's last year. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see. Hmm. So. He's on that case of I'm comfortable right now. I, I've got another year. I don't, think th- I don't think so, man. I don't know. I just don't think it bothers, as a rider... If it was me, I know I have another year. I wouldn't be so hard on myself this year if I was sucking it up, knowing that I have another year to re- redeem myself. Okay. Because just know. like we always say, you're only as good as your last race. So if I suck it up, let's say, let's say Barsha sucks it up all year and goes and wins the last two races of the year. He's going to get new contract for sure just because it's oh he's going he's gonna to oh, kill it next at year. At the end of next year, you're yes. talking, right. Yeah. I don't know. It's curious for sure. We saw him last year just flip the switch in the mud and become a different rider. So maybe he'll do it this year. Right. All right. Let's get to our let's get to our next guest here on the show. Uh, Joey Savacci is going to be on later after this gentleman here. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Chad Reed uses Vortex. Yoshimura Suzuki. Uh, when they're at the races, they use Vortex uh, sprockets. Uh, Babbitt's Kawasaki uses sprockets one, two, three in arena cars this year. Uh, besides the sprockets, V3 MX Supercross uh, motocross bar, twenty nine percent stronger than competition. Uh, great sprockets. Lots of uh, fittings. Lots of colors. Everything else. They got racing chains as well. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com if you want a deal on Vortex Racing. VortexRacing.com. They've been with us for a while, and they're pleased and proud to bring you our, our next guest, BTO Sports KTM rider, Davey Millsaps. What's up, Saps? How are you? Good. How are you guys? Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, no worries. How did you, how did you introduce me? KTM Canada, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah. Well, BTO is a huge part of this show, but you are the Thor Parts Canada. No, is it Thor? Thor's in the title? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. got to wear Thor. Thor. Thor KTM. I never thought yes. you got to wear Thor. Um, yeah. Okay. You all right with that? No, Jesus I, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of Millsaps and Thor and all that. Yeah, okay. Um, first yeah. up, hey. What and, a, hey, and I think I think Barsha's signed through 18, by the way. Through 18? Oh, yeah. So that improves my theory even more. Right. Dude, what? He's yeah. kind of like, on a Honda, he beat RV a few times. I, I wrote like that he would challenge RV for the Supercross title a few years back and I don't know what's going on with him right now like you've been on that team and those bikes a little bit like what's happening how do you, how does he flip a switch last year and start beating Dunge and then you he'll know, come around you'll come around don't be so hard on him okay all right well you, you probably know him better than I do and you know that situation <laughs> no you know what I mean like yeah dude you saw him at the end of Supercross he was terrible <clears throat> you know like Going, going through the motions, waiting for outdoors. Okay. All right. Because yeah. he, the 800, he had nothing for the 800 at a Supercross round. And I'm like going, oh, my God. Not, no offense against Mike. But, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, really, Barsha? Like, you can't do anything with, with Mike Alessi right now? Oh. And he couldn't. I feel like guys on your level, Davey, and Barsha's level, you guys can get hurt and sit out a while. But when you come back, you're like... <laughs> You can get back into a good pace. Maybe you can't get all the way back to where you were before you got hurt, but Jesus Christ, you can beat Michael Essie, you know? <laughs> Man, you're brutal. Dude, no, just... I, you got to admit, Mike, 
Mike rode good this year. Mike rode well. Yeah. I, th- I thought Freeze was going to beat him, and he handled Freeze. So I'm, yeah. I'm impressed with Mike. But you, know, but if I'm if Barsha and Mike race Supercross, drop the gate and have a five lap race, I'm taking Barsha eight times out of right. ten. Just because of the name, of course. You know, I'm taking right. Davy Millsaps eight times out of ten on a on a Supercross track right. against Mike. I'm sorry, I am. Let's talk about Davy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about. Davey. <laughs> okay. So. You you had a good Supercross season going until you got hurt, and then it all yeah. went to hell. Um, di- okay, did you ever think about riding U.S. outdoors? Or I know your deal wasn't for that, but was that on the table at all for you? Yeah. Yes. Um. Yes and no. It. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that if it if it you know panned out to where I could, then I would. Okay. But it didn't. So uh, you know, this this deal came about, and <clears throat> and it was kind of. This whole, you know, Canadian deal was contingent on if I was able to or not. And if I was able to race here, then uh, that's where I was going to race. Okay. So, um, you know, once once I knew that I wasn't racing here, um, you know, obviously I, I signed to go up there. You know, for, for you know, for multiple reasons. And, and one of them being that, you know, I'm, I've had a lot of summers off. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot since uh, 2006. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I just – I. I want to, you know, it's a good way to stay in shape and uh, and to keep racing, mm-hmm. and to keep doing something and get more development development on the bike and and, uh, and and just ride it more, race it more. So they came so, to you though. The Canadian dudes came to you, or did you say, "Hey, yeah. what about Canada?" You you didn't really no. think, of, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't it would, no, I, I got a phone call one day, and then it was just, "Hey, would you be interested in doing the Canadian national?" And you and laughed, said, and yeah. you said, "You said who is this Forrest? You thought it was Forrest playing a joke on you?" <laughs> No, 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 no. But I said, yeah. Okay. I said, yeah, I'd be interested. Uh-huh. So that's how it came about. I think it's really cool. I think it's interesting. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a series. Uh, Alessi, Freeze, Metcalf, Gurky, Cole Thompson's in 250s, you're up in 450s. Fasciati. Uh, Fasciati. and Benoit. Medaglia. Yep. And Medaglia. Like, this is for reals. Get your tickets. Like, this is going to be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. So, so you're like, okay, cool. So they make a deal that must work out money wise for you and make you happy, and they give you. You're going to have your same bike, I understand. Same, same deal. Yeah, same bike. Um, nothing. Only thing that's changed is, uh, you know, graphics and and bars. Yeah. And tires, but that's it. Oh yeah. Okay. So Dunlops and yes, and uh, whatever bar company they run. Renthal. Renthal's. Um. How's it been going? How's the prep going? How do you feel on outdoors? It's been a while. I mean, we saw you at Glen Helen USGP, but that almost didn't count. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you can't you can't do that one to me. That <laughs> no, was, I'm that just, was a rough one. No, I know. No, That's no, what no, I'm not saying. You, like, not you in general. I'm saying they threw you know they, right. they threw me in with the shark. Right, right. <laughs> one week of training. I know. That's so, what I mean. Like it uh, didn't even count. So. <clears throat> no, but no, I feel I, I actually feel. Really good. I mean, I have, I probably haven't felt this good or strong on an outdoor track since 2006. So mm-hmm. I definitely, I'm definitely excited for it. It's something, you know, something different. Yeah. So, I mean, it's different for me racing outdoors anyway. So yeah, yeah, no, geez, nobody's really Canadian or motor or I know. <laughs> America. Have you, have you so. been watching videos of the tracks at all? Did they get you some DVDs? Yeah, I've watched, I've watched some of them. Um, I haven't watched them all. I haven't made I haven't made uh, made it to Nanaimo yet. 
I'm just kind of I'm, <laughs> I'm wanting to leave it as a surprise. Okay. Because everybody's <laughs> told everyone's you about told it, right? Me. Yeah, everyone's yeah, told everyone's you. Everyone's told me about it. Right. Let me just tell so, you something about Nanaimo. Yeah, he no, raced. I don't want. I don't want to hear. Kiefer raced it last year. It, you're not gonna. It's not gonna as bad as everybody thinks it's gonna be. You're used to this. You're used to Elsinore. You'll be fine. Yeah, unless it rains, right? Yeah, well, that's true. Um. Yeah, and a couple sand tracks, two or three sand tracks, one deep, deep sand. So you and I, yeah, I, go for dunes. Yeah, I remember you being decent in the sand. I don't remember ever saying, "Oh, you know, Davey can't ride sand." You're from Florida, you know. So I told him to Southwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good there. Um, hey, there's this, there's this um, cheesy brand that I really like up in Canada. Can you bring me down some bags? There's, they're only available in Canada. I need you to go to like a Seven Eleven or a Max. They call them in Canada. Can you get me some bags. And bags of what? <laughs> yeah, these, exactly. These cheesies, bro. <laughs> it's these Hawkins mm-hmm. cheesies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be the first one I think of when I'm over there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you're going to run into some Mathis fans up there, bro. Be ready. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure. That's... I'm sure. I actually, I actually uh, I have to do an interview, I think, on Wednesday with They Claim You of Canada. Oh, okay. All so, right. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not as big of a dick as me, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote him. I said, ah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I, I hear you. Uh, say, so do you, do you know JSR? Did you know him much? Do you, do you, I mean, he's running the team. I don't know. I don't know. No, I wasn't. I'm sorry. I was oh. on a Dane. Okay. Um, yes, actually he used to come and <clears throat> stay at GPF. Okay. And yep. uh, he would ride at MCF, uh, you know, sometimes. So, yeah, I've known him for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, not like we do now. Mm-hmm. You know, not like working with him or anything like that, just as him as a rider. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so it was a little bit easier for me, you know, you know, being that I knew him yeah. already. Yeah. Yeah, so, for people who don't know, he runs KTM Canada team, the great JSR, yeah. the second best Canadian rider of all time, Millsaps. Who was the first? Ross Rollerball Peterson. Hmm. Yeah. Before your time. Gotcha. Uh, if you've got a question for Millsaps, give us a call. 702-586-7857. Thor KTM Canada. Davey Millsaps. That sounds weird. Uh, give us a call. Uh, we have him on the line. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Vortexracing.com. Yeah, he wrote me. He wrote me to make sure I said the name correctly. So, Oh, did, hey, oh, did yeah, he? Yeah, he wrote me and make sure I got it. So uh, the name of it is um, KTM Thor Racing Team. Okay. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Um, what yep. do you think about your competition? Uh, Gurky's got the number one plate. Medi was yep. fast as, as crap. Fasciati's the best Canadian guy. Uh, what do you know about him? And of course, Mike. You and Mike go back a little ways. Um, what uh, say, that? That's actually kind of funny because his dad actually posted a photo of us last week. I think it was. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it's already starting all over again. <laughs> already. I'm like, uh, no. And, uh, you know, obviously, LSD and I go way back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Back to, you know, 50 days. So, uh, uh, you know, but as far as everyone else goes, I mean, it's it's just it's just like racing here, you know. It's, right. You know, they're, they're fast up there, you know, and, and they know those tracks. So yeah, that, you know, I'm just gonna have. That's the only thing that you know. Obviously, they have the advantage is they know all the tracks. Yeah. Everyone that is I'm racing against has you know raced on those tracks. But you know, at the end of the day, there's only one fast line around a track. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, 
I mean, you just got to find it. Yeah, jump in, I, jump in behind yeah. those jerkies in practice or something, you know? Yeah, or just go as fast as I can for as long as I can. <laughs> That's a good one, too. That's not a, <laughs> yeah. not a bad strategy. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, seriously, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I, I'm going to try to make it up to a round or two, um, you know, even missing some U.S. ones if I can to go watch this. I think it's going to be great. Um, it's exciting for the Canadian fans to have guys like yourself and Metcalf and Gerke and Michael Essie up there. Like, it really is. It's awesome for those guys. No, so. I, I, think it'll be, I think it'll be a good season. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, racing everyone. It's, it's uh, like I said, it's just been a long time since I've raced an outdoor race. Mm-hmm. So, uh you know, competition or not, you know, no matter who's up there, it's, uh, it's, I'm just trying to make the best of it and, and, uh, and do the best I can really. The, uh, my buddy there, uh, Brett Lee, he runs Walton and you called it an exhibition race in your trans world interview. And he, <laughs> it's technically something it, like that. I mean, for us, I know, I know it's not part of the national series. It's, but you have to no. do it. You, you, you are contracted so to race what? it. Yeah. It's an exhibition. <laughs> He's gonna hate me. I'm gonna get a text right now. Um, it's it, it, the CMRC are being dicks, and they kick two tracks out of their series because they're dickheads. And um, but one of the tracks and is I heard Wal- Walton's one of the best. It is. It is, and, and it's a terrific event. And they're running a one-off race. Good purse money. A different format than two motos, and it's gonna kill it. And um, you, I guess so. Yeah, you you're contracted to do that round too at, at Walton, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not two motos. No, it's some sort of format. I don't know, some sort of super pro class. It's super pole. No, it's like a. They're going to combine the class. I don't know. It's something different. So, uh, anyways, yeah, but I'm contracted to do it. Yep. As a, you know, so so. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Should be fun. Um, it's uh, it's looking forward to um, to seeing you up there. I think it's gonna be awesome. Uh, what are your thoughts on Hangtown? What do you think? Um, Roxon, Roxon winning wasn't a surprise, but he. Fuck, no. The way he did was, I think. The way he did? Yeah, like just taking off from Dunge a little bit. I mean, it's not like not like last year. No, I know. Well, he had a hurt back at the opening round last no, year. No, 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 no. Oh. As far as the win, you know, oh. with Tomac. Oh, Tomac, year, yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was. You know? It was. <clears throat> I think I think Kenny paced. I think he got out and, and you know, just, just paced him every lap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when Dungey stepped up, I think Kenny answered. But but you know they were going back and forth the whole race as far as you know faster lap times yeah uh, between the two of them but the track just the track did not look like Hangtown I think it was due to the fact that they were expecting rain so they yeah. didn't till it yeah and uh, I think that hard base and and you know not so rough and it being cool you know I, I think it uh, allowed for a lot of riders to do maybe a lot better than they expected. Yeah, we kind of we kind of talked about it a little bit. Sorry to interrupt you. That's uh, what I normally do a lot. No, you're good. Um, a lot of guys like yeah. You can't make a lot of judgments. Obviously, on these janky shows that we do, we make a lot of judgments and wild claims. But it really it doesn't start yet. The series doesn't start yet. Kiefer was talking about that earlier. Like, it, careful to make too many judgments on uh, on Hangtown, right? No, that you you can't. You know, it's. Obviously, you know who the front runners are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they always come out swinging at Hangtown, but you know as the races go on, people you know start creeping up and mm-hmm. and they become front runners. So, I mean, if you watch the two PDF class, them dudes were going after it. Yeah. So, you know that that's going to be the fun one to watch. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of mix up there for sure. But for the four fifty class, I mean, it's it's going to be pretty much who it is, and and. Yeah. 
it's going to be a battle. All I think it's going to be a battle all the way to the end. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park for anyone. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Yeah, and I think J Mart's going to. I think after he fell in the second moto, he's kind of like, ah, it wasn't. He didn't didn't do much after he got up. But don't worry, like it's he knows what to do. Like it, don't if everybody thinks his like brother was impressive, dude. Right? Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, the big Al was impressive. Wow, I thought he was going to win. Yeah. Babe. I honestly thought he was going to. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, hey, let me ask you quickly. I don't want to – you can say no comment or you can say whatever, but what's going on with Stu? What's going on with <laughs> Stu, dude? What, what, honest, how, would I, how would I know? I don't know, but, like, why can't we just get two motos out of him? Like, I just thought – like, we were all talking before the race. Hey, James, he's not quite in shape. Go out there. Go, like, 10-10. Get two 30-minute plus two motos under your belt. Build from there. Instead, he, instead he flies off a berm and, and dislocates his shoulder. Did, they're saying that he hit the tree. Did he hit the tree? I don't think he hit I the tree. I saw the GoPro of him crashing, and he didn't – this looked like he just cartwheeled and landed straight on his back or his yeah. head. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, but I heard he got landed on. Did he get landed on? By his bike. His own bike. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it wasn't anyone else. No, 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 it wasn't yeah. anybody else. Well, I'm okay. curious. Have you ever done the GoPro deal? I think you did with with Cowie. Did you have a GoPro deal? I still do. Yeah, okay. he does it during the year. Okay. Yeah. Well, do don't they ask you like, hey, can we not? Can we do? You, is it okay if we put out this massive crash where you fly off a berm? Don't they ask no. you guys? I mean, not really. It's it's oh. their, it's technically you know their property. Okay, I'm surprised so. they put that out there. Just for James and everything else. I mean, why, well, what's the big deal? It crashed. All of outdoors, so technically it's filming, so the outdoors owns it. If I'm if I'm Stu, I'm pissed that that video's out. It why? Because do, it doesn't look very good. You just go straight off a berm and you cartwheel. Hey, yeah, we've but, all done it. Yeah, but you can't see what the bike's doing. You only can see his head and what he's I know, looking at. But I'm just know. saying, like, do you have to really put that out there, guys? I don't really need and to be. Honestly, like, okay. honestly, I'm going to say, like, you know, the little laps that they had showed him. In the beginning, you know, he wasn't – he was he was riding. I think that he was riding to make the motos yes. the first race. I honestly yeah. think he was. And I think it just happened to be a freak accident to where whatever happened, happened. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he was going berserk, going nuts, no. and doing anything crazy. It just it just happened to go down the way it did. And, and I honestly don't think that, you know, he was riding over his head at, at all. I think he was riding to finish because mm-hmm. he wants to make – he wanted to make them all. Yeah. Right. I mean, so. you, you've probably been in that spot, too. You've had some injuries. Nothing like, you know, as major as Stu and, and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, there's got to be do time. Mean? What do you mean, not it's, as major as Stu? <laughs> well, like, well, I don't feel like you so, have. So it's losing, back. Losing an internal organ. Well, that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Here's my point, though, I guess. Have you ever <laughs> have you ever gone out there and been like, look, I'm not 100%. I need to just put two motos in, right? I mean, that's a, that's a mindset. That you Every have. time I rode outdoors. <laughs> no, come on. There was one time when you were really fast outdoors. I think it was like oh two, but you were really quick. Oh six. Yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, oh six. Yeah, I got. I think I got second or third in the yeah. no six. Right. Yeah, you were third. Good. Um, third, is it something yeah. that when you're sitting at home watching these races last week, are you bummed out that you're not there? Or are you pretty happy about your current? You know, I know you're stoked about going to Canada, but like. He's are not, you kinda, he's are not you, stoked about going to Canada. Are you kind of bummed that you're not there watching, you know, you're watching at home? Yes and no. Um, you know, obviously with, with getting hurt and not having a lot of time under my belt leading up to Vegas and not riding but one day of outdoors before Vegas, it would have been pretty tough, mm-hmm. you know, to 
to really be ready for Hangtown. But I mean, I would have done it. I, it would have been nice to race over here. I would have done Hangtown, and I would have, you know, somewhat of, you know, used the motos as as building and and trying to race myself back into shape and you know go back during the week and and uh, and keep riding just so I can get better and get better as the weekends go on and that's the goal. Well that's what Stu you needed know, that, to do. That, that's what Stu needed to do. Yeah, that right. would be the goal this year. You right. know, and, and use it as as building for two thousand and seventeen, which is what I'm using Canada for. I'm using it to, to build and and stay strong for uh <clears throat> you know, for the off season. Mm-hmm. Right, do you have anything in lined up for next year? Are you? Yeah, he's back on the team. Yeah. He's not back oh, good. on BTM Yeah, I'm back on the team. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, let's be honest. If you win in Canada, you're going to make a shit ton of money, right? Is that why you're doing it? No. You're not going to make a shit ton of money if you win? No. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not doing it. Trust me. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm oh, doing I... it because okay. I honestly, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to race whether it be here or there, and I want to, you know, I, I need to stay in shape. I need to stay active. I need to you know, do something and taking the whole summer off again. It, it's so hard to do that and come back uh, and expect to be strong for Supercross. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. Are you, are so, you, there goes that theory of mine. Yeah. <laughs> that you were just doing it for the money. No, I mean, yes, it's, it, I mean, it's not, it's not terrible, right, but it, right. it's not like it is over here for sure. You yeah, know? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, uh, Kiefer, we wish we would have had a GoPro when Davies, with Locker in his Cowie rig, the Locker in the Cowie rig. <laughs> Too bad we didn't have a GoPro with that. <laughs> okay, okay, Brian Swink. <laughs> oh, stop it, stop it. I'm not going that far. God. Are you flying back and forth? Are you yeah, bringing the yeah. family? He's doing everything. Yeah. Did you get a mechanic? Every weekend, back Who, and forth. Who's your mechanic? Uh, Paul. Paul. Another Canadian, Paul Delorey. Yeah, nice. Delorey? Delorey, yeah. He's that's back. Awesome. That's cool. He's back. Oh, dude, I had no idea. That's a good dude, right? Uh, there. No, that's a good dude and a great mechanic, and um, yeah, you did well with that. I mean, the only guy better would have been maybe me. You know, but I don't have my my number's not fifteen, so you're not going to come back out of retirement. <laughs> you're one. Hey, are you going to be one eighteen? I assume you're one eighteen. I'll be one eighteen. Oh, it's back one eighteen. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Where's the neck donut? Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I wish that'd be kind of funny, but. I don't. I don't want to drill holes in my helmet anymore. <laughs> one. One of the things uh, I have here for you, questions for you, is, and I'm, I'm assuming you answered a little bit about staying sharp in the off season. And one of the reasons you're going to Canada is, you know, stay sharp and be ready for Supercross. We never really see you. And we had Eric Pernard on earlier. Um, we never really see you with these off season stuff. Is it always because you hurt, or do you turn these things down? How come you don't do too many <laughs> off season soupies? I think. I think I burned that bridge a long time ago. Why? Um, what do you mean? <laughs> Well, I would commit to them, and then I would back out last minute. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. So, and then the one I went to, um, I went to Switzerland in 2011. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And before I even flew out, you know, I I called him and I told him I said, look, I don't know what's going on with my back right now, but I can't even move. I can't ride over here. Right. I can't ride. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on, but I would rather stay here and try to figure it out you mm-hmm. know I'll, I'll, they paid me half of i think they they paid me half of of what we had talked about yep. so i'm like i'll give you your half back yeah and be done and they're like no 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 you know you already committed we need you over here i'm like okay so i went over there and i did practice and i did the heat race and that was it i know more your back was I, jacked I couldn't do anymore yeah, yeah yeah you know but since i did the heat race they had to pay me the rest 
And uh, oh, they were not happy. <laughs> they were not happy. <laughs> right. But I told them before yeah, I went yeah, over yeah. there. You know, yeah. it's like I, I can't I can't even ride over here. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm actually planning on doing two um, this year. I'll be I'll be doing two as of right now. Okay. So yeah, so, you're gonna try to do that a little bit then. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Just gotta do something. All right. Question for you before we let you go, Davy Millsaps of the uh, KTM Thor team, uh, Canadian KTM team here, uh, helping out JSR, the mighty JSR, helping out Millsaps. Uh, Sully, what's up, man? What's your question for Davy Millsaps? Hey, Davy. First, I apologize. You've probably heard this a thousand times, but what or when is the most you've ever been scared of your mother? Like, what was the story <laughs> behind the time you were just? Freaking out, scared of what? Your mom, your mother, <laughs> mom. <laughs> a certain other radio show tells these stories that are pretty funny, and so I was wondering. The DMXS uh, guys the most, that tell these stories, or the, what? The most scared I've been. Of my mom. <laughs> Goodness gracious, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. I mean. I don't know whether she was holding the BB gun or throwing pit boards at us while we were riding. I mean. A, um, a BB, a BB gun? Awesome. Jesus! <laughs> oh yeah, we, yeah, that was that was the fun thing back then to get shot by BB gun. Oh, um, good times! Wow, that might actually be a felony. It was, it was kind of funny, you know. <laughs> we we were running around laughing. Yeah, but um, it was it was good stuff. But as far as like being like scared, scared, I hit her one time, and the look on her face was like she wanted to kill me. Uh-huh. And I didn't hit her like physically, like I mean, I, I didn't punch her. No. Yeah. But. She was on the landing of a jump, and I couldn't see her. And and I hit her with my axle bolt. Oh. And oh, Jesus. hit her in the hip. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. And no, she didn't break it. Didn't break it. But the look on her face, <laughs> I literally didn't know what to do, whether to put my bike away for the day or to stay out there. Yeah. Keep. Yeah. Keep never going back. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. It was. But there's so many Thanks, stories. Man. Good of, luck yeah, in Canada. The whole thing. Thank yeah, you, man. Thank you. Thanks. Um, we went to Carmichael's once. Red, yeah. red dog Genie, and I. Genie. Yeah, and, yeah. and well, yeah, the mom is out there. Ricky didn't do his turns. This is in '99, and Ricky didn't do his turns on that day, and she about lost it, and Ricky lost it on her. And I'm like, this is super awkward and weird. It's a you big know what? Family yeah. fight. Yeah, down. me and Red Dog yeah, are I mean, like there's, sitting there. There's, there's sometimes there's some stories that don't need to be put out there. Yeah, you know. It's so, dude. It's a different world, like that. Like Tony and Mike and you and your mom and Ricky and mom and and even Weimer. Weimer's had run-ins with his dad. RV and his dad had. Run, I mean, all of that stuff. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. nuts. Well, it's kind of like when you your buddies come over and hang out with you at the house, and then if you have kids, your kid does something really retarded, and you start just barking at him, and yeah. your friends are like, "Holy shit, man! I've never seen you checked <laughs> out like that." Yeah. You're like, "That's what your kids do to you." Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, someone in the chat room here says you're going to get smoked in Canada, Davey. Do you have a reaction to that? Yeah, everyone says that. It's all right. <laughs> no. Nah, all right, let's know. put you on the spot, Mathis. What? How many wins does Davey have? Moto wins? Yes. Mm, man. Here First of go. all, no. No. First of all, Gurky is Jesus in the sand. Okay. Like seriously, who goes faster, Jesus or Gurky? Gurky. Okay. Gurky can be. Bossiotti beat him there. Uh when? Last year? In yeah, in the sand. In Gopher? Uh huh. Second moto. I need to check my stats. Yeah, something, overall was Gurky, but something I think happened. Fasciotti something won. happened to, to to something happened to Gurky. He no, must. Gurky is is incredible in the sand. Yes. Hands down. And there's 
three of those. I know that. Yeah, there's three okay. of those. Uh, I go. I think the title will will go. Geez, I don't even know. I really don't know. Davy no. Davy was right earlier when he said these these guys know the tracks and that helps. Yeah. That yeah. absolutely helps. Um, that these guys have been racing all these tracks. Right. I give Davy three to four moto wins. I think it's pretty equal. I think Medi wins three to four. I think I think Gurky wins three to four. I wouldn't put it past the eight hundred to grab a no. couple Fasciati. For sure. So I, I honestly, sure. I, we're going to do a preview podcast uh, this week. I think myself and Gold and, and and Ryan Lockhart and dude, I don't know. I mean, the only thing is, is Gurky's got those sand tracks on lock, and there's six motos in sand tracks. Where's Gurky from? Florida. Where am I from? You're from Florida, also, Davy. Oh dang. Here's, <laughs> here's something though. I fully, I fully believe Davy has the best bike. Here's the thing. Davey has the best bike out of there. Those other guys. Oh, here we go. No, no. They're taking production bikes and they're slapping on stuff and everything else. Those KTM, the new KTMs are badass anyways. We've seen them with Dunge and all these dudes. production bike. I, mean, I know, but a... you got air forks. You got, like, your bike is set up. Oh, you're okay, fucked if you got air forks. production? There's no testing for you right now. You're very happy with your bike. All those other guys got to test. Metcalf's coming off riding a Husky. Gurky is Gurky, as it raced all year. Mike is out in left field with his testing, as we know. Plus, that team with Metcalf last year, they had a lot of issues with Metcalf. That team did. So, when I look at the bike situation of all these guys, Fasciati is dialed and Millsaps is dialed, bike-wise, setup-wise. And so. Gurky. Hey, man, all I'm going no. there for is no. do the best I can, win as much as I can, and, you know, get the championship. Like, that's, I mean, that's everyone's goal going Yeah, there. yeah. So, Regardless of how many motos wins or or not, I mean it's it's there's a lot of fast guys and the tracks are a lot different up there than they are here. Okay. From what I've been told. Yeah. So you know you give me three moto wins, I don't care. You know. Right. Yeah. Just to get the title. Me, right. Shoot, yeah, it's yeah. more moto wins than you're going to give me over here, so I'll take it. Right. Um. So, this, the guy hit me up on Twitter said Gurky went one one with twenty five and twenty second leads at Gopher. So, okay, so then what race did he get beat in the sand? Uh, that would have been Sandalee or Deschambeau. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was one sand race. Right, right. Um, I Honestly, I'm excited. I think it's going to be awesome. I, I, I'm going to go to a round or two. I got to check it out. And Davey, maybe, can you bring, bring me back those cheesies? <laughs> Possibly. Smuggle. If I win, I'll bring them back for you. How about that? And Delorier's back, too. That's, That's cool. awesome. I like that. Yeah. Deloria is solid. Him and JSR go way back, too. They're bros, so it'll work out. Yeah. Um, that's that's the, pretty much the only reason why he's on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, thank, will you run a Pulp MX sticker? Somebody wants to know, will you run a Pulp MX sticker on your helmet for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thinking about it for a second. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, awesome. Uh, I, right. I hesitated. Yeah, I know, right? All right, man. Thank you for taking the time for us. Yeah. Uh, good luck up there. Good we'll, luck, man. We'll check you in. Uh, we'll check in with you later sometime uh, and see how the series All is right. going. Thank you. No worries. All right, see you. Ya. Yeah. Davey Millsaps, everybody. Brought to you by Vortex Racing, vortexracing.com. I like Davey. I was going to say. He's good interview. Yes. I think he hates me, but I think he tolerates me to come on. Do you know what I mean? I just think he's shocked about some things you say. Like, one thing that shocks me, what you say to him, uh-huh. is like, your injuries weren't as bad. And he's probably thinking to himself, this motherfucker doesn't even know what I went through. That might have been just talking <laughs> on my ass. I may or may not have just made that up on the spot. Uh, I did want to bring out that Stu had been suspended, and so have you, Davey. Or fired or suspended <laughs> or whatever. The but thing is but people... instead, I switched the one with the GoPro in the locker. <laughs> yes. Talk. That was good. Good, good transition. Right. Thank you. Thank you. You, people forget how good Davey is because he's had well, these injuries. And here's the thing: like, 
Every time he's come off, you know, he had the Monster Cup win. Okay. Even when he was here in Vegas, he, his result on before it was muddy. Before the rain, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. he was freaking yeah. good. He was really good. So I think so, he, okay. You, you, I, for, I forgot to turn it around on you. How does he do? I say he he wins more than three motos. I say he wins four to five motos, and he finishes top three in the championship. I, I know that. Yeah, it's gonna be deep. Dude, it's, like it's I gnarly. said, those guys are. What's funny is that we everybody used to go, "Oh, you're racing Canada, you get tenth. That's that's not that good." I'm like, dude, pretty soon no. Canada's going to be like America soon. Where if you get top fifteen, that's freaking impressive. Easy on that, but yes. I mean, you got to think. There's ten dudes legitly that are fast. And I wish Thompson was in four fifties. He needs to be in four fifties. I can't believe he's riding two fifties. What a what a dumb move that is. Purse sucks. Yeah. He wins big deal. But usually you go to up there and go, I'm going to ride 450 class and I'll, and I'll be decent. Yeah. Well, now I'd rather go ride 250 than yeah. 450. Yeah. Those guys are gnarly. Um, all right, let's quickly do the BTO Sports tweet at Travis, or at least we'll do half of it before Savachi, and then we'll do Savachi interview, and then we will go to a commercial break, and then Filthy Phil. And we got to get JT on at some point. Perhaps uh, Filthy uh, Savachi moving his interview time might have F JT out of an appearance on the show tonight. Oh. We'll have to check it out. Denied. Uh, all right, let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. You got tweets of Travis. BTOSports.com, the nation's leading retailer. Anything you need for your bike or body. Millsaps used to ride a BTO Sports KTM team. Remember that? Uh, and uh, please use the code PulpMX when you call. You have to call to get a discount now. I'm not so pumped. We're working on that. But if you call, they'll give you a discount across the complete line, I believe, or most most lines. Uh, use the code. Just mention PulpMX when you call down there. Uh, please check them out. Anything you need. Bike or body. They've got it. Great shipping. International as well. Great, guys. Uh, here's a question submitted to at Pulp MX Show on Twitter, and uh, Travis, our guy over there, uh, goes through them, picks the best ones, and uh, let's do it. All right, Robbie Renner wants to know, hypothetically, which would be more impressive, uh, K-Rock going 24-0 or Savachi going 24-0? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Savachi. Savachi, yeah. yeah. That class is so unpredictable, yeah. Was that to you? I'm sorry. No, either one of us, yeah. Um. All right, Stephen K wants to know. Stewart said in an interview this year he won't be done till he wins another title. Do you think he still feels that way? I'm going to run a triathlon next week. <laughs> you can say anything. You can say anything. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter. You can say anything in this world now, and everybody just goes, "All right," like whatever. Yeah, he's coming back. What do you expect him to say? He's coming back. He'll he'll win one race. First of all, Yo Suzuki saying he's day to day with a dislocated shoulder is the biggest pile of crap I heard since since I just said I was going to run a triathlon. He's not coming to Glen Helen. No, fuck no. (laughs) Fuck no. Okay. Uh, Adam Armberger wants to know, now that one weekend is done, what are all the 250 guys you see winning a moto this year? Let's pull this up. Savachi. Shocker. (laughs) J-Mart. What about Webb? We haven't even talked about Webb. We all thought Webb was going to suck balls. Webb's wrist is obviously doing okay. He's still not going to ride during the week. But So if Webb is going to be this good, third overall, mm-hmm. Webb will win. And it's funny because... Plessinger well, will win. Amart will win one. Oh, I don't know. A moto? We, I don't need, know if that's the real Amart. we got to wait and see. That was um, damn good. wins. That was damn good. Forkner wins a moto. Okay. You're, you're a high. <laughs> Cincerillo wins. Uh, yeah. I could be blinded by my love for Adam. Since he wins and Forkner doesn't, that's your high. Okay. Who else? 
Um, Jimmy Albertson. Okay, please pee in this cup. Right here. I got a cup for you to pee. <laughs> I would say Nate, the only only other guy that could win a moto that could didn't show anything at SAC that I feel like can is RJ Hampshire. Hampshire and Jordan Smith were great. Yep. They were. Jordan was shocking, actually. Yeah, yeah. All right, next question. Um, Sean Wilson wants to know, Steve, how did you get hooked up on the live announcing, and is it something you'd like to pursue long-term? No. Um, I, I've been doing it the last couple of years. Here's the deal. I, I, um, I like watching from the announcer's towers. Uh, my access to being friends with these guys and Racer X, uh, MX Sports running the Nationals, I get up there. I'm not really supposed to be up there. While I'm up there, they've let me speak here and there. Bytus started it a while ago. Um, they like leaning on me, asking me things or whatever. I, I don't mind doing it, so whatever. I, no, I don't want to be one. But again, I would just like to point out, I announced for two motos and two, four, three practice sessions and two motos and never made one mistake. I didn't. I did not make one mistake. I may have misspoke as far as like an English language sense of speaking. You know, I did not make any mistakes. So, Irv, it ain't that fucking hard. All right. Spike. Uh, Brett Jones wants to know, Kiefer, uh, I've heard pros talk about setting their bikes up to run low in the rear. How do they do this? And do they run a higher sag number? What are the benefits? Do you like Heather to run low in the rear? And you're... No, I like it high. High in the rear, yeah. high up. Okay. High up. Right. And what are the benefits? Uh, so they're, you know, outdoors, you're, they might run a little bit more sag to get more stability. So they're, yeah, they're going to run a higher number. It's all depend on step and how the guy rides. Um, so yeah, they're going to run, you know, 105 to 108 sag, and that's just for straight line stability. And sometimes they cut the subframe a little bit to lower it. So when you hit, you come down some hills, or you hit some kickers. You're not getting bucked up in, in, in your ass from the seat. So that's basically the two biggest reasons right there for outdoors why they do that. Yeah, it's um, I feel like, Kiefer, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I feel like uh, more and more sag in the last five, six years. That's where we're going. Like, you know, more Kiefer, sag. Yeah, yeah. Like teams are adding more sag. Drop, drop that rear end more and more. Supercross, especially. Yeah, and it's really important for sag like outdoors just because the bumps are so big and you're accelerating, trying to accelerate through some braking bumps that you don't get that big first kick and wants to make you get bucked or endo. And having a lower rear end kind of helps prevent that. Yeah, also, like you got, you can run a lot of sag in the back and then you can run a uh, check valve. You have a check valve in your shock for, yep. super, for soupy whoops. Yep. It allows you to get more drop and then the shock's not going to bottom right. and you can still be okay, but you can turn like hell and then still stiff enough in the whoops. So. Yeah. And production bikes, they go back and forth, you know. Some, you know, like the Yamaha this year, they went back up in SAG for a recommendation going back to 100, which is like more old school style um, just because of the frame change. So it just depends remember, on the chassis. Remember back in the day, uh, Yamaha's like always 5, 10 millions more than another bike. It was like that? 95 millimeters. No, SAG. no, it was like 105, and other bikes were like 95. I was going back like early 90s, like SAG measurements. Yeah, but... Yamaha always seemed to work better with more sag than other production bikes on a OEM to OEM level. I don't know why. Do you remember that or no? No, I don't remember okay. that. But I do remember. I know, like, since the consumer is more front end steering, not rear end steering bias, people they're starting to change sag measurements to a little higher in the rear. Okay. All right. Next question. Uh, Patrick Delaria wants to know what in the world is going on with all these podcasts starting up. Do you listen to them? Which Bro, one, which yeah, one would you hit the panic button on? 
Which one I had the panic button on? Watson said he's got one coming out. You follow him on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Inside your rut or inside your mom's rut <laughs> or something? Inside the rut? Inside the ru- whatever rut. it is. Uh, Daniel Blair and Hobo Nick started one. Main event moto, right? Uh, Kenny Taco Bell called me. He's going to start a freestyle one. Um, so, yeah. Podcasting. Moto podcast, bro. That's where it's at. Um, I listen to sports ones. I don't have time for moto ones. Uh, I don't listen to DMXS or... I probably won't listen to any of these other ones. I just I, I do one and right, I talk so. moto and think moto all day. So, I listen to sports ones like Blue Jays, Maple Leafs, uh, Bill Simmons. I like Bill Simmons. Corolla. I listen to some Adam Corolla here and there. Good luck to all those guys. I mean, here's the thing: like, just be original. Just don't, you know, if you don't go to the races every weekend, don't try to. Like I told Kenny Taco Bell, he doesn't go to the nationals, so don't have a nationals podcast. When you're not there, and when I'm there, and I'm doing it better, per se. So, find your niche. Niche? Me? Like I did. And talk about that. Like, Kiefer does a podcast, which is never going to happen, but he hates money. I hate money. But we've talked about it. I told Kiefer, um, do testing, bike evaluations, product evaluations, and off-road guys. Because that's what, there's no off-road guys podcast out there. And there's a janky, whole bunch of janky off-road dudes that would love to listen to that. And then the testing and the bank tests and everything, that's where he's really good at. So do what you're really good at. So There is an off-road guy, Seat Time, that does. My bad, there is, yes. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So, um, so yeah, good luck to all those guys. It's the long road. I'm a, I'm a shit ton of podcast in, and I'm still getting better and trying and whatever. So That's it. That's it? Yep. It's easy. All right, the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis. At Pulp Mix Show. Word. Um, Joey Savachi coming up. Let's try him now. Call Joe. Call Joe Doug. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up, too. Uh, we got a gear alley cold call. Any ideas? Um, no, but I wanted to – we talked about it off, off air, but the Chasing the Dream thing, you were on it. They don't call you and ask you if they permission to use your stuff on the show? No. They don't? No. Um, do they have to? Should they? I don't know. I don't know. They're using your show segment, you speaking about it. You think they should at least get, hey, permission, I'm going to use you. Uh, should I sue them? I mean, I That'd be know. great. <laughs> get some money. What if, I, what if I sue Feld, own Feld, and run the Supercross series? <laughs> Nets and the Chase. <laughs> the Tim Ferry. Sharks. Sharks. <laughs> Cheesies. Uh, you know, I think it's good. I think it's, I think it's really good, good that they do it. There's, there's other podcasts and shows out there that they could pick from. All right. And they chose to pick me. I mean, the first time I heard it, Prater kind of gave me a heads up that I was gonna, I'd want to watch it. And then it was like a, they took a six-year-old clip and played it, Dungey's rookie year clip. It's yeah. like kind of like, uh, it takes some time to get well, through some of those six shows. Year, so six years ago, we were off about Ryan Dungey. I was kind of like, you know, yeah, a little drama, whatever. Yeah, but they showed the Pulp Mix app and everything. I don't know, did they do it this time? What they no, show? No, it was just a subtitle and your and you talking. So. But you could tell it was me? That it I, was you, and then they had little, you know, subtitles of you, what you were saying. So. Oh, like I didn't, wasn't speaking English? It wasn't clear? Like I was from uh, They country? just kind of used it for, you know, like a, an, an image on the screen. Were we talking shit? No. It actually, I think it was about, uh, was, I think it was about Malcolm this time, more on the Malcolm side. And was Mookie listening? No. Oh, okay. No. It was just, I think, you and JT bantering back and forth about it. About Mookie? Yeah. Or, what were we saying? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. Okay. No, I don't mind. I mean, they could. It's. I think it says something that they take this janky radio show and put it in that series. You know what I mean? Right. That they care enough about our opinions. I just didn't know if they actually got contacted you. They just, they just put it in there. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I, like I said, Prater gave me a heads up right. that it was coming out before. So, I mean, 
I think it's fun. I think it's a little bit of a, uh, uh, says something about our show. An ode. Yeah. To the show. Yeah, whatever, whatever that means. Um, what about JT jerseys? What do you want me to remind you about that? Yeah, when JT's on. Oh, okay. Hold on. God damn it. Did we get Joe? Did we get Joey? Yeah, we got Joey, but I I, I can't find my thing. Um, Your prep sheet? Yeah. All right. Never mind that. We'll skip that, let's, and let's we'll go right off to the it. cuff. Joey Savacci, welcome to the Pulp Mix Show. What's up, man? Congrats on the ride, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It was a it was a good weekend, you know. Qualified fastest. Won the first moto, pretty much going away. Second moto, you battled with Nelson a little bit, but then pulled away. Um, that had to be the, just the yeah the perfect scenario. I read your interview going into the race. You said, "Man, I just I want to get on the podium. Uh, I'd be happy with that." And you know it's a long series, and 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 you go from there. And uh, so you surpassed what you thought. Now, was was you know you had your past national experience? Was it was preseason testing training? Was it going especially well? Did you feel more confident, or did you? I mean, did you really truly think you could go one one? Uh, no. I mean, I think. If you would ask, you know, Jeremy Martin going into round one, is he going to go one one? I mean, there's so many dudes that can that can, I shouldn't say win, but that can go really fast. Right. That you know, nothing's for sure guaranteed, especially not a one one. Now, mm-hmm. win the overall, I feel like going in, you know, I had a I had a decent shot at winning the overall, but I wasn't going to you know throw it away mm-hmm. at the first round and and score you know three points in a moto instead of taking maybe only eighteen, but. Right. Um, no, I mean, we didn't really do a lot of, uh, preseason testing kind of ran what we ran last year. And then, um, I think the week of press day. So I think I rode Monday, Tuesday, and I flew out Wednesday cause press was Thursday. Mm-hmm. I think they sent me a shock, a new shock setting. And we put that on and I rode Monday, Tuesday and I was like, yeah, I like it. You liked it? Yeah. Run it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty, that was pretty much the extent of testing. Yeah, my me. my sources. I'm like my sources. I'm like, how's Joey looking preseason? Faster than Adam? Faster than Tonus? Like, where's he at? And my my pre my sources are like, dude, he's not not been around. He hasn't been here. He's been in Florida, which is a bit weird for Mitch. He likes all you guys there, but I guess you know with Jeannie Carmichael, and he knows you're working hard. He knows what you're doing. So you kind of laid low. I like that move. I was strong. Never mind the stopwatch yeah. nationals, you know? Yeah, and that's like that's another thing, you know, like when you're out here, you're in the you're in the light, you're at all the tracks, everyone knows how you're doing and they all gauge it off how you do it on yep. Helen on a Thursday. So for me, like it's nice being back home, being on my program, low key, just getting my stuff done, you know, doing my yep. bike rides and riding my dirt bike and getting my motors in and it's been nice. Not uh I mean, not having to deal with traffic mainly, but not having to uh, to go out there and set the fastest lap time for the stopwatch nationals. So yeah. it's been uh, it's been pretty good. Yeah, I always feel like so much importance is put on that, and I've seen riders get spun out a little bit testing wise when dudes yep. go flying by them at Glen Helen. Like I've yeah, seen a- when we went with KTM. Like I was with Kelly Smith, my guy back in the day, and he was terrible. He's from Michigan. He doesn't ride in SoCal, and he was terrible at Glen Helen. And I think that really affected him. He was like, oh, my God, I'm so bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because those dudes oh, ride, I mean, ride it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and there's some dudes that rip at Glen Helen, and it is it can be the most frustrating place on, on the face of the earth, especially on a normal Thursday, like when the track's not that great, you know, mm-hmm. there's water in it, there's a lot of dudes. And there's some guys that can put down some lap times out there, and it's like, 
too many people get caught up in that. And you know, like I said at the press conference, it uh, it's one thing to go fast at a practice track, and it's one thing to go fast in practice. But you got to be able to do that when the gate drops and you're racing. And that's where like can't really stress too much on lap times. I mean, you know they're important, but you can't yeah. put all your eggs in. Oh, well, I qualify quickest. I'm going to win because you know when the gate drops, it's right. nothing, nothing's guaranteed. The uh, hang, Hangtown track was pretty hard, huh, from normal? It wasn't as sandy or it wasn't uh, – it was pretty pretty hard packed. Yeah, especially, like, at least you – no, know, I'm in a different place now, and I think I'm better as a as a person and as a rider as I was last year and just smarter. But I remember last year being brutal. And mm-hmm. this year, I think, you know, they were prepping for rain, so I don't think they could till it as deep. And I think it was a little bit more old-style Sacramento, a little bit harder, uh, choppy edges. But, I mean, it got bumpy, but – Nowhere near what it has in the past. Um, training down at you know at Ricky's farm. What is the one thing that you wouldn't have learned if you hadn't gone there? Like, picture yourself never going there and still racing. What's the one thing that you would never would have picked up? Um, it's kind of a loaded question because there's a lot of things. But I mean, the biggest thing for me is I just be- I've just become smarter at practicing. You know, like. Like Ricky once told me, you can you can be fast all you want in practice, and you can put it all on the all on the line of practice. And then if something happens in practice and you can't race, then what good is all the practice done? So I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is just being smarter about practicing. You know, you have those days where you're not feeling that good, so you maybe you got to back it down half a second or a second, and and you get through the day and you make it. But you can't uh, you can't always lay everything on the line at practice. I mean, you know, we show we don't get any trophies or win any money at practice. It's uh, mm-hmm. when we show up to race. So I mean, I think that's the that's the biggest thing for me is just putting myself in better positions and being smarter about it when I'm practicing and not doing anything stupid. You know, not not riding out of control or or doing anything that could jeopardize what I got going on. Yeah, that's a good point. And also too, uh, Gavin Faith is down there at the farm. Just won the Amsoil Arena Cross Series now. Uh, and uh, you won the, you know, you almost won the West Series, and uh, you're one one at Hangtown. So, nice little crew you got going on there, and Forkner's around too. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. I was pumped for Gavin. Um, that was uh, that was good for him, especially going into the season. Almost didn't have a ride. I think uh, from what mm-hmm. I've heard, that that Babbitt deal was almost a last minute deal. But right. for him, I was I was pumped, man. He uh, he came out swinging. Um, he actually had that injury in Australia, and then he came out yeah. in the first round of uh, Cross, really hadn't even ridden, and then went out and started winning. And we're like, dude, pace yourself, you know, like you don't need to start winning until the points reset. And and he kept doing good and winning, <laughs> and then when the points reset, he he did it again, and he held his composure. And it was, I was pumped for him, man. It's uh, him and I got a good thing going on, and we push each other on the track. Dude can rip. Yeah, we can't make a full fifteen laps uh, per se, but. For sections and for some sprint laps, the dude can throw down. No doubt. 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh, Joey Savacci, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. We got him on the uh, on the show uh, coming off his Hangtown win. Um, it, when you're working with Jeannie, um, obviously, you know, she helped Ricky and then and, and Ricky worked with Alden. And there's a set program there of what to do. Do you, like, on the road bike, are you doing loops that Ricky did? Like, are you doing the same kind of stuff where you're like, hey, here's our here's our route on Wednesdays, here's what we do on Thursdays? Is it close to what RC did? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that. It's it's hard to say. I mean, we definitely do. He takes me on a lot of loops that he always did. And, and I actually bought a house in Tallahassee, uh, mm-hmm. closed on it probably two months ago. So I'm uh, actually the next neighborhood up from him. So, like, on a bicycle, he's probably like three minutes from my house. So, right. like, when we go to do bike rides, it's like, all right, hey, you know, I'm leaving. I'll meet you at the driveway. And 
and we'll meet up and he does actually majority of the bike rides with me but uh no he takes me on a lot of loops he did and yeah you know and he knows everything around there so well so like all right hey we know we're doing a two and a half hour bike ride all right we're gonna do this loop or you know we're doing an hour he knows he knows this loop but uh no, I mean, that's the biggest thing is having someone like that in my corner. And, you know, especially being that close to him, living that close to him, it's uh, it's very convenient because, uh, number one, he knows where to go. Number two, he's there to, to keep the motivation level high. Well, and also, like, if you're, if you're you, if I'm Joey Savacci, uh, you know, I'm not. But I, if I am, I'd be cool. I'd be a hangtown winner. But, um, you know, Ricky, Ricky won all these races and did all this work, and you've got the roadmap, and it works, and you've seen it work, and it's proven to work. That's got to be so much confidence in your head. You're just like, okay, i got to do this and this and this. It's hard work. I'm going to work hard, but I know that this what I'm doing is right. Do you know what I mean? Like, what I'm doing works. Yeah, and, and like, and that's the biggest thing, man. It's, it's like I'm very confident in my program and what I'm doing. And it's like you gotta you gotta balance that fine line. Like you know, I'm very confident in what I do, but it's like you gotta be careful not to get complacent. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, you know, when you have that guy in your corner and and you're doing a lot of the same stuff he did when he rode, it's like, you know, it sucks. And I hate doing a lot of what yeah. I do, bike right. rides and everything else. But I know at the end of the day that, especially now that I've seen it, it, it works. You know, like we put in the work and and the results are paying off. It's like, man, you know this sucks, but I don't mind doing this because at the end of the day, when we have good weekends, like we did this past weekend, it's like, man, it's all worth it. You yeah. know, even though it sucks, it's for sure worth it. Um, and also too, like you're getting to be a bit of a star here. You're winning super crosses and you almost won that title. And now you went one, one God, it's gotta be tough with all the media pressure you have on you. Yeah, totally, man. You know, Paul Hemex is beating down my door all the time. Dude. It's actually, uh, we were chilling in the lounge there for a little bit. I was thought I was giving you, uh, Giving you, you know, some, some hints. pointers. Yeah, pointers. You know me. I'm big on the pointers. I, I think I know a lot. I like to say that. Um, I mean, we wouldn't have won that race without those pointers you gave me. Thank you. Can't you. tell anyone what they were, but. Um, by the way, uh, you rescheduled this interview from later, or you know, you were supposed to come on later, and you were eating dinner, and you rescheduled it, which, which that meant that you bumped Filthy Phil from his time spot. So I texted Phil to say, "Hey, Savachi rescheduled. Can we go a little bit later?" Phil just replied, someone goes 1-1 and they can change everyone else's plans. That's cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Filthy. <man. laughs> uh, I hate being that guy. That's happened to me before, and I hate that. And that Filthy's that's upsetting. That's accidental. Hey, I was uh, – Yeah. Never, never mind, man. Phil. Never mind, Phil. Hey, were you, were you like, hey, uh, a Martin Brothers catching me, and then you were like, holy shit, it's Alex. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know it was Alex until I crossed the checker flag. Okay. And yeah. I was going along the starting line, and I turned around. And if you watch some of the video, I turned around once, and then I made it like another 50 <laughs> feet, and I stopped and turned around again, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a I'm minute. like, holy crap. And then he came up to me. I'm like, dude, that was you that whole time? And yeah. He's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, no offense, but I thought that was your brother. Like, I heard a Yamaha, <laughs> right. and I was like, for sure, Martin. And then I turned around after the race, and I was like, wow. You're I was like, not expecting it to be Alex. You're like, that's Alex Martin. <laughs> he was on yeah, it, and it. He like, was on it. Yep. The top three, him and, and Aaron, I was like, dude, that was not the combination that I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, not taking anything away from yeah, those no, guys. No. Those guys yeah. ripped, but yeah. 
it was like I turned around and I was like, wait, 26 and 23. I was like, I was expecting a one and a 17. <laughs> I'm, and and yeah. that was, it wasn't who it was. I uh, know. Uh, he, he was on it. Um, Nelson. Dude, he was ripping. Uh, yeah. And Nelson in the second moto uh, got the start, led a lot of laps. You kind of worked up to him. Uh, you told me after the race, like, he had some better lines than you. You switched to those lines, but unfortunately you were eating a lot of roost trying to, trying to keep up with him and, and learning those lines before you made the pass. Yeah, it was, uh, like, first maybe 15 minutes of the moto, I was trying. Like, I could see where he was losing me, Mm -hmm. and I was making up time in other places, but the places that I was losing time, I was taking different lines, and I was hoping that I would find something that would work to where when I got close enough, I could take different lines and make the pass so I didn't have to sit there and eat rocks. But as I learned, 15, 20 minutes in the moto, I'm like, all right, dude, this gap's still one second. I can see where I'm losing time and I'm making the time back up. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I'm like, I, I got to start taking his lines. And then I did. And of course, you know, I was able to start reeling them in. But then with that happening, then the roost and the rocks and everything else became a problem because right. I couldn't get out of the line. If I got out of his lines, then he, he'd lose me again. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it was one of those deals where it was, uh, it, w- it was really good. You know, it, it sucked to eat his roost, but it was good for me because it was a learning deal. Like, you yeah. know, I was able to experiment and be like, all right, I'm not going to panic. You know, he, he pulled away that lap, but I'll start taking his lines and I can start reeling them back in. And it, it was, it was good. You know, it sucks to eat roost, but it was, for me, it was very good because I, I learned that, uh, not, well, number one, not to panic during the yeah. race, but number two, like it's all right to experiment for a little bit, you know, and figure out if maybe something would be better or not. Um, yeah, I got another question. When you're when you're out, you know, putting in motos and you're and you're riding, how how much does it help having just you know Jeannie out there watching you? And is she really good at knowing what you know when you're good day? Like you said, you have good days and bad days. Is she really good pointing and say, hey, today's not the day, and you know this is this is not your day, and just just back off? Or, or are you the one to judge that? Well, I mean, she kind of knows. Uh, when I have bad days and, and actually when we're having good days, those are the days that we, that she cuts me slack. Um, you know, like <laughs> if we got so much to do and we're having a good day and I'm killing it, you know, she'll let me off a little easy. And then the days that I'm struggling are the days that she cuts me no breaks. I mean, <laughs> I got to do everything planned on the, on the agenda, which at the time I can't stand it and I hate it, but you know, it, for me in the long run, it, it works. And I think that's the, that's the smartest thing to do. You know, it's easy to, to go out there and do two forties and a bunch of sprints when you're killing it and you feel awesome. But the days that you feel like crap and you're slow, those are the days that you need to to work on getting the stuff done and making She's, it happen because you never know. You might show up on the weekend and you might feel that way. Right. She's gnarly, bro. She's gnarly. Dude, hey. that stopwatch, I'm surprised it doesn't, doesn't have a hole burned in it. <laughs> Southwick's on the schedule this year. How pumped you go to ride some Southwick this year? I think it'll be good, man. Like, I think it's good to switch it up, get a little bit of sand action in there. You know, I've only ridden there, uh, ridden there twice, once as an amateur, and then I went there when I was with Orange Brigade, uh, my first, my rookie year, and crashed there and actually broke my skateboard. So, I mean, <laughs> all in all, like, there's no bitter taste or anything like that in my mouth. I think it's going to be good. You know, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad it's back, kind of not, kind of like one of those deals where, it keeps, I think, less and less sand is getting into that place, and it's a harder and harder base over the years, which kind yeah. of sucks. But yeah, it's not it, what it uh, used to be, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I, that's what they tell me. But it'll be interesting. I think it's, uh, it's good to, to throw a, a different event in there.
Uh, no doubt about it. Your uh, your fitness has got to be good too. I imagine uh, I'm gonna look at the I gotta look at your right charts and everything. But I, I think I was more impressed by that than your speed. I mean, obviously going one one is impressive, but like you kind of wore everybody down. You know what I mean? Like I really feel like your fitness was on point for the opening round, um, which is awesome. You know, as we get hotter and hotter and everything else. Um, so that was a good job on that. Whatever work. Yeah, you've been putting it was. In. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, like like you said, I think uh, you know first moto. I think we had. Second quickest time, I think uh, mm-hmm. maybe Cooper. Somebody had us beat by like a tenth or two. But and that second moto, man, we weren't like we weren't lightning fast. Right. But, uh, we, you know, the lap one through I think uh, twelve or fourteen, they were all within the same second. And then you know, pretty much, I think fourteen of the seventeen laps were all in the same in the yeah. same second. And then we had a couple laps, and there were lappers or little mistakes. Sure. I lost some time, but I mean, I think someone told me between my fastest and slowest, it was only 1.2. So I mean, for me, like that was good. That's big. Yeah, felt really good. Felt like you know we were able to run the pace and and there were no problems there. So uh, and, uh, fitness feels really good, man. I feel like I'm in better shape now than than I've ever been. So. And Kiefer, how about this? Uh, Wygant told me this. This they were doing some research. Yeah. No one has ever had a 15 point lead after one round. That's it's like, so big. Like Alex got second overall with an eight two, <laughs> and you so fifteen points, Joe Dog. That's awesome. Like that's that's nice. That's nice to have. You know. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I mean, dude, it, it's like it's a really good way to start the season. But like I said, you know, it's it's cool. We got a fifteen point lead, but if we can't maintain that and right. you know, and we can't continue to get better, then what? I mean, cool. You know, we had a fifteen <laughs> yeah, fifteen big, point big lead deal, right? first yeah. round, and yeah. then we lost it a few rounds later. So, I mean, like that's good. That's yeah. a good starting block, but it ain't gonna do me any good if we can't keep it. No, no point. Are no. you uh are you on that lit pro game at the farm? Or are you just doing that at the races? No, it's uh at the races. We're we're starting to use it at the farm, but nothing too official as of right now. But we experimented with it this weekend at uh, Hangtown and. It was good, man. It's uh, something that uh, kind of gives you, you know, a little bit of an idea as to where you are and what you could do better. Uh, well, hey, Joey, thank you for coming on, uh, joining the show. Great job, one one this weekend. Um, we knew you'd be good. I don't think we thought you'd be this damn good, and I'm excited for uh, for the series this summer. Uh, terrific ride, man. Thank you for coming on. Try to try to be the same guy though. Like, don't. Don't start being a oh, dick. boy. You know what I mean? Don't start being. Yeah, a... I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing that's going to change is going to be me to you, and that's because you know you know how I feel about. It. I know. Yeah, you know, I don't need to talk about it, but. <laughs> tell Ricky. All tell right, Ricky. Well... Tell Ricky. I said hi. <laughs> tell RC. I said hi. Yeah. Been... All right. Will do. Huge fan. Thanks, Joey. All right. See you guys. See you. Buddy. See ya. All right. Joey Savach, everybody, 1-1. One, one. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. I was going to ask him. I wonder if he's hanging out at Carmichael's house, and he's like, hey, man, i got to call Matt. This is Joe. No, like, he's in Cali. He's, oh, okay. he's in Cali. Right. Uh, um, but, yeah, no, I, I think he's been told that I'm not I'm not a very cool guy from RC. <laughs> but I so appreciate that uh, that Joey is stuck around. It's it funny. It I was on a show a, a long time ago, one of my first shows that I, that I co-hosted. Where? Here? Yeah. Okay. And he was on, and just from when – we talked to him last time to now. It's just a different dude. It's totally different. Like, like better or Like worse? just calmer, more mature. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he's yeah. not just all, all over the place, you know? Dude, he killed it. He's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's uh, welcome our next guest. Brought to you by Hot Cams, hotcamsinc.com, the private your choice for more power. Uh, get a set of these cams and uh, check them out, hotcamsinc.com. Use Pulpamex 16 code to save yourself money with the folks at Hot Cams. And uh, a lot of teams and a lot of riders in the pits use Hot Cams. And this rider... Uh, uses hot cams uh, or uses different camshafts. Probably should use some hot cams. He's coming off a tenth overall, 
Filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? <laughs> oh, what's up, guys? How are you? Savachi bumped you back, bro. <laughs> I do. What the heck, man? Well, bro, he went one one. We got to we got to make room for guys like that. <laughs> it goes one one one, and everybody else has to change their schedule. Oh right God, now. I see how it is. Kiefer was life. blowing him over the show about how great he was. He was <laughs> couldn't couldn't stop it. Just talk to him Come about on. how great he was over and over and over. Uh, um, what's up, Kiefer? How are you? Good man. How are you? Oh, hanging in there, living this awesome dream that we're in. Hey, good job <laughs> last weekend, man. Good job. Thank you, thank you. It was uh, it was tough, but it was good. We survived. So on the round two, I guess. You know? <laughs> so yeah. so enthusiastic, Phil Nicoletti. Ah, it was a good <laughs> it was a good ride for you. You got to be pumped. You're never that excited about the California tracks, and and uh, both motos you kind of started all right. You charged up a little bit. Um, yeah, it's a good a good day. Your fitness looked good. Speed looked good. So yeah, it was uh, overall for Hangtown. Oh, wise. It was okay. Yeah, it's probably the best hang time I've, I've ever had or, you know, and even the way I felt, you know, and, and bike setup and stuff like that. It, it was really good because hang town's always weird and people are always stressed out afterward. I mean, you know, you know, the gig is, you know, everyone feels good going into it, but then after hang town, everything feels terrible. Bikes awful, this and that, and it's back to testing again. But we, uh, yeah, I think I was pretty close to where I wanted to be and a uh, few little changes, but it was good. 11, nine. Um, I was around good guys the whole time, yeah. you know, Pace felt okay. Uh, it was all right. Obviously, I wish I always could have done some things a little bit better, but it, it is what it is. We'll get them next this coming weekend. You so. jumped off the track second we'll lap of practice. You jumped off the track second lap of practice. Did you, how did you see that? I have eagle eyes, bro. That's my job as a, as a media to spot all this stuff. I guess you can see a lot from up in the press box or wherever. <laughs> yeah, I was. Now. I was in the announcer's tower. You know. And I'm like, I'm like, I saw Yamaha, the track bent to the right and you just went straight. And I'm like, that's gotta be Phil. Yeah. And I followed you and yeah, I'm like, yep, I, it was Phil. Yeah. I didn't know it had, uh, that p- part of the track didn't <laughs> had that much of a curve to it. Yeah, you know? I, just, say. I hit the jump and I went straight instead of scrubbing to the right. And, uh, <laughs> I'm getting old. The scrub's not very good anymore. Yeah, so kind of. Yeah, faded off to the left. It was a nice ride you know? by you. Yeah, you got to be. You got to be stoked on your start of the season. I mean, you hadn't raced in a while. When's the last time you raced? When, what, what Supercross was it? Uh, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. So a while ago. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, it was. It was a little nerve wracking to be honest. You know. Sure. On the on the starting gate for the. It feels like you know. I've only I only missed four four rounds or something like that but it felt like i was out for even longer than that so to see everybody again because you see them out at the race you know not the races but the practice tracks and stuff but when you line up on the line it's just like all right you know do i remember you know how to let the clutch out when the gate drops or what but <laughs> it all seemed you know it all worked out um starts weren't as good as they should have been but um this weekend they'll be better um you know but yeah it was it was good for hangtown um like i said it's uh it's hard because i felt like i i did ride really good or i felt like i rode good but and the competition like i feel like i get better every year but then the competition gets better every year so well, it's like we I get screwed, you know. <laughs> we were talking about like uh, there was Brayton and Short and Tickle and I want to say Bogle and like they were battling for 15th Phil like it was for first. Right. And I was like, yeah. fuck, there's a lot of money right there. And the, I mean none of those yeah. guys had been happy and they looked all like they were hauling ass, you know? Yeah, it's uh so, it's brutal. Like yeah. if you're not if you're not up there in the first 4 or 5 laps to Yeah. Latch on to that speed and try and get away from, you know, 
12th to 17th or whatever, um, because you can put a pretty, pretty big gap, you know, it's like yep. 12 or 15 seconds, you know? Sure. Um, and if you can latch onto that and hang on to it, um, it works out for later in the moto, but if you get stuck in that 14th or 17th place right there, like you lose the, the top 12 pretty quick and then you're stuck in limbo land, you know, and then you're just riding around. You know, crazy how a 30 minutes, it's crazy over. how a 35 minute race comes down to a start still. Do you know what I mean? It really yeah, does. It's yeah. positioning. That's, it, it's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Especially at Hangtown this year because yeah. that track's weird. It's, uh, you know, there, there wasn't a whole lot of lines. It was just kind of, uh, you know, kind of mediocre, but it was, you know, I heard you guys saying the track wasn't really rough, and I heard Alex even say the track wasn't rough. But it, I mean, I thought it was rough. Not you know, as rough wasn't as in past. Big and gnarly bumps. Yeah. But there was a lot of a lot of square edge type bumps that still took it out of you. you know, well, here's it what I didn't help when yeah. it's 60, 60 degrees out either. But, no. Um, here's what I thought. I just know, thought it was. Okay. I thought it was like everyone, especially in two fifty class, different four fifties, but in two fifties, mm-hmm. everyone was tapped. So because it wasn't yeah. that rough, so you couldn't really make time up unless you were balls out faster than a dude because it wasn't super rough and it wasn't, it was sort of flat and like, I just thought it was hard to pass. It was hard to make time up on guys, you know, because it was so fast. I I have to disagree because I didn't like, yeah, first practice was fast. Yeah. But, after that, it, it was, All right. it was well, what pretty, do I, what do I know? chopped out. Yeah, Trust me. I don't know. Because I felt like if I went balls out, I was going on the ground. So it was kind of a fine line, you know? Right. Um, um, was the know, buck 50 jump, was the buck 50 jump hard or is it just pinned out of that corner? Uh, it was, you know, it, it was, it was hard to make it, but it was an easy jump. You know, it was just, uh, you know, brain off type thing, just wide open. You know, I think actually our bikes are I don't think I came up short on it one time. Our bikes are so fast. I just sat down into the face of that sucker how and come, just booted it. How but, come I saw a lot of dudes kind of stop jumping it near the end? Were they just tired? Just didn't you tired so you didn't get all the momentum out of the turn you wanted? Uh, yeah, either, or that, or they just didn't have the grunt, you know, to uh, make it all the way over. Because if you did case it, it was a lot of energy out of you. Yeah. You what know, about like that? I kind of half-assed it one time and it it didn't feel too good what about that low line that was you know going on the left where like off the side of the jump was it faster just to hit that and scrub it and then just not triple it 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 was yeah impressed day when we were doing that because they timed it they did splits it was faster to go inside scrub double but then they actually built up the the landing to double it um so it they actually made it uh, a little bit slower to go double single um because the pocket to go you know, double and then roll over the landing was a little, just a little bit slower. But right. still, some guys are still making it work. You know, like um, I seen Baggett um, not jumping, and he was still staying right there with the guys that were jumping it. When uh, oh. when you almost caught Barsha in the first moto, and you got back to the truck, he said what to you? Uh, no, good ride. Uh, oh, okay, you know, I mean, it, right. it, it is what it is. I know he. Uh, Struggled a little bit with setup, did a little Ford change and stuff like that, and then he rode better the second moto. We were we were laughing on our podcast yeah. about the salary difference. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of a difference there. <laughs> we said <laughs> you know? we said there was one million dollars between Barsha and Phil a year, and they were ten eleven <laughs> in the first moto. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, but he did win races last year. He did. did he not. did. So yeah. No, he did. Again, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't have much to say about that. But what yeah, about, there's a big difference in what you're talking about. What about your new mechanic, Isaiah Murph? I thought it was Murphy, and everybody just called him Murph, but it's his name is really yeah, Murph. Yeah, yeah. We just yeah. call him. 
call Murph. Murph killed it. Obviously, I uh, I miss uh, Mr. Spencer, but um, you know he was just so busy with other things. You know, yep. uh, with the team building building new R and D parts and this and that. Like he was he was stretched thin. You know, because I never really had a true mechanic at JGR. Like when right. I just came up to the shop. You know, it's just like either Ben worked on my bike or Patty worked on my bike or, you know, Spencer. If you right, whoever, time. right, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. So most of the time they tried just to scatter because they didn't really want to work on it because it's haggard <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> but, exactly. yeah, but now I actually have a legit guy to uh, to work on my stuff, which is uh, – which will be awesome, but I haven't even really been able to use him yet because um, I've been in California and he's been in Charlotte, so I've still been doing all my own bike work and everything like that. Um, like I had to, had to swap a motor today. You know, I went to the semi because it's parked over near Troy Lee, and uh, yeah, Ben Ben helped me do a little bit of stuff, but pretty much uh, most of it just comes down to me doing the bike work. You wow, know, I like mechanic that. Mechanic and rider. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you- yeah, but the bike falls apart quite a bit though. That's huh? a, that's the issue. You need me to, I don't work on it as much as I should. <laughs> you need me to step up, come up to Vegas, we'll go train together, we'll ride mountain bikes together, and I'll work on your bike, and we'll, I'll turn you into something. Listen, listen, I hate California, <laughs> and I hate Vegas even more. Even more. <laughs> that's pretty, that must mean you, you must know? hate it pretty good. <laughs> um, I'm not going to leave the desert to go to another part of the desert. Yeah. Know? Sorry. Uh, so. What about the NFAB uh, graphics? Do you think that maybe helped your speed and everything else out there? I, I think it uh, perhaps did. Yeah, I, I like to look. I like the I like the difference, you know, um, mm-hmm. because in 2014 I did run the Infab graphics. You did, yes. You know, yeah. Um, but then obviously when one of the guys got hurt, then I would switch to um, the Toyota graphics or whatever, and it would still be the same this year. You know, if one of the guys did get banged up, you or whatever, an, you're gonna run an Auto Trader, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, sponsorship deals um, are included, uh-huh. you know, for two riders, so. Um, which is all fine, but yeah, it's awesome to give uh, Mr. Tom some uh, extra love and his company and everything. So it, it's awesome. I, I I like the logo too because it pops really well, and um, you know I got him on my shroud, and I got a big NFAB butt patch as well. So which I've been running for a few years now. So it's awesome. Um, Great company. Awesome I keep guy. I keep hearing like you're de- you're jumping between Antonez and Osho for trainers. You're not. We don't really know who trains you. You kind of take one or the other, or whoever's free. Who's your trainer? No, like I, I, I don't, I don't really pay for any of them. Shocking. Really. Well, Shocking. I do. I know. I do. I do. Because Bud, man, because he does, he does help out and stuff. But um, Osho only. Yeah, that's Jeremy's guy. But like I said, I told you before, like I I'll leave with those guys going biking, but then I don't actually bike with them. I'm I'm by myself unless it's like an easy ride, right. you know, because that's the only time I can hang with them. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's been different because now Alex is with uh, Swanapool. Some right. days I've I've ridden with Alex and you know. Oh Swan God! So you got a third guy. Like you got that, a third so. trainer. Filthy. Yeah, I mean it works. Out, you know, it's it's cool. Like the guys are nice enough to let me. He's on the because I'm out here by myself. You know, so I need some people to ride with. It's all he's on the podium thing. I like to think Johnny O, Swanepoel, <laughs> Antonis. Antonis. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Phil. Whatever's catch, free. I'm gonna catch so much. Yeah, I'm gonna catch so much shit for well, this now. Well, hey, he flew but, his chick out. He flies. He flies his chick out. Oh, he has a chick. Yeah, yeah he's got a girlfriend. Okay. Um, yeah, she, she probably wants to get married. Yeah. He's never gonna do it. Um, he flies her out from Texas. Yeah, one way, and she has to buy her own flight back. Oh my God, Phil! <laughs> no, no, listen, Kiefer, he's making this way worse than what it really is. I bought the flight from Texas to Sacramento, 
Sacramento back to Ontario. But then after that, I was just like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, but you got to get her home, bro. You got to get her home. <laughs> you know, but the flight home was super cheap. It's only like a hundred bucks. You know, she's, she's getting a job. Listen to me. Good. She can. How many, how, how many years you've been with her? No, oh, I don't know. It's I'm not even sure. I, I can't keep track. <laughs> I'm not you know? even sure. Just, dude, listen, I, I just keep it. I keep it casual. Tony Tony Alessi wants to weigh in on this ticket. That's what he thinks. That's what Tony thinks. <laughs> and you wrote for Tony one year, uh, so you know. I wouldn't. Ex- I wouldn't expect anything less. You know. <laughs> I, I can't believe you'd bring that up again. You already blew me out once for it. I just you think know? you got to get I'm your not, chick home, bro. That's part of the, the deal. The like, best. The, like, I'm flying Pookie to Italy. We're going to Italy at the end of June. I didn't just get her a one-way ticket. I got to get her back to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's because you're married. You got to, you know, that's your job. Like I said, happy, <laughs> happy wife, happy life. I'm not at that point in my life yet. Jeez, you dude. You and, you and Keith are way ahead of me, you know. Well, you probably never what get the to fuck that. are you doing? Yeah, you're definitely not going to get married was. if uh, you're not flying her back home. She'd be like, "Yeah, we're good. Boyfriend, girlfriend, we're hey, fine." Yeah. I, I may or may not yeah, have told everybody. Exactly. What, I may or may not have told everybody what you got paid by Monster for your helmet. I apologize. Come on, dude. I know. I you're sorry. unbelievable. It slipped out, bro. I'm sorry. It slipped out. I apologize. F you, dude. I apologize. You know, I, that, that's the problem when you talk to somebody from the media and you forget their really a part of the media because they're a joke and then they really just <laughs> they're a you joke. out because <laughs> they're a joke <laughs> who's you the biggest hey who's they, the who's the biggest clown in the media do you for sure <laughs> you know, the only one i really like is um is michael you know you and weeds are too uh i don't know i blew out weeds too for the podcast that he did with me last week <laughs> why what well what happened for the yeah, because he called me for the uh, most, uh, what was that? For in the, oh, shocking in the moment. Life. The most shocking moment. Yeah, shocking moment. Yeah, like, twice. Like, come on. Wow, you did. I was, pissed he put me in, I was pissed you guys put me in the A5 group, too. You, you hit a photographer and an official, and you got kicked out of the mechanics area for having for bare feet on, or having bare feet. So, like, that, that's. That shouldn't even matter. That's all shocking. That's why we said shocking moment. It's going to be Phil. I, I want to see that in AMA rule book where if you're barefooted, you're not allowed in there. I'm pretty sure that's a rule. I mean, I know you need, I know you need college shirt, but you know, feet. <laughs> yeah. That's a joke. Uh, what about it's Amar, whatever. bro? Troll, your buddy troll. Like, he's really good. Uh, dude, no, listen. I've been telling you from the <laughs> You get-go, have been. He's been riding awesome. Yeah. Since when I got out here in December, like, he's been on a whole nother level. And uh, to finally see that whole other level on a Saturday against, you know, the best guys in the world was uh, pretty unbelievable. Like, I was I was down there. Like, I was so uh, jonesed up for him. Like, I couldn't even focus on what I had to do. I was too busy watching him. Like, you know, people are waiting on me to pick my gate. I was too busy <laughs> watching, watching him. him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and the whole 450 class was pretty much watching it. And I was like, I was screaming. I was like, get that guy. And I had a few swear words in there as well, but... Uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Um, I was stoked. He uh, high fived him you know, afterward. You know who else? Pumped. You know who else called that is uh, Rarick. Seth Rarick was in here. Really? And Seth yeah. was like, "Dude, watch Alex." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Like, he's like, "No, no, no, watch Alex. Like, he's good. He's really riding well." Yeah. And I'm like, "Ah, yeah, whatever. It's Alex." And Rarick yeah. called it too. Yeah. You know? So yeah, no, it's uh, and Hank Towns is. Uh, 
I want to say it's his type of track, you know, it's uh, kind of a flowy type track, you know, mm-hmm. um, which that's him, like his uh, Jerma, who, you know, obviously that wasn't his type of performance. He was super sick all day. And, oh, was he you know, sick? Whatever, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah he, he wasn't feeling good. He got pretty sick uh, Friday night, which, uh, you know, is what it is. But, um, yeah, Alex just had that had that place dialed. He said he felt good all day. He didn't need any caffeine, which... You know, caffeine's a racer's drug. Um, mm-hmm. He just said he was all jacked up, so he's uh, he felt good, which I was I was pumped for him. So see if he can get it done at Glen Allen yeah. as well. No, That'd he's a uh, true run, story. Run great. Uh, well, hey Phil, thanks uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Uh, right, thanks there, for you moving blew me off already. Blue, mo- moving moving your time back I, from earlier uh, due to Savati. I appreciate Phil. That. What are you going to yeah. be stoked on at the end of this end of the end of the year? What are you going to be stoked yeah, on? Nothing. Phil's not going to be stoked on nothing. Phil's never stoked. You want a, a top 10 overall in the points, top 8, top 5? What do you got? What do you want? Um, I got top 8 last year. Um, you know, I'd like to like to get better. I just want to be, you know, I'd like, it'd be awesome to maybe land on the box, you know, another time, you know, in a moto. I know through, you know, to get an overall podium would be really tough because our class is stupid fast. You but, did it last um, year? You know, moto. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moto here there. You know, obviously I got a gift last year, but still, um, you know, I don't I don't take it for granted, you know. Um I could see it happening again and maybe getting the job done if all the stars align. But I'd I really want to be five through eight every weekend. You know, last year I got a bunch of top fives as well overall. So Yeah. Um no, I could you're, be maybe, you know It's amazing, yeah, but you're like you're, you're overall. You're good. Like you're a good rider. Yeah. That's yeah. really weird, yeah, I but think, uh, I think it'd be be good, and obviously, it's. Uh, I think I got a little bit of a point to prove because Supercross didn't go as well as I wanted it to either. But it's just uh, one of those things. Not everything can be good, you know. You were never, team. you were never better in Supercross than on the NFAB Allen Brown team. That's when you were the best at Supercross. <laughs> That's when you were good. Actually, I was just we were eating Thai food last night, and Jerma uh, uh, said that too. And I was just like, dude, that's comparing, and I use this term, apples to peanuts, because <laughs> the competition from 13 to now is not even comparable. Apples to you peanuts. Know, like, yeah, because it's yeah. totally different. Not even, you know, there's ten more guys in the class. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Better than you know, 2013, and next right. year it's going to be the same thing when you Did- add. Another two guys. And Did you flip anybody I'm, I'm off? Did you flip anybody off? Uh, no, I thought about it. Actually, yes, I did in practice. Oh, there we go. That, <laughs> it was only because I was going for a fast lap, but it's like a, a friendly, you know. It's like a what's up. Yeah. Who was yeah, it? Yeah, like a what's up, next time move. Or Who was it? I, I heard somebody tweeted me. Somebody <laughs> saw it. Who was it? No, I'm not saying who it was. I don't even care anymore. Somebody tweeted me that they yeah. saw it. Was it McConaughey? Yeah. I don't no, know. Okay. No. I I have yeah, I have flicked him off a few times, but only because like he's always in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know. <laughs> it's not like I don't like the kid. I talked to his buddy, you know, Alex Ray, yeah, you know him. Yeah. Um about it all the time and we joke about it cuz it is actually pretty funny. Um um but yeah, it is what it is. Alex Ray got a husky. Did you see that? He's on huskies now. How come he didn't? I seen him and he didn't race though. No, he blew up his bike this week. Could, uh, didn't, didn't have a privateer life. Hashtag privateer life. He blew up his new husky. No, it was Honda, and he didn't have time to get. He didn't have time on the husky. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, because I seen him up there in the pits, but he wasn't geared up or yeah. anything like that. So, yeah. um, okay, awesome. 
All right, yeah, buddy. I don't know. Just looking forward to Glen Helen. But yeah, I'll yeah. see you guys uh, this weekend, possibly. Oh wait, Kiefer, I want to. I don't know if I can really say this, but I want to try that uh, that electric bike, the e-bike, whatever. Yeah, I was out there when Paula was riding that thing when you guys were out there. It about fucking blew me off yeah, the track. Yeah, no, I seen that. <laughs> yeah, well, because I I texted Mathis. He said you guys are going to ride it at the end of the month or something. We're trying to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll get I'll get your number from Mathis and I'll text you when we're uh, maybe you can come down and try. We're trying to make a video. Of this bike and, and of this ultra bike and this cool supercross video slash outdoor video of this electric thing, I'm trying to get people to pay me yeah. to make this video, and I'm not having much luck. Do you want to pay me to do this video, Phil? Dude, all the stuff I do for you, and you have yet to pay me one time. You haven't even given us gas money for driving. I think I paid you for coming stuff. on the show. Hey, you for for does he does he pay your flight to get there, or do you drive or he, pay your? He gas drives and I pay him. I pay him cash. Yeah, he, money. he pays me or I drive. Um, that is. Bullshit. Okay. You totally take advantage of us. I really didn't pay you or Troll when you guys came up here? I really didn't? No. No. And I thought we were going to do a pulp sticker deal. Yeah, well, how come we don't give him a pulp sticker deal? I want to. I feel like outdoors, it's full of mud and shit. People you won't see be able to see it. You know? Oh, God. You're so pathetic. You are. You're cheaper than me. You know that? I'm not. You, you, you use a shoelace for your belt. You tweeted about Dude, your belt breaking, and you had a shoelace. Yeah, I told you that was a low point in my life. <laughs> Dude, that's the style now. That's what people do. I don't. That's I. I, I don't get how that is a style. I really don't. <laughs> a shoelace for a belt and pathetic, hey, but whatever. You're 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 down. <laughs> we'll get your number. Ride the electric thing. You'll like it. Can you even do that? All right. Yeah. For JGR, I mean, what? is that they don't make an electric I don't bike? Know. Is that legal? Yeah. Okay. Well, Kiefer says it is. You're good. <laughs> He's a lawyer. Yeah. He at, he's seen your yeah. contract. I mean, they don't make enough of them to really race him anyway, so I don't know. I don't know. I'll uh, ask J-Bone. I well, don't think he'd have a problem with it. We'll make it happen. Thanks for coming on, Filthy. Good job right. in Hangtown. Good job. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, boys. See you. Right. See, See you later. Filthy Phil Nicolette, everybody. Great ride this weekend. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The great and incredible Tony Berluti is in studio, and he will be back in after this commercial, we're going to talk to him about what's going on. JT, hopefully, maybe a little bit. Chris Keever from Dirt Rider and Dirt Rider Magazine. And uh, Janky, Janky Mike, also. Uh, and uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs, you need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All Ride Engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model, other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. 
All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with eight pinch bolts instead of four and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack, so... There's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which... Uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which, you know, the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking, and uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the 
power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. HOTCAMS, unleash the power within. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schlott? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com 
Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at Roost MX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Roost MX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercar Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Pulp MX Show.
BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer's Goo Goo Dolls obsession continues. It's a new Goo Goo. It's good. Yeah, it's good. You like, like it? it? Yeah. You gonna buy it? No. No. Okay. You should keep living your life. All right. I guess he is. <laughs> no, I like it. It's not bad. I don't mind Goo Goo. People Bal are gonna hate on Bal you. Do you like Goo Goo Dolls? Hold on. I haven't brought Baluti in. I oh, turned his mic. I thought we already did. Hold on. Holding. Okay. Now you blew the surprise for everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. A Pulp Mex show, uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams. And we're giving away, uh, we've got lots of prizes tonight, so let's quickly go over them. Two pairs of two pairs of tickets to Glen Helen, courtesy of the folks at Pivotworks and Hot Cams. Uh, one pair we've given away. The other pair... Email contest at pulpmexshow.com. Just uh, mention Glenn Helen tickets in the subject line, and we will make a draw, and uh, you'll get another pair of tickets. We gave away a pair of tickets to Nitro Circus coming to a town near you. No, we didn't. Email the show for those two, contest at pulpmexshow.com. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to Nitro Circus. We've got two pairs of tickets to Glenn Helen, uh, one pair up still for grabs. We've got a Gear Alloy contest, Gear Alloy. Uh, answer some trivia questions about the show and uh, submit, a, submit an email uh, to contest at pulpmexshow.racing pulpmexshow.com I mean and uh, we will make a draw out of all the right answers and the winner gets a set of gear alloy wheels which is a pretty awesome prize we thank the folks at gear alloy for that works connection mission starcross 5 atlas neck brace the best neck brace out there people please try it Ryan the new Lockhart runs atlas neck brace and so should you FMF racing W wheels folks at W uh, John Anderson the guys great guys down there they've got a, a terrific product on a lot of teams in the pits including uh, the KTM boys and the JGR guys depend on W for their wheels needs. Guts Racing, we talked about. KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Ride Engineering. Uh, Kiefer, what's the latest and greatest with Ride Engineering thing that you've tried or looked at or talked to Adrian about? Um, he's doing some other stuff now with like steering dampeners, like the Honda dampeners and stuff. Yep. So he's adding a lot of that to the triple um, clamps. And... Which, yeah, people are actually, people put those things on other brands of bikes, no problem. Yep. Yeah. He, yeah, so he, he has a little, them. it adapts yeah. into his and you can use it on other bikes just besides Hondas. Do you, have you ever tried them? Do you like them? Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, it's, it, you got to turn them in a little bit to actually feel it. You, yep. you get on the stock Honda, you can't really feel it. But yep. if you crank it in, yeah, yeah you, you start feeling it on entrance of corners. Uh, Gear Alloy Cold Call. Since 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the light truck and SUV market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling. We're giving away to SIG Gear Alloy Wheels, like I said, for that contest. They're designed and engineered in SoCal. Big part of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha team and uh, Jessica J.P. Patterson. GearAlloy.com. Uh, please, Jeep, Truck, or SUV. Support the sport that supports you. And this company supports support. Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep. It's a Gear Alloy wheel style for your 20 different wheel sizes. So, we were going to cold call. Uh, someone, and instead of just do cold calling them on the phone, we just simply dialed up Tony Berluti to come on over to the studio. What's up, Berlute? 
Steve, how you been? You're the, you're the gear all I cold call. <laughs> okay. Answering the text message about coming in. Uh, uh, what's up, buddy? How are you? Everything y- good? Yeah, really good. Yeah, what have you been up to? What's happening with Tony Berluti? Uh, just a little bit of that, this, a little that, this, you know, everything. Uh, it's been a couple months since we had you in here, so you're super busy, I guess, in the garage, working on bikes, working on things? Pretty, like, pretty yeah. busy, yeah. As busy as you want to be, busier. As busy as I want to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you turn work down. You're like, hey, I just. Yeah, I don't really turn too much down. I don't really particularly like working on quads and street bikes. (laughs) But sometimes. I know. You know, friends of a friend type of deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, and and one of our listeners even built a a bike for one of our listeners. They got a hold of you? Yeah, well, Pauly. Yeah. 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 Good job. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. The guy listens. You know what? As soon as you must have put my name on the deal today or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Racer X. Yeah, something. Yeah. I get this text from him like right away <laughs> that you were coming on. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Before I even yeah yeah knew that you put it in there. So yeah. then I went to Racer X and saw that that your name was in there. Your little no. Girl. We, I, I love to get you in more and more for sure. I mean, obviously you've wrenched for uh, thirty years on the circuit, and now you're you took time away and you're working here, but still great to have you in studio here and there. No doubt about Increase it. Increase my numbers every time I come on. Steve. <laughs> 35 next 30, time. 35 years. Uh, <laughs> Thank uh, you, though. Yeah, no, it's awesome to have you in here. People, do you want to put it out there that you wouldn't work for if people ship motors and stuff to you? I mean, nah, I mean, if, if it if it works out that way and it comes that way, I'm not, okay. I'm not really prepared All to right. make a big... I'm saying we can put a push on on the show right you know here, what? right now. I, maybe someday I'll sponsor your show, right? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, what'd you think of Hangtown, Berlute? What'd you think on the Gear Alley Cold Call? Uh, your old guy, Roxon, your old team, 1-1. Yeah, you know what's incredible? What I thought about him mm-hmm. is I'd have to put him in the category of like a McGrath type thing. I've never seen somebody that can, you know, get by so many people in one lap, in the first Dude, lap, in the first half about a lap, you know, or something like that. Yeah, the guys, and he's he was doing it all year in Supercross too. You yeah, know, the yeah. guy's amazing. Right. He's he's not afraid, he, and he does it smoothly. He doesn't do nothing yeah. gnarly. You know, I mean. Yeah. He's incredible. He's in a good place right now. The team made some changes to the bike a little while ago that he keeps talking about and keeps crediting. And uh, he's happy. He's got a new trainer. Um, Chad Reed's old guy. He's in a good place right now, man. Yeah, well, yep. confidence is yeah. everything Are you, for Moto guys. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising he won, right? But not the, way, totally. the way he passed Dungeon took off, like, that's... In both motos, yeah. He's, I, you know, Dungeon's going to be fine. Everybody yeah. knows that, you know? Yeah. Tomac, I'm a little suspect, but I think he'll be all right. He'll he'll get in there and get yeah. some wins. Yeah, you know. Kiefer was saying earlier, like it's four four for third overall, but it was, he was depressing on the podium. Like he was, oh, he did <laughs> see, bummed, right? He was majorly yeah. bummed. Yeah. He was not happy. And what was it that he wasn't happy about? He's, bike setup. What do you think? What I mean, well, he I didn't both. say it. I think bike setup a little bit, and that he got beat by twenty seconds or something. You know, because from where Roxon was to where he was, there was a big gap. Yeah. So. Yeah. And what so I was telling Steve earlier, it just sucks because everybody's going off of what he did last year. Like, you know, of course. You know, so everyone thinks he's going to blow everybody up at 20 seconds. That's not the case. Yeah. yeah. And that was an anomaly. The guy was just on it. Shit yeah. was working. I don't, I don't think that was an anomaly. People, you know, I've heard people saying, well, was that an anomaly or something? Uh, he, he deserved it. He kicked Dungy's ass the first four motos last year. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. Five know? motos. Yeah. Five motos. And then he crashed five six motos. motos. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, yeah, 
the other flip side of the RCH team, your old guy, Brock Tickle, had a bad day. Well, I talked what to, happened? Well, I, I talked never to, even saw him. I talked to Kyle, the team manager, about it, and yeah. he uh, bad starts. If you look at him, he came from the back, both motos. He yeah. crashed in one moto. I said, well, what about his wrist? Because, you know, Supercross and Outdoors, that's taxing on your wrist and everything else. And, and uh, Kyle said, uh, nope, fine, no problems. Like, wrist is fine. Just he made no excuses. Brock said, I got to be better. I got to be better. But it's a gnarly class. It's deep. <laughs> it is deep right now. Yeah. You know, you'll see probably people fall. You know, in Supercross, not many people got hurt, so it stayed pretty good, yeah. you know. Yeah. And we'll see what happens now. But to start off, I think it's looking it's at the Looking really at the deep. results, Bradley, what was your biggest surprise, do you think? Like either class, either guy, or, or watching on TV? Well, Martin definitely surprised me, Alex. He Alex, rode really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And then I knew Savachi was going to be okay, but him going 1-1 and the way he did it, I was – that surprised me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, 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 if you told me, hey, Savachi's going to win Hangtown, I'd be like, all right, you know, three one, four two, right. you know what I mean? It's four one, you know, some score like that. Seely, it's the best outdoor performance I've seen him do before. He hasn't had much. Yeah, he raced four races last year, got hurt year before. I think he crashed at Millville, and got hurt, so he doesn't have a ton of experience. No, he was third for twenty five minutes. Yeah, I you saw know, got that. sucked yeah. up into the end there. Got but, that great start. Yeah, Canard fell both motos. That's Damn, what is his deal? The guy hauls ass. <laughs> yeah. He gets good lap time. Berlute, you know? very, very I'm bummed because I love that guy. You know? Know? Berlute, and he know. rides so sick, too. He's such a <laughs> sick rider God to watch. dang. Yeah, yeah. No, it's one of those things. Uh, Trey's got to figure it out. Uh, let's get to a commercial or commercial caller here. Uh, Dark Side, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good, Keeper. How's it going, man? What's up, man? Not much. Hey, I just with all your experience, your knowledge, inside knowledge there. Do you guys think Texas will get a national back in the next few years, three, four years? Mm. I don't think so, but may I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't what tracks so. would they go to? I mean, I know Freestone wouldn't be back, obviously, right? Yeah, I don't know about like Three Palms, or I mean, there's there's a such a big motocross community, so many tracks. You got Oak Hill. I mean, there's a lot of tracks that bring in the big name riders at least once a year, but. I just—it's such a big community here. Riders like California and Florida. I just mm-hmm. can't believe we don't have one, dude. You guys have never really had one. Never mind Freestone. Like you had San Antonio one year, Berlute, right? You went there one year. Yeah, that was um, uh, like eighty-seven. Yeah, eighty-seven, Berlute. It was <laughs> yeah, so far back. San Antonio, yeah. Um, and like Freestone for three or whatever. Like Texas. It's never really had Rio Bravo, Rio Bravo back way day, back in yeah. the day. Yeah, like yes, that's where I, th- I shattered my collarbone. Is Rio? I think there's a, a, a temperature problem. You know, in the summer, you, you don't want to go there. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of schedule around it. And uh, like Freestone was damn right dangerous at times. We don't even go to Florida. Well, we yeah. they don't even go to Florida yeah. that time of year. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, well, yeah, dark I'm side. I, I that's disappointing. I would not hold your breath, but because you probably will die. <laughs> so. All right. I guess Tennessee it is, then. Yeah, that's it, man. All right. That's a hot one, too. Thank you. Thanks, Darcy. All right. Thank you, guys. See you, man. Uh, Berlute. What about James Stewart? Who? James Stewart. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's the same thing every week. I I don't – what about him? I mean, what can you say? I mean, everyone talks about him every race that he goes to, but really? Why? Why are we even talking about him? Well, I don't mean to be an asshole, but yeah. seriously, what's his deal? I don't know, bro. He went off the end of the berm after the mechanics area. What blows my mind is people are still spending a lot of money, right? So we were talking about earlier, like, let's say he does go somewhere else next year. Is someone willing to pay him and give him stuff to, to race? You as a manager, would you? No. I mean, I, th- I think 
you know, I, I don't know. I, I just can't. I, I think he's done. I, my personal opinion, you know. I don't think he's done, but he may need to be done. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how you get back to being the top guy or close to it. I just, I don't know how you do that. You know, you just fell off that. I spit all over myself. Uh, s- wow. Yeah, I was very excited. There. <laughs> ice cream sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Great radio. Pookie's ice cream sandwich. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's sad because yeah. that guy's amazing. You know, when he's yeah. on, but I, what? It's it's the same every week. Mm-hmm. It's just getting old. Why do why do we even talk about it? And you're talking about it, but why? Uh, sorry, brother. That's because it's James. That's why. Because we know how how dominant he can be and how he was, and we expect that as fans to be like that still. And it's not the case. The case is the guy can't finish a race. Right. So we're like, what That's the hell? That's why I'm saying why. I mean, here we go again. Here we go again. Here we go again. All right. Okay, this is it. We're, we're talking about this. There's a lot of other things and a lot of good Brute, riders to talk about. Brutes like Alan Iverson. <laughs> Stu, we're talking about Stuart. Talking about practice. That's what brothers like right now. There's a lot of good. We're talking about Stuart. Uh, playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. <laughs> uh, Tony Berluti, uh, Gear Ally, cold call. That's right. We just cold called his ass to get here tonight to uh, come in studio with uh, myself and Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider, Dirt Rider Magazine. Uh, hey, Watson's starting a podcast. Have you heard? Are you going to be a uh, guest on him? Nah, he hasn't contacted me uh, at all. We'll see if we can get be podcast, huh? Yeah. I thought he told me he maybe did one with a writer or something. Um, with with Swank or something? He that said, was a while ago. He goes, you got to read it. You got to see it, Berlud. It He really gets into his dark side and all this stuff. Jeez. I go, but I never did. Did you listen to it or see it? Uh, yeah, he was here when he was doing it. So I, oh, I, you I did, did it here? Yeah, Swank was no, that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, Berlude. Uh Half a year ago? Yeah, he, maybe. Uh, he yeah. maybe did one with uh, the, the other kid. Bess. Bess, Shane yeah. Bess. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Was to- it a good job or... Is he going to take business away from you, Steve? Uh, sure, why not? Yeah. It's the best podcast out there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Travis, Travis is on the phone right now. 702-586-757. You got a question. Uh, a little while ago, we ran a poll. Um, Kiefer th- seems to think that Tony Alessi will come on the Pulp Map show again. Oh, yeah. Where's the poll at? He will only come on if I do not talk, though. Last time we spoke, he said he would be more than happy to come on as long as I organize the, the questions and, and, and talk to him. That's kind of what he said. Yeah. Okay. So we did a poll. Um, people, some people thought that was bullshit that I wasn't be allowed to talk if Tony came on the show. Travis, uh, you ran a poll. What are the results there? What's uh, going on? It's it's hovering right around sixty percent saying that you should be able to ask questions. Thank you. That's not sixty's not much. We got twenty four hours, so there's still hope. <laughs> yeah, there's still hope. I ran a poll too about the most surprising uh, thing at Hangtown: uh, Savachi, Roxen, or JT's orange gloves on the pre-show. Oh my God! I seen that. What was that all about? I don't know. He liked them. Orange gloves. Is he germaphobic or something? It, no, it was really cold there. It was cold. It was. Yeah, freezing. Berlin. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought he was no. giving fly. Uh, it got cold and then it rained. Poured rain in the first moto. It's funny you mention it because I saw that and I go, "Holy, what is this? A fashion statement with his hairdo and all?" No, yeah, he's very. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 put I to- together. He's I really told put him together. he's going to look at that hairdo in ten years and go, "What the fuck was I thinking?" And he said, "Listen, Mathis, you got bigger problems than worrying about my hair." And I'm like, okay, but I'm just saying. But he's been running it a while, and he no, gets away yeah, with it, no. though. Yeah, he's got a chick and stuff, so yeah, whatever. People Whoa, like him, yeah. That's so, breaking Jerk news. off. Um, yeah, there he is. Call me a jerk off. Um, so 60% people say that I should talk during the Tony Alessi segment. Kiefer? Well, maybe I'll get with Tony. Maybe we'll, we'll accommodate you. Let's, let's, let's just try everything. to get a negotiation okay. here, because okay. I think that would be a great show. Uh, You're out of your mind, dude. Let's talk about Mike and Cannon. Let's talk about Tony. Let's talk, talk everything Alessi. Uh, I think Tony would 
Berlute here would say the same thing about Alessi that he just said about James. We're talking about Mike. <laughs> Talking about, talking about Tony? Well, hey, at least he finishes, huh? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, he's yeah. a top ten. Uh, I mean, or, I mean, he gets around yeah. in Supercross. He actually had a not he, a bad season. He, did. Right? Yeah, exactly. no, he yeah. absolutely did. Yeah. And uh, he's going to Canada. Is yeah. that again? Yep. I Go. thought he got booted out of there, and people were throwing shit at him. Yeah, his... people were throwing shit at Freeze. Uh, Mike was okay. People oh, were not okay. happy with Freeze at all. Right. Oh. But Freeze is back, so him and Mike are teammates again. Been yeah. like a, a massive combustible ball of hate. Wow. Alessi and Freeze together. So it should be, should be fantastic. Um, the NFAB JGR, a check-in. It's time for that. N-Fab.com, of course. Uh, at NFAB Inc. on Instagram and Twitter. Check out what those guys got going on. The NFAB Ampro Yamaha team. Of course, the JGR guys. Phil Nicoletti on the M- NFAB YZ450. Killing it this weekend. And uh, NFAB's a big part of those guys. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts. We profile a member of the uh, JGR staff every single week. And, uh, and trying to give you guys a little bit behind-the-scenes look at somebody at JGR. So this week on the NFAB check-in, we talked to uh, Phil's new mechanic, Isaiah Murph. He used to be Barsha's, I guess his background was he was Barsha's practice bike guy, slash Marshall Weldon's guy or something. Um, and then now he's on the JGR team. So here's the NFAB JGR check-in with Isaiah Murph, the brand new mechanic for Phil Nicoletti. Isaiah Murph, uh, new crew chief here, new crew member here at the JGR team. Uh, first up, you're a mechanic for Phil Nicoletti. And before we get into today, I'm sorry about Phil. you got to work with Phil. No, he's not that bad. He's a little picky, but he's pretty much quiet for the most part. He's pretty negative. Uh, I don't know. I think people just take him wrong because he's so quiet, but other than uh, that, he seems okay. He's pretty easy to work for, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He gets along everybody good and just goes, does his business, and that's about it. Now, you were working with... Uh, he didn't Mar- break anything today. Phil didn't break anything? Nothing. I saw him jump off the track early in practice, though. Oh, that's, 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 that's Phil. That's testing the, the <laughs> surrounding areas. Uh, and today, 10th uh, overall, I think. Uh, I don't know what the moto finishes were. 11-9. Uh, 11 11-9. 11-9, yeah. Nice job to start, right? Not bad at all. It's a good way to start the season for him, for sure. And how was he? How's he been testing? Has he been fast? Uh, yeah, he's been really fast lately. He's uh, been staying out west a lot, and he came home. We did a thing for Auto Trader a couple of di- one week, but, yep. but for the most part, he's been out west the whole time. Suck it, Murray. <laughs> And Phil, there's Phil, positive Phil again. Yeah, he's fantastic. He probably thinks he sucks because he got ninth overall. Yeah, probably so. Well, how's life uh, fitting in here with the guys? Uh, great, great group of guys here. I've been with them for a while, the NFAB, JGR dudes. Uh, how's it been? Uh, it's really good. Everybody's super nice and help you out when I need it because I'm new and everything. But it's, uh, it's all good. Everybody works hard and it's a good group of guys. Well, cool, man. We'll welcome aboard and uh, store up some Phil stories for us because we'll be asking you during the year, all right? Yes, sir. Thanks, All right. Man. All right. NFAB JGR checking with Isaiah Murph. He's uh, brand new on the job, so he's being shy. But hopefully he's got some great Phil stories down the road for us because Phil stories, I can't get enough of Phil. How about when I said you jumped off the track second lap of practice? He's like, How did you see that? He's like, oh, yeah. Dude, he just went straight. The track Which went, part? Uh, going away from the starting line, the rollers, the sand rollers, yeah. and coming back. You kind of make a right, left, right again. Yeah. Before the fly 150, yeah. you come over a hill. Okay. And Phil went straight. Oh shit! Under the flat ground, and the track was going to the right. <laughs> Phil Nicoletti, everybody. Um, so Tomo on Twitter said, "Okay, well Steve Steve Mathis won't ask Tony Alessi questions, right? But perhaps a Shmeev Schmathis that could work. You know, you can be like, you know." <laughs> Um, all right, X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand Goggles, Brock Tickle wears X-Brand out there and kills it on the reg. A lot of riders wear X-Brand Goggles. Matt Pichelli, another one guy wears X-Brand. Fast Freddie Norn, rocking X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. The best goggle out there, 
hands down, no doubt about it. Uh, you still building them, Steve? No. Oh. No, I'm over that. Oh, okay. Uh, Frankie is. Frankie? Frankie. Lay them? No. <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> Garcia. Garcia. Frankie Garcia. You okay. Suzuki guy? Asterisk kid? Um, I, uh... I, no I, more dog hair then, huh? What? That's what the guys were saying, well, Steve. Okay, well, we you always talked about the dog Andrew hair. Andrew Short said he had dog hair in his Scott goggles this weekend from John Knowles. Really? Knowles has a golden lab. Uh-oh. And I intend to bring okay, this up with okay. Knowles. <laughs> just, so, sorry. Um, get testy All on right. Th- there was very few instances of dog hair in the goggle. I did have some, and it carried on like an urban myth. Yeah. Like the guy in your basement saying, you know, I'm in your basement. You know, urban myth. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, um, hey, only, question about the goggle prep, though. Yeah. When you put the uh, panty liner, yeah, on there, what kind? What is it? Light? What? Oh yeah, and there's a, there's a there's a special one to use. Okay. You, you explain. Have to, you have to use a, a name brand. Okay. Uh, like what? Give me give me a name. Cotex. Yeah, Cotex. Okay. Yeah, Cotex. Okay. Light. Light. Normal size. There's different size vaginas. I didn't know this. Okay. The pads come in different sizes. So light, normal. Yes. Normal, light days. And it, and, and then you fold it over the foam on the vent on yeah, top? Yeah, on the top, like this. So yeah. then that doesn't flow air then? It's fine. It barely folds over. Okay. Yeah, you like that? Because you put it on the bottom of the opener foam. Bot- very bottom of the... So you curl it under and then over no, the... No, no, don't curl it under, but put the put the edge on the very flat of the foam. Okay. And it's just little bit sticks over, folds over. God, it's that small then. Yeah, it's a normal size vagina. Oh. Um, like a, and do not buy. Come up here. <laughs> do not buy. That's a good one. Do not buy a no-name brand. They don't work as good. Buy the Codex because they don't stick. They don't sweat, absorb much, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a size. I always wondered it. that because I I tried it and it didn't fit right and it fucking blocked the top of the the air vent. I was yeah. like, this is bullshit. You're just not doing it right, bro. Right. Um. Okay, so X-Brand goggles. Use the code PulpMX16 to save money at xbrand.com. Uh, great goggle, terrific goggle. If you don't wear X-Brand, you're not going to win. It's that fucking simple, people. So, all right. These are X-Brand goggle questions submitted by Corey Moser. Remember oh, him? Oh, boy. Remember him? Corey, yeah. Yeah. I remember him. <laughs> Prelude, like, yeah. He's got some hard questions. He does. And uh, 30 seconds or less. 15 seconds, 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, intro. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Rapid-fire. All right, these questions submitted by Corey Moser for Tony Berluti, Chris Kiefer, and myself. Let's do it. All right, Steve, I'll start with you. If you were given the keys to Barsha, what would you do to get him back on the box? Well, he has to talk to me first. That's number one. That would be giving you the keys. He's not talking to me right now. Oh, what'd you do now? I don't know. What do you always do, Steve? Exactly, Berlut. I'm Geraldo Rivera. (laughs) Exactly. He doesn't like me. Um, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Because Johnny O has worked with him, and and Antonez, I really believe in Buddy. I think Budman's good. I don't know, man. I don't know. Waffle. Sorry, bro. Waffle. Step one, talk to me. We'll we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, Kiefer, what has been your worst moto injury? Uh... Shattered elbow and ruptured spleen. All right, well, I should hold on. Take it back. Shattered elbow and um, punctured lung, collapsed lung. Same time. Yeah. Where at? When, when? Well, there was more to that too. So I, 
I went to go race and it was a practice at, uh, I forget which track it was, but it was still frozen. And when they graded, there was dirt clogs up to face the jump. Well, one dirt clog was frozen. I went to go soak it up. And when I went to soak it up, it just bucked me. So I went to jump off the bike. And as I jumped off, my feet clipped the, the handlebars and pushed me yeah. forward. So I landed with my elbow and everything against my ribs. So oh. shattered my elbow, went into my ribs, broke seven ribs, collapsed my lung and ruptured my spleen. What hurt the most? In my internals. Yeah. I knew my arm was broke. I'm yeah. like, I can deal okay, with that. Yeah. Heather had to have some guy load my bike. She drove me to the hospital, and I told her, hey, I feel sick. I feel not yeah. right. She's like, oh, you're just nervous. And I go, no, I've broken bones. Something's up. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I said that, I threw up, and it was all blood. Mm. So it's, it's, it hurt, though, the pain inside. Inside yeah, was yeah. just like someone was stabbing me. Damn. What, what about your worst injury, brother? Uh, femur, wrist at the same time. Femur? Femur's oh, a... Femur. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've recovery's some not that big of a deal. Yeah, I've heard some guys break their femur and they don't even know, though, sometimes. They like, don't know? Yeah, like they're like, yeah, well, When your my... leg's going this way. Yeah, yeah, no, you I know, know. You definitely know. But, you know, like a, like a crack or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, some guys are like, oh, my, like I really hurt. Like, like fractured? Or whatever. Like femur, when I think femur, I think gnarly pain. It's the toughest bone to break in your body. It's the biggest bone... At, it's it was painful for a bit, but you know they put a rod in there and you're you're ready How'd ready you, to go. Would you go with the bars or? Yeah, I went over the bars and the bike yeah. smacked me. Uh, did, it, did it stick out or anything? No, or? I didn't get a compound. No, I just go to get up. You know, naturally you go to yeah, jump right. on my bike and my legs go. <laughs> I go, uh oh, so I sat back down. But, uh. Yeah. I uh, I was leading the pro 125 pro class in arena cross in Fargo, you know, 22nd track and. I was going outside to double or triple something, and a guy was sneaking in on the inside of me. They had triples back then, Steve? Yeah, or okay, double, whatever anyway, it was. I'm I don't know, no, no, no. No, it wasn't a supercross triple. It was an arena cross, I'm so fucking whatever. with you, dude. So I, I said to myself, <laughs> I'm going to fuck this guy getting me on the inside, you know, trying to jam me. I'm going to try to triple from the middle, uh, you know? So I got to sit down. I yeah. got to get some lift. And I sat down, and I think it goes, boom. Uh, and I just went, like, I didn't even get a chance to jump off, oh into the ground in Fargo, North Dakota, uh, cracked my pelvis, and uh, that was so much pain. Yeah, it hurt so bad. So Pelvis is gnarly. Yeah. But they didn't do anything for it. It's bed rest. That's really all it is. You know, they didn't. Your recovery on that, so. Kiefer, was that long? I mean, it was that, is, is that the injury that it's longer took longest? Yeah, so I did it in January, and I had to... Uh, I got a, I signed for a KTM Canada contract to go race there, and so I had to race in May, so I was good in, like... Into like middle April, so I had like two weeks of ride before I went up north. So I just felt sorry for Heather because you're on drugs in the hospital, right? People don't understand that like they put you on the shit that you're just fucked up on, Morphine. right? And then they they okay, you got to take a shit before you leave. You know, okay, oh, so you're trying to push this this fucking shit. You think it's a baby and it comes out a BB, you know? And you're like, okay, you can go home. And then this after dark? No. Okay. And but then you go home and then you detox of all that shit. And I'm telling Heather. Just leave me, divorce me. I'm a piece of shit. I'm never gonna be able to do Why anything. Why would you say that? <laughs> because I'm like so effed up in the head. I'm trying. To, I mean, that seems like because I feel like I couldn't do anything. It was Aiden's first birthday. I couldn't help her like do anything. So I'm like, just leave me. I'm a piece of shit. Leave me. She's like, oh my god, you're effed up. I'm taking you back to the hospital. <laughs> I would. I got. I got off the shit. I told him no more. Yeah. No, I don't want no morphine. And then, but then I they took codeine or whatever and. Man, you it constipate. It's that's the constipation that's what I'm thing's gnarly. Yeah. You think you're gonna poop this huge thing out? And it's a freaking little bullet. All right, next question. <laughs> next, Brian Goggle Teros. 
Uh, Berludi, how much information do you think a factory team withholds from their own support teams? For example, Suzuki withholding from RCH, Yamaha from JGR. Uh, I believe it happens quite a bit, actually. So, a lot. 5.8. Good job. Uh, Steve, what color gloves are you going to wear on the Saturday on Saturday during the pre-race show? Come on, bro. J- JT's got those gloves on lock. That's his idea, the orange gloves. I can't follow that up. It's like it's like it's like Michael, it's like someone coming out with another like Michael Jackson had one glove, and then you show up in the next two years and you got one glove on. You're like, bro, it's been done. Uh, Kiefer, yeah. If you could only ride one dirt bike for the rest of your life, which bike would it be? Well, starting right now, I'd ride YZ450. Shocking, shocking. It's a good bike. Sorry, every time I get back on that thing, I'm like, God, it's a good bike. Every time you get on the bike, you're like, oh, it's fucking heavy. It's wide. It makes a weird sucking noise. I like the sucking noise. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Uh, Berludi, why do you live in Vegas? And if you ever moved, where would you want to live? Lake Tahoe, if I were to move. But uh, I like Vegas. It's got a lot to offer. Why do you live here? What what happened to get you here? Um, My friends talked me into moving here from Reno about uh 30 years ago damn yeah you've really seen vegas change huh yeah like when you moved here uh excalibur was here and circus circus or no excalibur no i think wasn't built yet it was just on the verge so what of was getting that strip built. like 30 years ago was there like i guess there would have been <coughs> the old flamingo right the old yeah flamingo was there um and then uh, the tropicana yeah before they and then the cross is where Excalibur is, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah, there was a lot of holes, dude. I you can know, imagine. now it's like a yeah. brick jungle, you know. Right, but right. yeah, now that you mention it, like especially uh, the west side of the strip. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of holes, and then now it's just covered yeah. with. Uh, and then they Parking got the new stadium, stuff, yeah. the, the new arena, that arena yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So the riding too has probably changed, right? Like you used to <laughs> be able nowhere to... good to ride anymore. Yeah. Was there? There was actually really cool little pockets you could ride in within town, you know. Yeah. Hey, this, we're going to go to Trop and Jones. Little track, you'd go there after it rained and stuff and just have fun, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so there's little pockets everywhere, and now you, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're all, all gone. gone. Yeah. Well, all right. Are you more of a mountain guy than a beach guy then? Being the yes, definitely I'm a mountain guy, yeah. for sure. Steve, which rider will show the biggest improvement in their race results this weekend? Adam Cincerillo. What was his deal? Bad starts. Started 20th and something else after the first lap. Track was not Hangtown-ish as far as being rough. It was old school Hangtown. But he was okay. He rode yeah. well and everything yeah, he was rode good. okay. Qualified yeah, second. Bad, yeah, qualified yeah, second. Yeah, I saw that. Got bad starts. Yeah, never that. really <laughs> able to make, make a move to the front. You got to move. There's who, guys that move. Like me? I got to move? Nah, oh. I mean, you, I, mean I, I don't know. We'll see what happens this week. Yeah. So you're thinking he's going to be a big improvement? I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. I, I could be blinded. I like Adam. So I, could, I, I, could, I like him. Yeah, I could be blinded. By I want to see him do right. well, yeah. yeah. Top three this weekend? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Easy on that. Bro. Okay, I just want to see. But top five? Top five, sure. Okay. Top five or six, yeah. Kiefer, looking back, when do you think the Stewart train started to come off the rails? <sighs> when he got on Suzuki. No. I feel like it. He won five races against RV in 14. Yeah, but then that was, but nothing consistent like he was when he was. Then didn't he win the first four motos outdoors that year? Same year? I I honestly don't remember. For the photographer crash track? 
Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So, what are you talking about? I just think this, that first year, after that first year of Suzuki, he just kind of went off the off the rails. Okay, well, it's fine. It's your question. You can answer it right. you want. Rip the tear off. All right. Rip the tear off. Uh, Berluti, <laughs> if you worked at Suzuki, who would you hire for next season? If I had uh, all the money in the world, mm-hmm. carte blanche. Yeah. Well, I would probably... I would do everything to probably keep Roxon. Yeah, I assume he's leaving. Yeah, we all assume. That. I assume he is too. Yeah, I don't is know. that the the is that the word? You're yeah, out, yeah. You, you're out on the road. Yeah, so. that's the word. Uh, I haven't heard much about it. Yeah, for Honda, but uh, I heard there was a couple snags a couple weeks ago. I heard there were some snags in the deal. Hmm. I don't know if it's true or not. I, I I know I heard from somebody that heard Kenny say like ah, I'm looking forward to this on a Honda or something next year or some sort of statement about being on a Honda. The thing is, what's weird to me... He said that in front of some guys. Proof of the pudding. <laughs> what? It's weird to me that he would want... The, the, the bike's brand new next year. How 18, would he... 18. Oh. No, I'm talking about Honda. Oh, sorry, yeah, Honda. How would he even know what he's getting himself into? Because I know he hasn't yeah. rode it yet. Right. So... How do you know that, Berlu... Or Kiefer, how do you know that? I just know things. How do you know that? I just know things, and I know hey, there's no way he would have wrote it yet. This, this is it's Honda, okay? And you're right; they're, they're, they've had a couple of bad years, but I don't. He's so natural; he'll be fine, I think. Here's something that somebody said to me, though, and they might have a point. Honda is really tight, tight-lipped, or tight. Uh, they keep a tight rein on their riders, social media-wise, and things like that. They don't like that kind of stuff getting out. Kenny is not shy on his social media. He'll tell somebody to suck his dick. He'll be like balls and you know what I mean? Like, it's funny. I, I like guess it. he's the number one nut, guy that followed, right? Yeah, nut hugger, and all, you know, whatever. He's not scared. And I love that about him. <laughs> yeah. Will Honda freak out about that kind of stuff if he starts going back at his Twitter and Instagram followers? That has been known. If to they do. know the value of it, they, they won't bother him, will okay. they? I don't know. You know, no, what? you know. Hey, you're, you're, I wrote I'm a pre- just my. I wrote a press release one time for Andrew Short. I was work, maintaining his website when he was at Honda. Yeah. And you were, yeah. Shorty said that he went and crashed in practice. He got a, a shot, uh, a pain shot uh, at the Asterix truck, and it helped him through the night. I put that in the quote in the press release and everything else. Honda called me and was like, "You need to take that out." And I'm like, "But it was Asterix." No, we don't want that in there. We don't want people thinking that our riders are getting shot up. Yeah. I don't blame them. So you know, take it out of there. And I'm like, "It's Asterix truck. Like that's football know. players do it all the time." Yeah, and so that's the kind of example. Now, that's old. That you know, new management things change, but that was an example of Honda being like, no, 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 no. You know? But that's hush hush. How many people ever do you ever hear about that? Yeah, you don't really hear about you it. You don't ever hear about it, Steve. Yeah. I don't. Think. No, I don't know. Well, I think figures common knowledge. People right? just say, yeah, like, Asterisk like, helped me out a little bit. That's what you hear. Well, like you, yeah, and you know, and I know Doc G. He's got some good stuff. You know, right? the, the chiropractor guy that got Davy Millsaps in trouble. Doc G. Did that. <laughs> yeah. He got in trouble. That, that was where Davey got substance from, Doc yeah. G. I don't, I don't know. I, I think he'd be smarter than that, and I don't. I, yeah, I'm not, so, but, would I, so would I. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So. Uh, those guys, for sure, they get those, and that's what they're supposed to do, you know, to get the guy back out there. And I, they, like, like Kiefer said, you do it in football, you do it in every sport there is, but you never hear about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I, I feel with the Doc G deal, he's a chiropractor, not a doctor. I don't know if he should be doing things like that. If he is, that's kind of stuff like to, uh, me, that's, to me. Like you might have a hard on for him or something. No, not at all. Are you sure? Not at all. I okay. just, 
I know Davey was telling everybody that Doc G got him the substance that got him fired. Really? Yeah. Davey okay. was like, I got it from him. My chiropractor. <laughs> That's like me saying, oh, yeah, let me, let me give you a shot. I'm just janky Mathis. I don't have any, you know? That's all. Well, he's, he's well-received in the industry. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. I, I, I don't really know G. He seems like a nice guy. I just He's a good guy. I, yeah. That's what happened. Davey's like, hey, that's the, the guy I got it from. And that yeah. guy, and he wasn't authorized to give that kind of stuff out. Whatever not, was it, whatever it was. So, that's not good. You know, so anyways. Um, hey, get back to your question, though. What was I don't question? think. Oh, Kenny and Honda. Yeah. I don't think Honda, I think. I think Kenny changes his tune a little bit. I think that might be part of the deal. Like, hey, you get this contract, might have to just mail your, your social media out a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. What about Kenny dominating 2014 outdoors on a KTM, not really liking the bike, winning right. the title, jumping to Suzuki? We know he's had some issues with Suzuki's. Dad said it. Now, Dad's interview was probably only half correct. With Suzuki's you know I mean? or with RCH? With RCH. Okay. You know, now he's winning again. And let's say he keeps winning, he leaves again. You know, and then we hear from Kenny in 17, halfway through Supercross in 17, that he's still struggling with the new Honda, the new bike that's coming out. Some of us in the media will be like, geez, dude. Steve, you know, come on. Set up, bro. Don't you think that his his beef last year was legitimate? You, We talked about on the show, the team and how they were. And, you know, he couldn't get to, you know, he hated that air fork that they were yeah. using and stuff. And. I yeah. mean, they yeah, switched to KYB Air Fork now. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm saying some of that obviously was true. Yeah. He, they've said it and he's working better. Yeah. So what I'm saying, though, is like, so now they've got the bike working much better. Clearly, he's said that over and over. Mm -hmm. And let's say he wins this title. Mm -hmm. Now he's starting from square one on Again. a new bike. Right. Like Honda can't even say, hey, Sealy and Canard love this setup because apparently it's pretty new next year. Yeah. So Honda's going to be from a learning spot. Honda yeah, will be. Yeah, I, I agree, but you don't know? you think they're, they got enough resources? They'll, they'll get it dialed in for him. And don't you think he's such a natural – he's one of the most natural yeah. guys there is. Yeah, I know he is. Know? He seems like a guy that could, yeah, ride anything. Yeah. You know? Montessa. I mean, I remember saying, to him, why are you leaving KTM, bro? You're working these dudes. <laughs> you know? And he was just like, ah, I'm not happy with my bike. It's not working that good. And I'm like, you just went 1-1. One, one. <laughs> Set up, you bro. just won the championship. Set up, bro. All right, anything else? Is it, did we finish? <laughs> X Brown goggles, choice of champions everywhere, like Brock Tiggle, Fast Freddy Norman, Matt Pichelia, just to name a few. Kyle Chisholm, also X Brown goggles. Chiz's shoulder is jacked. Mm. He put in shitty results this weekend, but he knew he would. He's just riding to get better and hopefully get stronger. And uh, we should see a much better Chisholm after the break. So after that's cool that he's Glenn racing Hellen though. Yeah, no, he's, he's that's commendable. That's it's gnarly. the best kind of training. It really is. Two thirties, right? And as long as you hold on and don't crash going yeah, down the Glen no, Hill and downhill and kill yourself. <laughs> <or> shit. <laughs> now that you say that, Brother, you're right. That that is the drawback. <laughs> the uh, the going down the hill and killing yourself. Uh, all right. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I appreciate it. Joey Savacci came on. Davey Millsaps came on. Eric Pernard came on. We had Eric on earlier. Oh, great. And, How's uh, he? Oh, he's good, yeah. Filthy Phil Nicoletti, all on. And Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider. Kiefer got a promotion at Dirt Rider, and he got a raise, Berlut. He's now a senior <laughs> test editor <laughs> at like, Dirt Rider. The guy's got about five different hats I see him wearing. He's yeah, got a W hat on, too. He works he for also, them, too. He, he, he hates money. <laughs> I hate money. Is that what money. it is? Yeah. That's what because he... he's got a podcast opportunity to, for, to sponsor his podcast, and he won't do his podcast. So, I just Yeah, it's, I just won't do it. That's the thing. We got a 10th person who's starting a new podcast. Now, Travis, when's your podcast starting? <laughs> You're starting uh, next week. Scraping.com or Scraping with Travis? After yes. he finishes <laughs> his app. 
Two to three months, bro. Hey, doesn't Travis kind of sound like a uh, uh, guy B a little bit? His, I his, his yeah, a little voice? bit. Yeah, well, listen to talk. Him. Say something. I'm gonna close my eyes. Hi, Steve. No, that's too <laughs> normal. What do you want me to say? Eh, a little bit. No. I don't know what Guy B sounds like. I, no, I talk to Guy B all the time. That doesn't sound like Guy B. Oh, bullshit. You've been away from the race. You've been away from the race. Stop it. I've talked to Guy B t- plenty of times. Tons of contact cleaner. Let's ask the on. question that we want to know. At least I want to know. Are you coming back? To the to the race circuit? Up? Yeah. No. You're done, finally. I'm done, finally, yeah. Yeah, you've always kind of been on the fence, but you've said you've always been happy doing what you're doing, but... You're... I love I love being out there. Yeah. I hate the travel. Same thing. You've heard yeah. me say it a million times. The travel, getting on those stupid airplanes... Um, and I just love being home. Lately, now that I'm home, I realize what I missed yeah. a long right. time. You know, I mean, believe me, I, I love the did family. You go, did you go to Santa Clara? No, I didn't. Where'd you go? I saw you. Did you go to a race? Anaheim, right? No. Huh? Where did I go? Did I go to a supercross? I swear you went to a supercross. That we miss each other, or I said hi, or no? I think I maybe went to one, but I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> okay, but you're done. You're done. Yeah, I have no interest right now to go on the road. And, I'm, get, and I'm not getting younger. Just think, that's huge. And I'm not getting younger. How many years has he been doing this? Oh, he's a goddamn American uh, hero. That's so what I'm saying. Team mechanics, guys, really, seriously. Stop. 1986. Seven. Seven. Yeah. To, nine, to 2007. Eight. Oh. Nine. Ten. Oh, 25 years? 13. 14. 13. 14 was, was my fuck? last year. Yeah, never mind. I'm, I'm drunk. 14. 14. Yeah. 1987 to 2014. Yeah. Tony Brilliard, everybody. That's almost uh, 24. That, that's wonderful. 24 years. That's like, that no, should it's be. Not 24 years. 80, it's 27. Oh, sorry. Oh, to 14. Who's okay. counting? Who gives a fuck? What if some guy, what if team reaches out to you and goes, Berlut, we need you, crew chief, slash mechanic, West Coast, Steve, it ain't West Coast, happen. 250s I'm, only. I'm, I'm not nothing special, bro. West Coast, 250s only. What then? I might consider something like Phoenix, that. Phoenix, Oakland, yeah. Anaheim, yeah. you know. Something like that I would certainly okay. consider, yeah. All right. We might get them back. There you go. <laughs> oh, Steve, you're something. Speaking of racing, it. why don't you do some nationals, bro? Huh? Why don't you race the nationals? I'm good. Why don't you do a couple nationals? You love racing I was so going to go to Canada, but you're always you so... did, my, my, uh, my guy over here didn't get me locked in. Well, fuck Schuster. What can I say? <laughs> How old are you now? What can I say? I'm 30. I'll be 38 this year. 38? Yeah. And you're telling him to go do nationals That's like what I'm That's what I'm saying. He's so fucking worried about his turn form and everything else, you figure he'd want to race nationals. <laughs> no. Is he, is he, can you qualify for the night show? I'm, sure, the I show? C- I'm sure if I, I, would try, I could qualify, but after I that, think, I wouldn't be. I don't think, uh, I don't think you could. could I don't you mean to be show? disrespectful saying that. Are we talking about outdoors? No, Supercross. No. No, no I'm talking so. outdoors. I'm outdoors, talking outdoors. He, outdoors, he makes the motos, I think. Yeah, motos. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But Impressive. not after that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that would be the battle is just to make the motos. Why not yeah. float around in thirty fifth? Fuck that, you know. No, yeah. Exactly. Eat dirt unless you can get unless you're a good starter and you can get some badass starts. Even then, you well, just, then you got to have stamina, right? Well, you yeah. <laughs> Heather says you're fine. <laughs> hey, so how old is Alex? Yeah, you like that? He's got to be twenty eight, don't he? Alex Martin. No. Oh, twenty six. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. Wow. Twenty six, twenty seven, something like that. Yeah. How old's Marty? Marty? Yeah. Uh, 40. I don't know. At this point, who knows? I don't know. Started seventh, both motos, by the way. Didn't he finish. He did? Either. Yeah, didn't finish either race. Bike problems or? Yeah, you know, these things happen. Maybe next week. Maybe we'll next week, Marty. Davalos. Oh, jeez. The guy sure rides Supercross well, huh? God, he does. Why don't they just put these outdoor riders on outdoors and they Supercross riders on Sign supercross? them up for a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, folks. You'll get eight races out of them and four will be all right. He gets that much money. 
Yeah. No shit. For sure. A couple hundred really? thousand. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. God. That's what I'm saying. That's good. Money. I hear you. And I, I don't even blame Marty. I blame the fucking people who give him the contract. Absolutely. Hey, Marty, let's see what you got for eight races. He averages five outdoors a year in his whole career. Anyways, I'll just get going. Hey, that, and people are gonna get. He mad. won a supercross or two. Two. He won two, two supercrosses. Yeah. yeah. So he's yeah. won. He's won f- uh, five in seventy, eighty-one career races. But he's done in T50Fs or did, no? Well, he, oh, he'll be back uh, next year. Oh, and if Christ. he goes to Toronto, chances are Malcolm doesn't win, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? It's tough to well, say. Well, it sounds to me right like there, that yeah. was his fuck up, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, his fuck up for sure. <laughs> Travis, can you explain what Chip wanted here on the call? What did Chip say? What did I say? Oh, uh, Christian Craig sleepwalks. Something about a GoPro. I thought, I thought. Uh, Chip wants to strap a GoPro to Christian Craig. Yeah, yeah. While, while he sleepwalks. While he sleepwalks, and then we watch it. He sleepwalks. I don't know, but Chip, come on. What are we? <laughs> that sounds like some crazy shit that his dad. Never mind. I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good stories with the dad. Have you heard some? Oh man! All right. We're I have a really, I have this a really a good one. Family show, but it, we're not doing after dark, so we're not going to do it. I have a good one. Oh, everyone's got some some Mike Craig stories. I mean, I was a little guy riding '80s, and I remember vividly a good time. Being shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Being shocked about what I saw. Like, perhaps being like, I'm too young to know this, what goes <laughs> oh, on in this shit. Exactly. I'm sorry you even brought it up. That's yeah. fucked up, man. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, all right, let's take a... Uh, what do we got going on? We got the voicemails coming up. We got, we got any guests? No? We're good? Um, yeah, let's get Kiefer and Janky Mike out of here. We're going to go home. Yep, and we'll finish it up with Berlute. We got I'll see you all again more, next week. more to talk about Berlute. Um... Mike, uh, I think your mic works here. Hey, your ice cream sandwich is melting badly. So I know. Put the Mike, what's up, up man? <laughs> the chocolate. <laughs> now, are you there? Hello? You there? No, nope. There yeah. it is. All right. Janky Mike. Hey, we put it on our Twitter. You made Nick Way uh, an appreciation award. He he didn't like our plaque with a quad on it. And I don't know you, why, but. You're a listener of the show, and you're like, you're a welder. It seems like you're a pretty skilled dude. You're like, I'm going to take this thing and make a cool award. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate no problem. It. Anytime. I think we really liked it. We, we talked about some stuff during a commercial break that maybe we'll get you to, to do. And, yeah. And you also built the helmet holders here in studio. Yeah, we'll build these some more. Uh, and he, get them up here next time. Very nice. And even did the trophy, even though Nick blew them off at the yeah. the shop. So you saw Nick where? I ran into Nick at uh, McFaddendale Hardware in Corona. Uh-huh. And uh, I just was like, hey, man, I'm actually listening to you right now on the Pulp Show. He kind of looked over and was like, oh, cool, and then turned around and left. <laughs> That's kind of cool guide me. <laughs> That doesn't seem like like Nick doesn't yeah. like that doesn't seem Nick like I don't know. Only time that that sounds like Nick is when he doesn't do good at a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and then super, he's like, no, I've always said this. He's bipolar. Like yeah. happy it was pre Supercross, so it was preseason. So I don't know. He should have been in a good mood. In was already. he racing then, or was he still on? The Maybe he was still racing. Maybe yeah. he left his kid in the car and he had to get out there. It yeah. Could be. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for the for the trophy and everything. Oh, of course. I appreciate that it. That is yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really awesome. So, hope you enjoyed sitting in here. Yeah, it was and, good. Uh, thank you for having me in. Don't tell everybody how janky it is. It's not you know janky, what I mean? it's like, professional. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Bassets and, <laughs> and and ice cream sandwiches and tr- some guy named Travis. So, <laughs> so thank you, man. It's Appreciate good. it. Thank you. Uh, all right, Mike, uh, janky Mike coming in hot with the award. Uh, Kiefer, thank you, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week, right? You come up with Michelin's Randy Richardson. Me and Randy will be here. So, that'll be fun. And uh, uh, we bring an After Dark back next week. That's right. If we get some calls. All right, people. Seven, call. Email us. 
or, or email us at contest at pulpmugshow.com or call us at 702-586-757 with your love and romance issues and problems. Let's not let Pete win. Actually, we have a voicemail about Kiefer After Dark, but it's just a story the guy's going to tell us. So just listen. Okay. Will you listen back? Or? Yeah, I'll listen on the way home. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, he wanted to, to, to tell you a little story. And uh, so, yeah, your loving relationship questions. Kiefer will uh, try to help you with, your, with his After Dark segment. What? Really, do you have anything? <laughs> I'm not even familiar with this After Dark thing, so you guys well, might have to. We'll, as long fill, as we'll fill you in later. Out. As long as your name's not Peter, we're all right. Uh, okay, no, uh, Peter. third commercial break of the night, and we'll be back with voicemails, some more Hangtown talk with the great Tony Berluti. Thank you, Chris Kiefer. Thanks, Mike. And uh, stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey there, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Gear Alloy wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with eight pinch bolts instead of four and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey. 
Hey guys, it's Brittany Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, and talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, average, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have a Michelin Starcross 5 hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. 
You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech, privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. 
just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul Bemex Show. but I don't have that much. That was a good one. Yeah, remake of the Queen song. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, good job by the guys at Metallica for doing that. Uh, <laughs> you saw them, uh, you said, in Vegas here last year, huh? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. 
Yeah, it was a really good concert. Uh, awesome concert. And they played a long time, too. Works Connection, big part of our show, big part of everything you've done, Berludi, and every race team you ever worked with. Pretty much, uh, yeah. From, this, from really when they started with the frame guards and skid plates. Remember yeah. the skid plates? Oh, yeah. They had blue foam. That was where. Oh yeah, that was the big thing. Worst connection. Yeah, the fuel, fuel yeah. cell, fuel foam, cell yeah. foam. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's fantastic uh, to um, to have the guy that works connection available and on our sponsoring our show. And they're always making something new and, and better. Yeah, something really always something innovative and cool, and they're on on top of it. Yeah, they got some really cool products from the uh, from the gauge for the air forks, the non yeah, leak, leak gauge. Yeah, to their stands, to their radiator braces. So a lot of teams use their radiator braces and don't even advertise them. They just paint them black and put them on there. Um, so it's a great product. Uh, Works Connection. Please check them out. I appreciate it. I was supposed to go down to see Eric and the boys on Friday. At Hangtown? Yeah, Hangtown, my flight yeah. was delayed 40 minutes, and then traffic Damn, was bad, Steve. and then the rain was there. And Damn, Daniel. What? <laughs> What's that from? Uh, it was big time. Come on, dude. I thought you were social media. Pookie's laughing her ass off. <laughs> really? What, what is that from? Uh, you got to pull it up one of these times. My daughter. My daughter. It's a young thing, but it was, it was it's big. It's what, Pookie? A viral video. Oh. Yeah. Travis, you know what he's talking about? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I'm the only guy clueless in, there, in this group. You're not, you're Stop cool, it, you're dude. Cool you're enough. awful cool, Steve. Well, let me get Snapchat, and I'll get right on it. All right. So. Do it. Do you have Snapchat for loot? No, I don't have none of that. My do- I have a daughter's. <laughs> do so you monitor pre- her Twitter and Snapchat? No, they're 21 years old. I can't do that. They're 21 already, your daughter? 21 oh, and 25. My- I didn't know that. Yeah. God, they seemed like they were just little... Gr- it seemed like it to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say is this. What the fuck are you doing? Exactly. God, that's crazy. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. When are you going to have a kid, Steve? Uh, no kids. Okay. No kids. Uh, right. When I met Pookie when she was 18, living wild and free and crazy. Yeah. I think maybe one of our... Th- She's still that way. I know. One okay. of our second or third conversations was... Yeah, I don't want kids. I don't like kids. Um, and I'm like, okay. Like, Pookie said that? Yeah. yeah okay. she, she's never wanted children. All right. She's also her, unfortunately for me. she got enough of them running around here. Unfortunately for me, her parents have put the fear of life into her where, like, everything's terrible. Everything's bad. Everything's negative. So she thinks that the kids, if we have kids, they're going to. Dangerous. Everything's dangerous. You know, if we have kids... Running that, with scissors and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very, like, that was the way, you know... She used to say that when she ran, her mom would be like, don't run, you're going to break your leg. Right. That would be the... Right. Anyway, so she thinks he's this world, to bring children into this world, and who knows what can happen to them, disease-wise, or whatever. Yeah, well, how about just not having no money in the, anymore, and yeah, these, these kids... I, I I wouldn't want to be a kid anymore. Bro, we just went to San Fran, like, last week for two baseball games. Yeah. We couldn't do that if we had a kid. Well, that's true. You can't just take off for San Fran. What do you do with your dogs? Who watches a? You got what? Ten dogs. Who watches them? Uh, we pay a uh, pet sitter to come in. Oh, and you feed do. Them twice a day. Oh, they got a dog door downstairs. Right. And we, yeah, we always come home to some chaos, though. Rocky <laughs> gets a little bored and decides to do something. But yeah, uh, yeah, we just pay a dog sitter. Oh, so, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but we are going to Italy here at the end of June. We need some. We need a house sitter, I think, for that. We're at, we're striking out, Berlut. Do you want to? Mm. No, I don't. Th- I think I'll pass on that, Steve. Okay, I, right, I well. certainly appreciate the offer. I, I, I'm pretty busy with my job right now. Oh, I don't well, know if I have time we'll for that. Put Travis in. Okay. Travis will come on over. Trav, can you come? So where are you going to Italy? That, pay, are you, are you that paycheck's into, uh, gonna need an extra zero, probably. We're going to the GP, the Mantova GP. Nice. Pookie and I are awesome. And then we're gonna go to Venice, Lover City. Nice. Um, 
So I got her to go to Europe for a week, but um, I have taken her to a motocross race for two days. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Are but. you guys flying into uh... Verona? Flying to Verona. Oh, okay. Uh, which is southern Italy or whatever. So, yeah, southern Italy. Okay. No, I guess it's not. It'll be northern Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah northern, northern Italy. Italy yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. So looking forward to that. Oh, great. Yeah, gonna go see the GP. Check that out, and then go to Venice and have some fun. And Pookie doesn't do Europe. That Wait, much, that's so. a MotoGP. No. Because they just had the one Italian GP uh, no, yeah, last no, week. Well, that's another one coming up. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, we'll go see Reed's doing it. And, uh, yeah. Oh, Cor- good. That's Cor- one that Reed's doing. Yeah, he's doing okay. Madeley Base and this Italy one. So, um, yeah, I've taken Pookie to, Italy, to, awesome. to Europe. So, Have you been to Italy, Pookie? I love Italy. You're going to like it. She's been to France, yeah. yeah. I love Italy way better, I think. Personally, the people... They love to party and they love to drink wine and they like to have three hour lunches and they just have a good time. The Italian, then you're going to be in. You're Pookie gonna be, too. She's going to love it. Yeah. Wine. You like it, don't you? Uh, I don't like their pizza. I love it. I, don't, I like pizza. Yeah. Clearly. Look at me. But I do not <laughs> like Italians idea of pizza. The thin, but, thin. Yeah. Thin, thin. And yeah. The, uh, lots of cheese, like tons of cheese. Like, bro, back it off. Okay. You know, but anyways. It's be fun, Venice. Have and fun. I, I've been to Venice two or three times. Never been there, and um, so I, I I don't know Venice, but I I've done a lot there, so I sure. think that'll help when we go. You know, so it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm not so looking I, forward to those plane flights. Steve, you jump on them all the time. You just I got know, back that's from far, though, bro. God, it is far. I agree. I got back from an hour, from Sacramento. That was fun. That well, I I think I we I sent you a text. That at least you got an easy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. No, for yeah. sure. Uh, see, guy in the chat room says. Pizza in Italy sucks. He's with me. Chopper right in the chat room. 702-586-757. Call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Uh, these are the best of the best. We were off last week, so we had a lot of voicemails to uh, to go through. And uh, here we go. Here's the best ones uh, of the week. Hey, Steve. Paul the next show. Just wanted to share a little experience I had over the weekend. I grew up riding dirt bikes. Went from 85 to 250F. Started racing. I never got to ride a 125, so... Buddy at the track at a 125, just freshly rebuilt. Wanted me to hop on it. I'm a 450 novice to intermediate rider, so I know how to get around. One of the funnest bikes I've ever ridden. You can hold that fucking thing wide open and not give a shit. Scrubbing every goddamn bump on that damn track. Anyways, I loved it. Can't wait to get one now. Love your show. I mean, uh, yeah, all right, you got a 125, and you loved it. You're a 450 novice, and you got a 125, and now you love it. I mean, you know, it's so radically different from a 450 that it's so different that you would love it. Let's see you buy one and own it, and then, A, you know, have to do the rings on it every now and then, pissing on it, and then, B, not be able to clear the jumps at your local That's track. That's what I was going to say. You know what I mean? Like, these jumps, these tracks are bigger now with bigger jumps, and... And then you just get roosted the shit out of yourself. So I mean, I'm sure it's fun, but did he? He's a moto guy, huh? Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Stank Dog is riding 125s right now in national. <laughs> you know, he is. Yeah. Not on a 250F. No, he's on a Husky 125. He was, huh? Yeah, good luck, Stank. Love it. All right. Hey, this is Tyler from Pittsburgh. Hey, uh, just seen a lot of bash or backlash on your Twitter over the last couple of days about the Kiefer After Dark segment. Uh, I enjoyed it. You know, I've, I've been listening to the show for about two months now. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Uh, we're all adults. I understand there's plenty of warning, you know, uh, if there's little kids 
have your parent have their parents you know take them into a different room or whatever be responsible parents uh we're all adults and if we can't talk about that what are we uh what are we becoming love the show thanks Later. yeah exactly bro KQ, yeah thank god we talked about it a little bit already didn't we talk about that earlier in the show we did yeah yeah so yeah Kiefer after dark it stays we love Kiefer and keep your advice coming in for him and uh no man seems as enthusiastic as into Kiefer after dark than Chris Kiefer himself so and the guy that sent out the email to all the sponsors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had a quick question uh, about Jeffrey Hurlings. Um, <clears throat> are they trying to maybe create a Ricky Carmichael, uh, you know, over there in Europe just because they keep letting him stay down or whatever, and they want him to have these phenomenal win records? And I know you're a huge fan of Ricky, but <clears throat> it seems like that's what they're trying to do. Why don't they make this guy move up? Oh, and one other thing. Ken Roxon did beat him, and what did he do? He moved up. Uh, so hopefully this isn't a Chris question, and if it is, just delete it. Thanks. Bye. It's a Chris question, he said. Poor Chris. Um, yeah, it's a joke that he's down there. I mean, Honda tried to woo him away. He stayed with KTM. He makes fat money. KTM doesn't want him to move up because they've got Caroli as their guy. And Hurlings can win, and Caroli can win, and they can win both titles. It's just a fucking joke, though. The guy's more than ready for it. You hate it, Steve. I just, I just, I agree with Roxon you. Roxon moved over. Roxon says, "Hey, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I beat you." Uh, Geyser moved up uh, when he didn't have to. Fabra moved mm-hmm. up. Won world titles. Yeah. As a racer, as a competitor, you're looking to do the best to, to, to better yourself, to, to reach the pinnacle of your sport. Absolutely. Unless you're Jeffrey Hurlings, then you're like, "Fuck it, fuck it, I'm staying down." And we've seen karma, in a way, if you believe in that shit, which I'm not sure if I do, a couple injuries for Jeffrey the last few years, and some of that, I believe, is a little bit of karma maybe coming around. He felt he probably felt a little too confident. You know, he did it on an 80. He broke his leg once oh, on an yeah, 80. Oh, yeah, that was the first then he time. Bro- yeah. yeah, then he hurt himself on a 250F. I just... Scrubbed or something. I think Hurlings, and I think KTM, and I think Ustream. Ustream also changed the rules Probably because KTM was putting pressure on them. You used to be able to win the title twice, and then you had to leave. They changed that. Did they have that rule in Europe? Yeah, yeah, when they first did it. Uh And then Hurlings won it twice, and that rule went away. Oh, yeah. So they're all, shame on all of them. Shame on Hurlings, on KTM, and on Ustream for all of that. It's a joke. Uh, Jeffrey's a, a tremendous rider, incredible rider. He should be trying to better himself and getting up to the big class. Steve, U.S. does it too, though. The, our, our, that our, our win was 125, and I mean that rule goes back and forth and changes like it does over there too. I mean, our, yeah, but our guys get out. They the, her, her, RV won it three times out. Our guys, okay. You were just talking about uh, Davalos, okay? You know, I mean, yeah, but he's not elite. You know, he's not. A, yeah, well, he, no, he's won two races. There, there are dudes that milk the system. Sellers, yes. Sellers pulled up lame to stay in the class. Pingree's done it to stay in the class, but. But I'm talking Hurlings is world class. But what I'm saying, the AM, you meant you're, you're blaming on youth stream. Oh yeah, yeah. And AMA has done the same thing. Yeah, yeah they've, they've, they've changed. They've, it yeah, changed it a hundred times. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, absolutely. But real quick on the question of of Hurlings, what's the beef with Hurlings and Everett's? There's something. Yeah, yeah. No, they hate each other. Yeah, yeah Everett's, and, and, and that was Everett's protege. That was his boy. Yeah, and Everett's. From what I understand, and I don't know because I'm not there. Uh, I talked to journals and team members and people over there. From what I understand, uh, Everett's was t- trying to tell Jeffrey what to do and how to do things, and Jeffrey was like, "F you." And some of the some of Jeffrey's conduct conduct off the track, social media stuff, uh, things with Tonus's sister or something, things like that that were going on in the pits. Her, Everett's apparently was 
not happy with, and Erlings was like, beat it, buddy. Is this before Everett's went to Suzuki? Yeah, yeah, this is why Everett's left. I mean, oh. the 450 team is uh, an Italian team. It's, it's, it's Caroli's team. That's the KTM 450 team. Oh, okay. KTM Factory, really their presence is in the MX2 class. Oh, okay. And that's the KTM Factory team, and that's what they put Everett's in charge of. Well, him and Erlings butted heads so bad, Everett's essentially got let go. And oh, bought, no, out, wow. bought out Sylvain Gabors uh-huh. on the Suzuki team, hired Townley and, and all that. But, yeah, Hurlings and Everett's do not get along. Yeah, don't did not get like along. It. They don't talk. It, was, it went bad. It was horrible. I was wondering But about um, I don't know Hurlings at all besides um, at Bercy one year, I was standing next to him and I was talking to his old mechanic, Ben. No, not Ben. Ben's the other guy, the Aussie guy. I think he's Aussie. Maybe he's English. No, he's English. Ruben. Ruben. Ruben is, yeah. was Hurling's guy. Yeah. Used to work over here for BT. And I made a joke about Hurling's or something while he was there. And I knew he was there, but I was making a joke. And he looked at me and he was like, who are you? You are nobody. And he Ruben walked, said that? No, no. Hurling's. Oh, Hurling's did. And he walked away. <laughs> oh, that's just funny. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm nobody. Whatever, bro. Way to take a joke. But you know what? He didn't speak English. I don't speak Dutch. So maybe something got lost. Uh, yeah, I doubt but, it. Yeah. Anyways, so. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a ridiculous it joke. It is. Dope. It is. Shame on everybody for doing that. And uh, uh, for Ferrandez, it. Ferrandez beat him last moto. I heard that. Beat One him on a moto. moto yeah. yeah. So was that uh, straight up? Did he get a bad start? No, straight even... up. Yeah. Oh wow. From what I understand, yeah, straight yeah. up. Mathis, what's going on, bud? This show out of North Carolina. Hey, got a question for you, man. I was looking through Racer X's deal they just posted. Um, the all-time winners, and saw 125 Supercross. Saw a guy named Keith Turpin. Mm-hmm. He's got eight wins. He's got a, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I looked through that entire list, and I recognize almost all the guys' names. But I've never heard of this guy. Oh, Don't know much about him, obviously. And I saw Racer X did a Where Are They Now back in 2006, and I read a little bit about it. Um didn't know if uh, you had any more insight with this guy or uh, what his whole story was. I know you had never done a podcast with him or anything, but uh, hell, let us know if you got any more on this guy. Have a good one. Uh, from Georgia in 85, yep. he rode Hondas, won some races, got picked up by Suzuki. Yep. Uh, him and Tishner were the Factory 125 guys. Yep. He won a title in 86, won the East Coast, and Tishner won the West. I think that's how nah, it went. I don't think Tishner ever won a West. No. He well, was maybe, always an East Coast guy oh, wait, that I so know of. Did Tishner win the East and Turpin finish second? Possibly. I think Possibly. so. Anyways, uh, what do you know about him, Berlou? I don't. Uh, uh, you you actually know quite a bit. You you mentioned a lot. I know he uh, he liked to chew tobacco. He had a big old wad of chew in his mouth. But yeah, he's a Georgia boy, full on. So he was really good, actually. He's good. He had a good amateur career too. He did well at like uh, Ponca City and Loretta's too. You know. On his way up, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, he won the East Coast in '86. Uh, so Tishner, Tishner got second. So Turpin won. Turpin okay. beat Tishner. Yeah, uh, one twenty-three. So in '87, what happened to him in '87, Berlut, when he had the number one plate? Like, did he get hurt? That's possible. You I know what I mean? Like, I don't '87. Because in '87, he's got one. Re- he's got. Oh no, he finished second overall in '87 in the East. To Tishner. Tishner won the next year okay. at one point. Yeah, they, those guys so battled. They went 1-2, 1-2, yeah, one, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know much about him. Never met him. Never knew he had Chew. Hell so. yeah. He was buddies with uh, Machine Gun Watts. I mean, they got together at yeah. times in Tennessee and did some, you know. They, right. you know, Probably buddies with Billy Lyles, too. Oh, I'm sure. All right. All right, Trev. That's it. National number 
going back to that topic, what do you think? 250 riders, three-digit numbers, no matter what. Leave the two digits to the to the uh, premier class. Hear what you have to say. Yeah, yeah. I think I think in, in, in we should swing the pendulum here. The ridiculous and insane rule of giving two fifty guys points in supercross is idiotic. So we should re- take that rule back, and then as punishment to these idiots, they can only run three digits. I like it. Boom, do it. Swing it the other way, because they got it. They get points now for running half for running points for half a class. So. Hey, Steve, uh, so been listening to your show for a long time, never felt the need to call in, appreciate what you do, uh, love the show, uh, but got to say, very disappointed in the Cooper Webb interview, been waiting for a while, you know, you, you, you've been talking about, you know, how, you know, erratic, you know, throwing the finger up in practice, wanting to know why he's doing that mess, and then why he lied about his wrist and all that, and I was waiting for you to ask the questions, and... Honestly, all y'all did was blow him the whole time. Oh. So, a little disappointed in that. Hopefully, you know, there's a reason behind why you didn't ask the hard question. So, anyway, appreciate the work and uh, keep it up. You know what? This guy's right. Yeah? I, I was, you blew him? No, not, I didn't blow him. Oh. Yeah, I know. I like chicks, but um, <laughs> I have been hard on Cooper for some of his practice antics. Yeah. Um, I felt he was out of line with some guys, and you're I talking previous, yeah, in Supercross. Yeah. But I think I just kind of forgot. It was a long time when we did the interview. It was Vegas, and this was in January and February, so I didn't really think about that kind of stuff. And we could have grilled him on his wrists, but we had Seth Rarick in here, his buddy, and Seth had told me some things about his wrists, so I kind of felt like I had the answer. And I heard this guy's voicemail, and I'm like, you know what? I really didn't ask. Coover about some of those practice antics, you know. Um, I probably should have because I was hard that's on commend- him. That's commendable of you. Yeah, I just I didn't come to mind, so I virtually blew him over the phone lines. I get this guy saying that. Okay, <laughs> were you in for that show? Yeah. You think I? I don't think you necessarily blew him. I mean, it wasn't really. It's not like you were, like you like you said, blowing him. But yeah, you were just. It was just whatever. Yeah, he didn't drill him by any means, but it was kind of a flowy. Yeah, probably should have drilled him a little bit. If I'm going to write that stuff about him, I should ask him about it. You know, I mean, he That's probably would have gave a canned answer or whatever. But you know, I heard he wasn't pumped with some of the stuff that I was writing before. I heard through the grapevine, but no, I, not that I get that bummed. Like I'm like, eh, whatever. Like I get over it. You know. Yeah. Um, That's my opinion. I felt like he was out of line in practice. He was. Getting pissed with guys for no reason, acting like with a big chip on his shoulder, like he was Cooper Webb. Hey, get out of my way! I seen it. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, and I and I thought I'm just like, hey, bro, back it down. You're the best rider in the class. Yeah, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. No. Yeah, you have you have all these guys covered. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, that guy's probably right. So, all right, let's call him up right now and just start yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob Show, great show, love it. Just wanted to give my two take on the whole boot. Mismatching boots. I think it's fine if it's just boots. It's just like goggles. If you wear fox gear, you don't need to wear fox goggles. Um, you need to wear a fox helmet, jersey, pants, gloves. You can't mix match any of that. But goggles and boots should be all right. But then again, I'm smoking a bowl, so what do I know? Uh, all right. Yeah, good point. Steve, 
Sean calling from Canada. Listening to your show on the road right now. Hey. Nah, you guys are talking about Dungey putting the national pie. Man, I don't think he's beatable. I it kills me. I don't like the guy. He's playing like vanilla. Boring. But he's a beast. You could take Dungey. Put that guy on Horf Zombie Island. He's his way out of there. His way out hard. You know what he does? He swims across the fucking horror lake. Comes home. Just a some more. That guy's a fucking beast. <laughs> All right. Love the show. Here we go. Fucking Canadians. Some of those outside. Canadians. Felt like it was a little much. I guess I'm getting soft in my old age. But, yeah, he's, uh, that, that guy's got a point. That's what happens. Maybe he's hanging out the Drunken Moose, or what is that place up there in Toronto? Loose Moose. Loose Moose. Yeah. <laughs> Drunken Moose. <laughs> There she is, crazy lady. She's back once in a while. People, people told me this weekend that they thought that was somebody pranking me, and I'm like, I, I challenge you to think that that was a joke call. Like that's somebody out of their mind. That made me feel a little uneasy. Yeah, and that's crazy lady, and she's back. And that's the first time I've heard her. I've heard you talk about. Oh her. yeah, yeah. How many times has she called? Or? She doesn't call that much anymore. I blocked the number somehow. She found a new number oh, to call from. Um, she's left way, way bizarre. In, in, Have you listened to it? I didn't. I couldn't. You even can't. Ludi, that was next level. Like normally, she's just like talking nonsense, and it doesn't make any sense. But it at least like you know. Calm that was more uh, satanic, more that possessive. Was, that was intense. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it. Uh, somebody was saying to me last week that they think it's somebody pranking me, and I'm like, dude, you don't hear these messages. You don't. You start cracking up if you were pranking me. You know, this girl is. is <laughs> what did she even say in that one? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't make heads or tails. Are you tell go. me. Is it? We're gonna go analyze that one. Is it Mormon? Do you think? <laughs> is it what? Mormon? Is it Mormon? Yeah. Is it like no. a Mormon thing? No. Okay. All right. Just I don't check. Don't think it. so. Hey, Steve. Uh, just uh, wanted to comment real quick. It is so good to be uh, on the web listening to GL and George's voices. I was actually cooking up a little breakfast, waiting for the uh, coverage to start up, and all of a sudden I heard those guys pop up. <clears throat> and it's so good to hear their voices associated with the outdoors. And, like, motocross is back, man. Motocross is back. It's not all fancy. It's not super crossy. I mean, super cross is fun, too, but... There's just something so pure about motocross, dude. Great job, as always. Love you guys. Keep it going. And tell, uh, tell Wygant and GL and Georgia they're amazing. Thanks. You guys are amazing. You heard it here first. Hey, so I got a story for uh, Kiefer after dark. It's not a question. It's not uh, seeking advice. It's just a funny story. I thought uh, I'd like to hear uh, Kiefer laugh about it. So anyhow. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm going out with uh, this girl I've been seeing on and off, and uh, we're fooling around, this, that, and the other, and I uh, get a blowy and return the favor going down on her. And uh, after oh, we're done, uh, you know, before we start getting down, I just run into the bathroom real quick, and I was going to hit some mouthwash real fast and uh, did some the mouthwash. Fuck? I picked up a tube of toothpaste and uh, just squirted <laughs> some in my mouth and 
He kind of rinsed my mouth out and spit it out real quick and uh, immediately started vomiting. So she's hollering from the next room, are you seriously throwing up in there? This damn toothpaste, I just, oh, God, it's disgusting. It's the worst toothpaste I've ever had in my life. And uh, flip on the light and come to find out, well, let me back up a little bit. We're at her, uh, her sister's house. She was babysitting for her sister. Uh, her sister has some little kids, and they're asleep. So we're at, a, we're at the sister's house, and uh, the sister obviously has little kids. And so what I had uh, squeezed in my mouth, thinking it was toothpaste, was goddamn uh, diaper rash ointment. For some fucking reason, it was sitting uh, on the edge of the sink next to all the toothbrushes. And oh, dark, fuck. And I'm in a hurry, so I can get back to the action. Sweet fucking diaper rash ointment in my mouth and rinse it all through. So, yeah, I puked up a bunch of food and diaper rash ointment. And, of course, she thought it was hilarious. And, you know, after I stopped growing up and got the diaper rash ointment out of my mouth, I thought it was hilarious, too. So, anyhow, just (laughs) just wanted to hear Keeper's uh, Keeper's opinion on my spoils later. That's what Kiefer would do. Absolutely. That is what Kiefer would do to that. Well, if he's listening, he Dude. should call in. Diaper, <laughs> That's funny. diaper rash. Ah. Oh. I thought I was, I was expecting vagicillin. That's exactly what I was as thinking. Soon as, he, as soon as he said, he started throwing up. I was, I was like, oh no. I was thinking something like that. Yeah. What, uh, what is diaper rash? I mean, I know what it is, but what kind of stuff is in it? What is it? What is I don't, it? I like don't a, know exactly like what what's of, in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would it be like a lotion of Hang some on, sort? I have a phone call. Hopefully I'm sure it is. Oh yeah. It might be. Uh, yeah, it could be, could be. Could be that. Great radio. Uh, 702 7557 Call any time and leave a message and uh, and tell us what you think about uh, the show or the guests or our sponsors or anything else. Uh, Kiefer, that was you and uh, on the phone. What do you think of that? Uh, that was good. I like that. <laughs> I got a similar story, though. Uh, of course you do. Of course you do. Absolutely. So, this guy, once I heard this guy's call, I'm like, I got to call this. This is a good one. So, I did the same thing, except I was, I was younger. I was like maybe 15, 16. And, you know, when you're young and you, you want to beat off and not know, you know, have your parents, you know, know about it. Because I was trying to sneak, sneak uh-huh. around and, you know, beat off. And <laughs> so it was dark. I didn't want to flip the lights on. It was really late. And so I went to the bathroom and I felt around underneath the sink. I was like, oh, that's wet. I'm just going to squirt it in my hand and use that, right? Well, <laughs> I ended up take care of myself that night and you know all was well yeah and i woke up the next morning and my whole dick balls area was red bright red like a chemical burn and i'm like what in the hell did i just jank it with well comes to find out it was a bottle conditioner and so i ended up beating out the bottle conditioner and that gave me chemical burn so that was that's what reminded me of that guy's story <laughs> Condi- there, conditioner would do that I don't I don't use conditioner, but that's dude. It was probably like jaboba or some of that old school shit, which just makes you just chemical Jeez. burn the crap out of it. So God, of course you got a wow, story. Sixteen years old and just whatever's wet. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> whatever's wet in the underneath, and I just lights are off and something's wet. I'm taking it. What if, what if it was like? What if it was dr- like Drano? <laughs> I don't know, man. But I was scared to getting caught. I want no one knows beating off. So that's what. That's what I was. Oh, oh man, could have been Nair or something. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 
All right, that buddy. Burned, like, uh, right away. Thanks for the call. Drive safe. Bye, <laughs> right, buddy. See All you right. guys. See, See ya. ya. Chris Kiefer, everybody. I really like that Kiefer guy. Is that it for voicemails? Yep. Okay. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, hey, check out sponsor deals on uh, Pulp Mech Show. Always got the codes and everything else. Uh, Nitro Circus tickets we're giving away. Giving away a pair of tickets to Glen Helen, courtesy of Pivot Works and, uh, and Hot Cams. Gear Alloy Contest, you want to win a set of wheels? Go on there. Did you see the trivia questions? Yeah. Did you get them? Do you think you have them? No. I wouldn't have got all of them. Really? Yeah. And you've listened to the show a lot. A lot, yeah. Good, because someone, someone uh, tweeted me and said they were too easy. Uh, I mean, I could see that, but if you, even if you've missed little bits here and there, then yeah. just, you know, there's there's stuff that's easy to miss. Yeah, so. well, a set of wheels is worth it for sure. A set of wheels is worth yeah, it. It's not Dude. like it's just a pair of cheap goggles or something, you know. It's easy on that, bro. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't referencing X brand specifically. <laughs> uh, and uh, we thank our guests, Millsaps and Savachi and uh, Filthy Phil, Eric Pernard, and uh, and uh, Chris Kiefer, of course, from Dirt Rider, Dirt Rider Magazine. Um, Berlut, thank you for coming in. Always fun. I need to get you in here more. It's I have fun time. every yeah, time. No, this, I was. I appreciate you inviting me. I enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah, I, I just I wanted to get you in and uh, and talk about what you're doing. Our, our listeners aren't tw- on Twitter. Wanted you. They requested you lately. Really? So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like. Well, then you yeah. got to get me in. I'm like, I gotta get Berluti. Berluti. <laughs> He's so uh, spooky. <laughs> yeah, you like that. And, uh, yeah, thanks to SwissCore, thanks to Moser, thanks to you guys again, of course, um, for uh, listening to the show and making it happen. We appreciate that. We'll be back next week with uh, Chris Kiefer and Randy Richardson from Michelin. All right. Thanks, Trav. Appreciate it. Thank you. Is that app done yet? It's, it's in progress. All right. Fantastic. Get on it. Good progress. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.